Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. (laughs) You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, Another session from Pacheco. Sorry for the late start. Studio B is breaking. (laughs) You get everything worked out. You start to get comfortable in your new home, and well, that's why it's still beta. Things uh, yeah. fall apart. Don't worry about it. That's right. Until the end of January, I have to figure this out. Yeah, so, not the end of the show. No, the end of January. If anybody wants to go ahead and do a backup recording of today's program, feel free, <laughs> because uh, there's a good chance it's not <laughs> it's not going to record from here. Damn thing. All right, welcome to the program, though got a great show lined up for you a lot of things to do including tasting an all-new beer from our guest host today sean sully o'sullivan hey how you doing sully i'm doing well i'm doing really well we were talking about sully's new bed before the show <laughs> but he doesn't look as he doesn't you don't look rested like you got a new bed i just haven't shaved for a while i've been on the road for a while came home just put my feet up stop shaving stop cleaning you know said Abbott. Huh. he probably yeah. saw the bill for the bed today he <laughs> was like ah yeah can you get some designer bed or something? Yeah, it's super gay. Uh, Is it pink? I'll admit it. I'll admit it. No, it's not pink. But I went shopping for a bed because I've needed. I needed a new bed. Basic long story is that I've been you know travel a lot, and when you, the beds that you sleep in on the road are better than the beds that you have at home. Yeah, the bed that you have at home. It's time to get a new bed. So I went out to Sleep Train in Emeryville. There's a plug, Woo! and uh, thank you. And uh, I bought this bed that's actually made or designed by this woman by the name of Vera Cuck. Wang. <laughs> 
And uh, it's its total designer bed. It was so goofy and awesome. But they had a great deal on it, and they and uh, it was it, you know. What's the bed called? Sleeping on a pile of Actually, wieners? it's called Beyond Splendor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which nice. I think translates into uh, uh, into uh, wieners. In wieners, yeah. yeah. Bed so, of wieners. I think they sell that at the sex shop, too. It comes with, it comes with batteries. <laughs> you can also get Beyond Splendor. <laughs> so it's uh, it's very comfortable, but it's a very, you know... Unique name, <laughs> yeah. Beyond splatter, and it's you know. Ah, I like yeah. that one. Well, Sully, I think you need to pamper yourself. You're getting to the yeah. age now. I just haven't shaved today, guys. I walked in here. And <laughs> Scott's giving me crap because I look like I've just rolled out of bed, which I essentially did. Wearing a hoodie, yeah. your hair's all messed up. Is it? Is it? Is it yeah. too on crooked? Oh, you got video here. I should have cleaned up. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I got no complaints about it. I'm 46 years old. I'm comfortable with my masculinity. Good. No, or you Or my not masculinity, in this case. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know that Vera Wang is a wedding dress designer, Yeah, right? she now makes beds, uh, Bevo. Every wanna, night's like a wedding gay. night. I want to point out something gayer, and that is... Uh, I don't think you do. I think you want to move on. Before the show, as Sully is describing it and describing the designer to us, it's, it's me, it's JP, it's Tasty, it's Scott, the interim producer... And, and and Sully's describing it, and he names the designer. He's like, got oh, this wedding. And JP and Scott <laughs> That's right. both I go, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was just in agreement. I was oh, yes. following JP's yes. lead. Oh, yeah, we know I didn't it. Even, yeah. I didn't even finish the sentence, and they were like, oh, no, really? Oh, her? Wang. Wow. Wow. That's a yes, great I've heard designer. of her. Hey, I know who Vera Wang is. I'm a cultured young man. That's right. We're so, well-rounded. you got a purse, yeah. don't you? Yeah, he's got, yeah. A, you've got a rainbow scarf it on, too. We're Renaissance men. It goes to show you that despite his protests, how badly JP wants to be a married man. He doesn't want to be a married man. No, 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 I don't like their daily weekly specials. Gay club. I had never even heard of her until I walked in and bought a bed. Well, how do you design a bed? It's pretty simple, right? It's you put some stuff in there and spring. There's coils. There's coil. You know, uh, width. There's uh, natural versus non-natural. But is there some like fancy pattern on the outside of this bed that makes it designed? It says Vera Wang kind of all around the base of it. And, uh, so you have a wang, but you never see it because you put a, you know you put sheets on. At least I do at my house, JP. Yeah, and uh, you know I like that you have a wang bed. Yeah. Wang, <laughs> so you do barrel ask, wang. Yeah, Stephanie. Hey, you want to go uh, see, see my, my wang? wang? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used that one yet. Oh, we should. Oh, you will. <laughs> it's you... a great bed. I mean, honestly, there wasn't much to look. At. <clears throat> Good. I keep moving my hand around in a real weird fashion like that. Don't worry, you're only on the webcam. I love the fact that this is a brewing show and we're talking about you know wedding dress designers. Wang, yeah, yeah. Well, we wouldn't be if uh, you know if we, you if JP didn't know who she was. <laughs> the new spo- the new sponsors are listening, and going, oh man, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, guys, it's great. It'll get more masculine here in a few minutes, <laughs> from one sponsor to another. Maybe we'll get Sealy as a new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on uh, today's program, we're talking to Cigar City Brewing Company. You can go to Cigar City Beer. Talking to Joey and Wayne, uh, this is a new brewery out of Tampa, Florida. 
Uh, it is no coincidence that Doc's not on today's show. We said, we got a brewery from Florida on Doc. You might not want to be here. <laughs> no, we grounded him. No, I'm kidding. It is actually a, a complete uh, coincidence that Doc's not here. He's got Florida issues show. with the Florida people, I think. He doesn't like I've Florida Floridians. But, yeah. um, well, we're going to find out that there are some wonderful Floridians on today's show uh, when we talk to Cigar City Brewing Company. And they're doing a lot of unique things. I will point out, they've uh, been open just about 10 months. They've already got a gold at the GABF. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they I guess they won this year in the IPA category, uh, Sully. I've never won a gold, Justin. <laughs> Please don't say. How, and how many years are we working on? That's two and I've been brewing for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we, seven years with the two and or eight years? <clears throat> nine, nine, nine. Nine with the two. We've oh, won like no four medals, I think. Never a gold, though. Always never a silver, gold. always a bronze. Not only did they win gold, they won the gold IPA. Yeah. That's like the big cock contest amongst brewers, by the way. It's Although like, maybe it was a specialty category because it was like a cedar aged IPA. So uh, I wonder if it wasn't yeah, it was in the straight IPA. Or... We'll find out. Okay. But you're right. If it if it is this this the straight IPA category, yeah, that's the one we all like look at. The guy that wins that, you're always like, hey, yeah, he's a big schlong, he's yeah. a wang. Yeah, guys, <laughs> that, guy, that guy probably sleeps on a wang. <laughs> Winning in his first, maybe 10 I'm months. compensating with that bed. I don't know. <laughs> My wang is real comfortable. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah what fine. kind of bed does Matt sleep on, really? So we'll be talking to Cigar City Brewing Company. We're also going to be tasting the all new, freshly released. Monk's Blood from the 21st Amendment. Right here in the studio. Especially in my glass. Did nice. it just come out this week? Uh, it just came out a couple days ago. I think it came out on Friday. Okay. It's been on draft, but the package just uh, arrived on Friday. All right. Yeah. So we're going to get to that here just at the end of the segment. We'll, t- we'll talk about our tasting and, and the Monk's Blood uh, experience. Ooh. It is designed to be an experience. I'll it tell is you. Experience. It's a full box experience. I love it. The package oh. itself is an experience. Yeah. It is. All right. Also... Uh, we do have some new sponsors to welcome to the program today, and this time I mean it. This isn't a bit. This is not the... Uh, <laughs> Vera the Wang, everybody. And Anheuser-Busch are now... <laughs> no. Uh, actually, we do have some wonderful sponsors returning to us, Clark Brewing Innovations. Uh, they were with us uh, not too long ago, so you'll hear their spots uh, during the breaks. Uh, Blickman Engineering is a brand new sponsor of ours, and you know they make those uh, brew stands, and they make their own um, conical fermenters, and the beer gun, and a lot of innovations. You can check out Blickman uh, Engineering. And then uh, an all-new sponsor. Uh, this one's pretty cool. We've got BrewPal. As a, now, this is not to be confused with our very own BeerPal. Uh, oh. I don't mean uh, you know BeerPal who goes to the forums and causes <laughs> trouble for us. <laughs> uh, I mean, BrewPal, it's an iPhone brewing application. So uh, you knew it was coming, right? Somebody had to do the brewing apps, and BrewPal is a great one. And uh, now a sponsor of the program. So I just I just downloaded it just now. You did? Yeah. 99 cents, right? Yeah. Pretty good deal. Going to check it out. Check it out. Uh, you can add your ingredients. It's a full-featured brewing application that you can uh, add your ingredients, create your recipes, take it to the homebrew shop with you, be out there on the, on the back porch uh, brewing, and just pick out your iPhone instead of your whole laptop situation. Uh, which that is, sounds good. Which is pretty cool. So check out our new sponsors and uh, support them for supporting us. Uh, I do need to mention that one of our current sponsors, Nico Brew, uh, the, the, our hop supplier, uh, NicoBrew.com, mm-hmm. uh, he's running a holiday sale that's running through December 17th. Coupon code for that is Holiday Hops, one word, Holiday Hops. That's the coupon code for Nico Brew's hop sale. Uh, gets you 12% off. And I guess he lowered prices on a few hops already. So some ounces and pounds of hops, uh, some ounces are a buck thirty-two, and some pounds like thirteen twenty a pound. Wow. So good prices, and Holiday Hops gets you 12% off if you enter that. So thanks to Nico Brew for giving the Banners a discount. And he was in the chat not that long ago but had to go for the show. 
Just wanted to mention that. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, he said he was going to be hanging out. He was going to try to call in and announce that himself, but uh, had family obligations. So uh, check it out, NicoBrew.com. All right, another announcement for you. I've got to tell you about our forum Secret Santa going on. I think this has been happening every year for a few years now, uh, where you basically submit your name as a BN listener. There's usually one organizer. And then they divvy up the names to people, and you send homebrew. It's a Secret Santa homebrew shipping thing. And I think it's grown quite a bit. But you can check it out in our forum. Just go to General Beer Related. Uh, That's the topic in our forum. Um, And you'll find Secret Santa 09. You do need to register, which means send your address to Oswald. Uh, You'll find him in the forum. You do need to register. Send your address by noon Eastern time this Wednesday, December 9th to be included. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I know. It's a whole three days away. (laughs) Um, So Wednesday, December 9th, and then what you get is you'll get some some homebrew from somebody. And if they're really generous, you might get a commercial beer from their region, too. You never know. I've heard some really great success stories out of this, so I encourage you to uh, sign up. Uh, You do have to have homebrew, so I am not signed up for it because I don't have any homebrew. I will not sign up for it either. Because I do not have any homebrew. You don't have any? No. <laughs> Nothing that I'm going to give to somebody. I mean, if it's like a joke, like white elephant gift, where you just give them a piece of shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I got some of that. I got all that. I got a bunch of that. I but, thought you had uh, been homebrewing lately, JP. I have. So you don't have any? <laughs> no. Not that I want to give away. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out bad, huh? Yeah. Got a problem? No, JP's just really selfish. Well, it's amazing I, beer, but you're really selfish. I am selfish. that, too. Well, no, I have a Hellas in the fermenter that's tasting really plasticky, and then mm. the last beer I did was the... Uh, uh, Shakespeare Stout. So there's some here, and Nate has some, and mm. have like two gallons. That's good. Well, it does say right here on the uh, rules and regulations, which are really just guidelines. It that says JP this cannot enter. <laughs> yeah, please don't enter. It says this isn't a contest. It's just for fun and to show uh, to share your beer with another brewer while getting to try somebody else's. He says, I know some people are self conscious about their beer, but there's no reason to be. Send what you have. Yeah. Uh, on the other, on the flip side, don't assume the brewer wants uh, your critique on their brew. If you want opinions, ask for them, but don't expect them. So it's really just a nice way to share beer. Good. So if you're not a dickhead like JP, sign up, send your beer out. All right. <laughs> okay, if I good. had some of my awful beer, I'd be sending it to you. Poor bastards. You haven't been brewing either. I haven't. The last time I brewed was my failed Mirror Pond clone. What happened there? I, it just didn't taste like Mirror Pond, but it, it did come out to be a great pale. In oh, fact, okay. I would have sent that if I didn't drink it all, but mm. uh, you know me and, and this place, so it, <laughs> it was all drank-ed. Great. Um, all right, so do that. It'll be a lot of fun for you, and uh, you get some free beer out of it. It's pretty cool. Uh, all right, next week's our last show ever. Of- <laughs> That's it, folks. Good night. <laughs> we'll, uh, so enjoy us while we're here. Uh, Vivo, we're, we're out of here, all right? Now that you've got a nice uh, Brewing Network tattoo on your body, we are... <laughs> We're quitting. Uh, we're changing formats to shoelaces. How is the tattoo doing, by the way? Yeah, how's that going? How's that working out for you? I would like to die and come back as that I'm tattoo. Like seen it's, that. Good. <laughs> yeah. it's good. It's, uh, no, so you can have Sam all over you. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen it yet. It's really gross. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, no. I'm not the one who does it. Go ahead and take it off. <laughs> Sully paid for it. That's, oh, that's a lie. Right. And you should see. It. Oh, I no. forgot about that too. Yeah. Sally did pay for it. That, you have a you have a, a BN sponsored BN tattoo. Maybe we should put like a little twenty first amendment underneath. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. You got a sugar daddy like, now. You should have asked him just to like put in a, like a secret one, just yeah, somewhere like in the green, like in the, one of the hop leaves, like like how they hide the Playboy bunny yeah. on the cover. Yeah, of, uh, I like that. Of the cover all the time of uh, Playboy. Yeah, wouldn't you like that, Bevo? <laughs> yeah. Is it going okay <laughs> though? Yeah. I remember that day. 
Oh, it was a little unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. fine. It's to- it's healed. It's good. I don't think anybody has been under the good. light so much during a tattoo, like with people watching and all. It was yeah. very unusual. A little fishbowl action. It's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it was creepy. And Sam's- I like the lady judging from inside the building, just looking yeah. at me with like... Disgust. Just- just shame on her face. It said horror across her <laughs> eyes. <laughs> it was, it was, she, she was, was living vicariously like through you. At me. Yeah. No, she, was, she only bitch. knew I was such a nice girl. Yeah, if she only knew. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and Sam's has healed well? Yes. Did you did Sully pay for Sam's? No. Oh, shocking. Fuck no. Shocking. <laughs> no, who did? Tim paid for uh, Sam's. Sam's friend, Sam's friend Tim. Tim. Got super hammered and was like offering to buy people tattoos. And the BN paid for Terrence's, which actually, which me, I, I owe you money for that tasty. Tasty just, paid for Terrence's. I just Terrence's remember that. I, have, I just remembered it I the forgot other day. all about it, since, but since we started talking about it, I And I felt back. like a big dickhead because I told you I'd give you the money tomorrow. <laughs> you see how much yeah, I was worried money, about it. And then I forgot. I, I, I will get your money, Tasty. Cool. Uh, we paid for Terrence's and his didn't come out so great. It's just because he's black. Is that what it is? <laughs> it, it didn't. Like he ejected a bunch of the green ink. And so now it's like a black outline on a black guy. He ejected it. What is it? What is that? Well, somebody. Sometimes your skin uh, will, as it heals, will spit out the ink. It's oh, wow. doing its job, and you have to get it redone. I had to have Ooh. mine redone too. Oh wow! Um, although his, he ejected a lot He's more like than spitting me. Out. And I think the other thing is, you know, you might have to experiment with different color greens on a black man, and the the the, the, the color he chose just didn't uh, didn't stick. Uh, so. And Terrence kept saying it wasn't hurting enough. Like I don't think he pressed hard enough. <laughs> like, it doesn't hurt at all. You're such a bitch, man. <laughs> I wouldn't hurt a black man on purpose either. Right. You got to be careful. My ass. Justin, did you pay for your tattoo? I paid for mine. That yeah. doesn't seem right. <laughs> uh, well, there was no one around. We didn't make a big production out of mine. So I should have. I should have done it on a show, and then maybe some uh, listener would have uh, sprung for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I had to pay for mine. That's all right. All right. So uh, next week, though, is our last show of the year is what it is, and it will be our Christmas celebration. Uh, Sully, I'd like to formally invite you back. Oh, I thank you. If you're not busy next week. We're going to invite a few of our uh, local friends and brewers to come hang out with us. You know how the last show of the year goes. Someone usually breaks a bone. There's caroling. (laughs) Yeah, there's usually caroling. we should do caroling. We we might be able to do some caroling. And we're going to taste some Christmas beers. Um, So if any any of you guys in here, uh, you know, want to bring your favorite commercial examples or home-brewed examples, um, we're going to do a whole holiday celebration next week. It's going to be a good time. Can I bring a date? You can. I was going to bring Vera Wang bed. (laughs) Please bring the the bed. Bring the whole bed. Bring the bed. Here she is. We'll lean her in the corner. Yes. We hey, all hey want Scott, to s- get away from her. What are you doing? <laughs> Quit making time with my bed. Stop touching my wang. <laughs> Leave her alone. Uh, yes, please bring your bed. We'll all celebrate on Sully's wang oh. at the end, at the close of the program. Is there any other place to celebrate? <laughs> That's so hot. Uh, so join us uh, next week for our last episode That's of the year. We won't be back until I think it's the second week in January. We've oh. got three weeks off, so I'm looking forward to that. To answer the question in the chat, there will not be any stripper pole dancing. Mm. Just saying. You sure? We do. I, I saved the stripper pole. It's right there in your booth. How are they going to see the tattoo if you don't strip? I don't get it. Yeah. That's a, Scott makes a good point. <laughs> Uh, so join us next week for the last show of the year. Uh, also, our raffle, uh, the more beer donation giveaway, yes. ends next week. Uh, you it have does. to uh, make sure you're signed up as a recurring donor or have uh, donated at least $5 or in $5 increments um, to, to be entered into the raffle. That has to happen by Saturday at midnight. So that's next, uh, you know, the coming Saturday at midnight. We'll do the raffle on Sunday show. And if you hit the on tap button on our homepage, you can read all about the vacuum brew system, which is pretty sweet. You can do all-grain brewing right on your kitchen stove. 
And it's also all a closed system, so you can transfer all of your wort around without it ever being exposed. I heard you talking about that on another show. I, I, it's like it's brewing right? in space or something. <laughs> it's like bringing, maybe we could get NASA on board no! to help promote your vacuum Our brew. new sponsor. NASA. NASA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. really a cool system. You could brew in space, actually. Yeah. That's right. Brew uh, pigs in space. <laughs> you guys ever watch? I love them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's what you're Brewing in space. You could just hear like NASA talking like, okay, we're okay with the uh, mashing right now. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Clear for mashing. Uh, Houston, it's uh, time for the second hop edition. <laughs> T minus 10. Nine. <laughs> that's a good countdown everything. <laughs> I got a stuck mash. Beep. You know, they always beep. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Bevo, keep an eye on that telephone, will you? Yeah, Bevo. That <clears throat> a girl. Sorry, I'm just watching it ring over here. <laughs> What's she doing behind Someone there anyway? When did the curtain go in? Uh, uh, it was, it's supposed to be a sound curtain. It, it's We've never of, put it there. Sort she of did. working. <laughs> It's yeah. so cute back there. Put it up there. Uh, the, the webcam is working, by the way, I, I think. Uh, Justin.tv slash Brewing Network. And uh, you can watch all the action. It's focused right now on Sully's noggin and the beautiful box of monks. I, actually, blood. I placed that for product placement. You yeah. are a smart man. It is cool looking. <laughs> all right, so to get into that raffle, if you're already a recording, uh, recurring donor in the uh, BN Army, you're automatically entered every time we do this. So sign up for that. And you also yeah. get in cheaper. Like uh, right now, a raffle ticket's five bucks for the vacuum brew. But if you're a $2 recurring donor, you're in. So it's a really good way to do it. Buy Brew Your Own Magazine through us. You just click the Brew Your Own Magazine link on the bottom right of the homepage. That gives us a big boost in revenue and uh, looks great to the folks over at Brew Your Own Magazine. And you get a fantastic uh, periodical while you're at it. You can get all of these updates that we're talking about on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Just go to Facebook. So cute. com slash Brewing Network, and uh, you can see us over there and all the fun things that we do. Sully just called you cute. Uh, I am cute. <laughs> uh, show ideas go to Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. Still doing a great job booking shows, even while away. Check this out. He went to... Um, Ebenezer's new place up in Maine, Lions Pride. Lions Pride, mm-hmm. yeah. Him and his pops, right? And him and his old man are in there, and they're looking through the bottle list, and they get to the uh, the last page of the bottle list where all the goodies are. And what does he find? Uh. But two BN Army hop grenade logos representing right there on his bottle wow. list page. Like, uh, not as not like as he stole our logo, but as check out the BN Army type. Oh of. wow! Two of them. He's got one on each corner of the menu. It's pretty badass. Like that's a hardcore uh, beer establishment right yeah. there. No, that's awesome. Chris, you've Lies. been to Ebenezer's, right? I've never. Yeah, I've been to Ebenezer. I have not been to the Lions Pride, but Chris. Lies. Ivy is like a madman about, you know, beer and all that and trying to find the best stuff. So, Okay. And a lot of BNers love that place. Yeah. I've met do. a lot of them up there. I think that's why he ended up putting yeah. the Hop Grenade logo up for us. Uh, I will say this also. I'm not going to name any names yet because I haven't done my research. But no. uh, I did. I got word today from a listener that there's a new brewery in Colorado that has a Hop Grenade on one of their beers. Mm. Apparently, it's not exactly our hop grenade, but it's like a stylized version of it. Firebomb this. You know what? I can give you a cease and desist letter if you'd like. I got got a form letter I can give you. No problem. It's such a douchey thing. I'm just going to call and try to have a conversation. That's the best way to do it. You know, I hate that this... 
that we even have to do this. Like, it just feels douchey. I don't want to do, do it this. For you. But no, uh, that's the last thing I do. <laughs> that would go great. I would love to do it. Beer War Three <laughs> over here. Are you saying I'm not in control of my emotions? No, I, I'm not yeah. saying anything. All right. no, Justin, this is America. I'm not. <laughs> this is America. We do not talk to people. We sue. I know. See, yeah. This is what Bob, more importantly, it's California. That's right. But it's always worth a conversation, Ram. Right? I mean, I'm had just going to have yeah. a nice yeah, yeah. conversation and anyway. see what happens. I mean, I'm not out to ruin anybody's beer. Uh, you know, I. But listen, it, the hop grenade's pretty badass, and it belongs to me. Nip so, it in the bud. There you go. Maybe you might get to scream, "I'll see you in court," because that that'd be fun. Oh, I hate all that nonsense. Maybe it's an, really an artichoke. <laughs> Maybe it's an artichoke beer. You're right. Yeah. I can advise you on that conversation if you'd like. By the way. I'm going to need advice on yeah. that, actually, Sully. I really will because I don't like dealing with these things, and I don't want to deal with them. But what am I going to do? It's our brand. So anyway, that's it. I just mentioned it's it. It's your tattoo. Quickly. <laughs> it's Bevo's, it's Bevo's tattoo. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Hopefully, uh, maybe I should just send over like the dozens of photos of tattoos and go, listen, please don't make these people's skin die in vain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hippie. Yeah. yeah, can you have that conversation? Uh, Bevo, we had to, listen, he had more money in the lawyer department. We had to get rid of it. We're now going to, we're using like a grain stock now. Yeah. And by the way, you now need to uh, put his brewery name under your tattoo or you will be sued. And a dollar a month. For your skin. <laughs> I will cut you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully all will go well. And if you never hear about this again, then you know things have gone fine. Otherwise, I'll have to shame somebody on the air to, oh. to thousands of listeners around the world. Yeah, it won't be me anymore. Yeah, you really do have that luxury, though, of just like, <laughs> unleash the, the masses. The wrath. Go get them, boys. Could really get ugly. Keg through the windshield. It's sort of how the whole BN Army thing started in the in the beginning, when listeners yeah. started saying about themselves, you know, they invented the BN Armies. Don't F with the BN Armies. I hope it doesn't come to that. We, <laughs> we prefer to be a big pussy hippie army. <laughs> Without the patchouli smell. Yeah. Please. All right, what else do I need to tell you? Uh, Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Can they send something uh, to me? What goes to me? um, (laughs) I feel like Doc suddenly. Yeah, JP at thebrewingnetwork.com gets all of your insults and praise. (laughs) He he likes both. His beard's growing back nicely. You might want to talk about that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It looks looks wonderful. Yeah, thanks for that. Sully, uh, (laughs) a listener in the chat, I'm supposed to thank you. Uh, Let's see. Tell Sully thanks for... From Cloudy Town Brewers in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I oh, guess, yeah. Uh, did you just do some uh, tastings out in Minnesota recently? We just launched out there a couple weeks ago, and uh, we did a whole big little run through the Twin Cities area, and those guys are awesome. I mean, I've, we have not done a launch like that in a market. Uh, I've never seen anybody. I mean, they just came out in force and had an absolute blast. Okay. So well, good, good dudes and a lot of BNers out there, by the way. Yeah. I that- saw guys at events, events wearing the... Well, I'm assuming it's your hop grenade. You know, uh, out there, and they, they're totally into it. Real great guys. Good. I mean, honestly, I've, I've said this before, real quickly, but anywhere I go in this country, they're everywhere. That's Justin, so badass. Everywhere. I love it. Yeah, love seeing it. Well, they said you gave them a special tasting of the monk's blood. So happy about Ooh, that, and they just wanted cool. to thank you. Uh, and they said you're a totally awesome guy. Really? Wow. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, you got the check. Yeah. So should we taste this or the monk's blood? No. <laughs> we should taste this, and we should do it quickly. Although I'm being told that the the the, the stream is down, but it looks good to me. Y'all should be able to hear us. I hear yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless then we honest. then we must be good. 
Yeah, let me crack open another one of these, too, because I drank my sample at the beginning. So the Monk's Blood, Sully, tell us about this. It's now available in cans everywhere that 2NA is available, right? Yeah, everywhere you can get our cans and our draft beer, it's available, which is, I think, 18 states now, actually. Okay. And, um... And it, we've talked about it on the show, but tell us again about what the yeah, beer so is. Yeah, so it's a dark Belgian strong beer. It was a uh, started off as a collaboration effort with uh, Sean Paxton back in February for Strong Beer Month, which is the event that we do every year with uh, Magnolia. And we've kind of tweaked the recipe along the way. We took the recipe out to Belgium and kind of brewed a version of it out there and then kind of brought it back to the 21st Amendment here in San Francisco this summer and then brewed it on the production brewery that we use in our, our partner brewery in uh, in Cold Spring, Minnesota. And uh, that's where we brewed a couple hundred barrels of it and packaged it up in both cans and draft. And it's about 8%, 8.3% alcohol. It's a dark Belgian strong beer. It's got uh, it's got a lot of Belgian candy sugar in it, Mission dried mission figs, actually, that are from Nico's wife's boss's like farm in Fresno. Oh, no Kind of kidding. this crazy thing. Hmm. And uh, it's also got vanilla in it, and it's been aged on with oak spirals, actually, from barrel millers out in uh, Avon, Minnesota. Actually, it's about 10 miles away from Cold Spring. It was kind of a neat little thing to go out there. They actually sell a lot of these things to wineries and also breweries. You can it's, get those oak spirals through more beer, right, JP? No? I, I Didn't you guys we, used to have them? Uh, I think we used to, but, uh, uh, you know... Um, but now you we know. prefer the 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 cubes, but not yeah. to say that the spirals don't, you know, yeah. produce a. But they can be product. found for homebrewers to use. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah, it's perfect for us. Is they come in like different toasting levels, and they're like four feet long, and, they, and they're the packages, and you just kind of throw them in and make it happen. So, mm. and uh, uh, we had a lot of fun with it, um, and we're going to brew it again next year. Probably tweak the recipe just a little bit more. But I, I what do you guys think? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it comes in a four pack, by the way. Uh, and uh, well, first of all, starting with the packaging, yeah. I, I wasn't—I really wasn't joking when I talked about the experience. The packaging's awesome, man. It's great. It comes in mm-hmm. its own box rather than like a, a, a six-pack plastic holder type thing. Yeah. For one, it's a four-pack, uh, but it's got this own box that it's really—I got—I I can't pretty, think of another word than like classy. Yeah, it's a really classy-looking box. The you know, design is gorgeous. It looks uh, to me—it looks like uh, like. Old school, like an old school engraving from like the 16th century or 17th century, you know, yeah. with, uh, the, you know, just the colors and it, it looks like, uh, here's a box, it's already steeped in tradition kind of a thing. It, uh, it's great. It's like I it think. was designed by Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, if you partner brew, it sounds like you should sleep on a Vera Wang. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's on my couch <laughs> and my Tempur-Pedic. No, we we had Bad a lot of wars. we we really wanted the whole idea behind it was that we wanted people to take notice of what you're capable of doing with a canned beer, and uh, you know there are a lot of you know Os- uh, Oscar Blues makes a great beer called Ten Fifty, uh, which is an imperial stout, and uh, we just kind of wanted to we wanted to showcase the uh, what you can do with canned beer and how it's uh, perfectly capable of producing a dark strong. Yeah. Uh, Belgian beer like this. So, well, you, I think it, now when you get to the beer, I think you've done a great job, and this definitely, to me, I was saying to you before the show, is uh, just so close to coming out of the the two and A fresh brewery to me, yeah. like my local two and A, right? Yeah. So I think you've done a good job on this one. I love the use of the Belgian candy sugar in it because um, it's not there's not too much of it left over that it's too thick and and cloying. Yeah. Um, 
It, it how does. much did you, how much did you use? Could we I used a thousand me? pounds actually. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> did you use crazy. all one kind or we used the uh, we used uh, the Belgian the D two the D two from uh, what, what is from it? Dark, Dark Candy. Candy yeah. But, I'm, but yeah. he has the like three different colors. Yeah, we so used just D, used we, the one we color. used D two. Yeah. D2. It was interesting because we had a whole pallet of this uh, of these twenty six pound pails, five gallon pails, six pound. Uh, Gallon pails. Just dumping just them in one. Dump them in one at a time. It was wow. good. Stuff tasted great. The whole brewery smelled great. Yeah. We uh, we put cinnamon in the mash. Actually, kind of acts as an antioxidant uh, to us uh, to a certain extent. Wow. And kind of lingers over in the beer a little bit. I think. Um, it was just a real complex. It was actually a lot of fun to to uh, to work with Sean on this way back on the original recipe where he was adding like eight different types of sugar and then we kind of had to hone it down a little bit and make it a, a little bit more easier to make in a big brewery. Um, but I'm excited about it. I really am. The buzz on it has been incredible. People, the way people have accepted it and uh, gotten behind it and all that. I, I, I think it's been it's blown me away. Honestly, I've got a buzz on it, and it's incredible. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like half a glass. What is the percent on this beer? It's a it's a eight point three. So, okay, I like that. It has a very bright smell to it. Yeah, great color too. Yeah, it's a great dark strong. I love it. it yeah, it's fantastic, and and it, it finishes dry for me like around the. Um, Around the sides and the and the and the bottom of my tongue, but you know, back where you like you taste the bitterness, it's just um, sugar. Yeah, it's sweet and it, it's finishes weird. Malting. It finishes dry yet sweet at the same time, and yeah. it's a uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic uh, beer, and it's unfiltered too. Really? So, mm. Yeah. Oh, so and I worked with uh, oh, I White like La- White Labs. It's uh, their yeast. It's their five thirty yeast we used on this. It was interesting to get like a hundred barrel pitch of that. Uh, this big container came in the mail, and uh, uh, Mike White uh, was really instrumental in helping us out with uh, arranging that. So good old Mike White. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude, actually. Love that guy. Actually, <laughs> actually, I think we have Boob on the phone. You want you want to ruin this segment with Boob? Hold on a second. Let me just say one more thing. Yeah, this is a classy beer. It's yeah. for you know classy by the people. fire or maybe a nice. Now go ahead. And... <laughs> I I would agree with that. Even though we'll that get was, you late. That's that funny. Really it's for beer pong. <laughs> I think this is going to be one of your biggest hits ever. Right. I mean, I think from from looking at it on the shelf, saying why well, I need that, to tasting it, uh, this is going to be a big hit for you. It's a good beer. First of all, the name it just kicks ass. Yeah, even true. if you haven't it's seen the packaging hardcore. yet, yeah. the, the name is pretty. Uh, it's pretty extreme. I wish I had come up with that. So. <laughs> well, we're morphing the whole kind of uh, design. We've changed the look a little bit of the cans right now. We've cleaned the cans up a lot. I mean, I'll be honest with you, the first cans that came out. Of Cold Spring, where they were all right, but we, we had some challenges there at the brewery, at our partner brewery. You mean as far as uh, design? Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about brewing the beer, no, okay. uh, and uh, you know, we've you had you always have to make changes when you bump up from an, a, one system to another system, even if you're in town or wherever you do it. So uh, it's taken us a little bit of time to kind of get to where we want. We've made a lot of changes back there uh, in terms of the process and all the packaging line, uh, and uh, I think we've come a long way actually. It's exciting. I might buy that box not even knowing what's in it. Yeah. It does have that. Even though it says right on there. Well, not really. It's got an interesting story. If you weren't a beer guy, you Uh, might not know that that was uh, beer. And there's this whole cryptic story that goes around it, actually. Oh, see, I didn't read that. I just thought it looked fancy, but there's actually a story. Yeah, there's a whole story. Do you know it by heart? Did you write it? Uh, Yeah. You did. (laughs) He called himself the outspoken one. I am the. You know, it's funny about this. We mentioned uh, we mentioned cigars in here. The original go around. We mentioned Cuban cigars. Yeah. It's, uh, on the on the box, and the uh, the Fed said you can't say Cuban cigars. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh. We had to just say cigars. Country of pussies is what we are. It's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, boob! I got to get us to break. What's happening, brother? 
Two That's quick things. Me. First of all, it sounds like Vanna number one may have just busted her arm on the ice, so everybody uh, oh, oh, vibrators oh. or some shit. Oh, man. Um, vibrators. Huh? All right, second so. of all, yeah. real quick, you got to check out the Lips December thread this year. Yeah. It's epic, and you got to some of you pussies got to get on there and start doing that mm, shit. Not enough listeners getting in on it, huh? Two other queers. This is not <laughs> how has our has our queer JP gotten on it yet? Hey, um, in a roundabout way, yes. Yeah, yeah and I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen that yet, Jay? No, I haven't oh. looked at the thread yet. It's disgusting and awful, and it's my image, and I'm going to sue. Well, what is it under off topic? Uh, yeah, it's got to be under. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's is, under extract. What is growing. wrong with our chest? I think is what it says. Okay, check it out. Lipstick. I'll take a look at it. I gotta fix this stupid computer, so I won't be able to look yeah, at dude, the break. Yeah, dude, your stream is all kinds of fucked up. All so right, fix that and go go to you know whatever. Great, thank you, Fuck Boop. Goodbye. Bye. Bite, bite me, bite. <laughs> I, I love the fact that Boob just cut in on my nice little segment on Monk's Blood, like that, talking about Lip December, Lips whatever December, it is. Yes, yes. Lipstick. Do you want to get in on that? Uh, could help. No. Promote- How about we all uh, lipstick Monk's Blood on I was our chest say, during yeah. today's program and uh, get you an extra plug? Up. Good radio, Jay. Put it all up on the uh, put it all up on the webcam. I do it on my gut, <laughs> on my wang. Bevo, you won't lipstick it on your uh, chest for us. Why not? What about your uh, what Back. about your belly? about your back what about uh, w- yeah. what if we uh, around the tattoo yeah sam could write on your back but with lipstick this time <laughs> <laughs> ow ow Be- bebo's like haven't i done enough for this goddamn show already yeah now we want to lipstick you <laughs> i've got a tattoo that's never going away for as long as i live <laughs> now you-, you want me to do that yeah now i have to it's true all right, let me get us to break because we're already a little late on our guests. Uh, Cigar City Brewing Company will be on the line with us when we come back, assuming I get everything fixed around here. And uh, so hang out. Cigar City Brewing, going to talk about uh, brewing with cedar and a lot of other uh, unique ingredients that they're doing over there. It's Tampa's only uh, microbrewery. There you go. So that's pretty exciting. We'll find out how they did it and if they ran into any troubles. If you have any questions, get in the chat room and give them to Bevo because I've got two people from Cedar, uh, Cigar City on the line with us. Uh, so the, the phones will be tied up. That way you can uh, go in the chat room, pass the uh, questions that way. All right. We'll be back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer. And start brewing from the top tier. 
a sixer of Lagunitas in the icebox. My roommate's gone for the weekend, and I'm wearing something flimsy. Listen, baby, I told you not to call me after eight. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I gotta go. Who is that? Your girlfriend? You loser. Shut up, thug. Did you guys get the cauldron set up on the altar of my yard? Sir, if you weren't so busy getting booty calls, you know that. The hurricane furnace is using propane while you guys talk. All right, I'm using the scroll of Mosher to boil the first decoction. Nope, it's scorched. What do you do? Frack, scoop it out and try again. Thug, use your math rake. You took too long. The color is now dark and past the point where you can still call it a pilsner. This sucks. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this, Poindexter Urkel? Dude, can't you see we're in the middle of a brew session? Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. (gasps) Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you belch White Labs 833 and crap Simcoe? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the Cylon Detecting Three-Hearted and the collector's item super alt. Mine's in mint condition because it's still in the box. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. White Labs. It's all in the vial. In the past year, the Brewing Network has been able to add two new shows, expand our studio capabilities and quality, and bring more beer information home to you than ever before. In no small part, this is due to subscribers like you. Thank you from all of us at the Brewing Network. Without your monthly support of any denomination, we could not bring you the very best in live beer radio like Can You Brew It? Brew Strong and the Sunday Session. Haven't signed up yet? Join your fellow brewers in the BN Army. Sign up today at thebrewingnetwork.com for a recurring donation as little as $2 a month. Besides all the great live radio you'll support, every subscriber is automatically entered in monthly raffles for amazing brew gear like a conical firm a temperature control system, or your own draft setup. Become a part of the BN Army today. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. And now back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Okay, my apologies for the long break, boys and girls. Just trying to fix things around here for you so the stream works. Apparently, though, you can watch and listen uh, loud and clear on 
justin.tv slash brewing network and get all of your BN fix over there. I do have the archive recording, so fear not. If you miss anything, uh, looks like that uh, recording will be clean and nice for you to listen to. Nice. Assuming that Scott, uh, the interim producer, helps me remember to keep recording. Uh, all right, so sorry about that long break, guys. But what we do have for you is Cigar City Brewing on the line, I hope. We'll oh. see if we've, if we've done that correctly. It's been a... Been one of those days. In one of those days. I should have Joey Redner on the line first. He's the founder of Cigar City Brewing. Joey, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Beautiful. Look at that. Nice. Works like a we're, charm. We're one for two. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Can we make it two? Let's uh, let's go for. And then I should also have head brewer Wayne. I I hope I got this right. Joey, help me out. Is it Wombles? That is correct. Yeah. All right. I got Wayne Wombles on line two. Wayne, you with us? Yep. Sure am. Two for wow. two. And I think Bevo's microphone works again. <clears throat> Want to try that, Beav? It does. I'm just retarded. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, two for three at least. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, Joey, Wayne, welcome to the program. I apologize for the late start. Oh, hey. Thanks, thanks for having us on. No problem. I heard good things about you, and our producer, Chad, uh, has, has spoken to me very highly of you guys. Uh, he's not here, but he was more excited about this show than anybody because he's talking to me about all the crazy things you guys have been doing over there for the last 10 months. And uh, do I have it right? Is it 10 months you've been open? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, March 12th, we sold our first beer. Uh, so that's kind of when we sort of count when we started. Okay. Um, but we'd actually brewed a batch of beer in January of this year. And then the city of Tampa sort of took two months to give a final approval on our, our, our electricity so we we're just sort of in limbo there for a couple of months so we we started from march so yeah it's it's about 10 months now what is with this electricity thing this was the same <laughs> mo that linden street here in oakland had and you would think that we've come a long way since ben franklin invented electricity why is it that you guys can't get electricity well you know it, what was really uh just upsetting about it was is basically they came for the final inspection and said you know well, you can't do it this way. Well, the, we installed the electric, you know, exactly to the blueprints we gave them, which they approved. And the guy who came and, and just said, look, I'm not passing this, basically had to go back and talk to his boss, and it took his boss two months to say, well, just go ahead and approve it. So we just sat and basically twiddled our thumbs for two months waiting for, uh, waiting for them to deign to allow us to continue to brew beer. Uh, and there's no lawsuit there? I mean, you know, that's two months I, of income that you guys lost out on. It, 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 you know, it was one of those things where we basically suggested that if something didn't happen soon, that's the route we were going to be taking. And then, you know, right when we were starting to look into what we would have to do, they said, okay, go ahead. Got it. It's always that way. <clears throat> yeah. So let me tell you who's in the studio, just so you know, Joey and Wayne. We've got JP, who was just talking to you. And this is, listeners at home, that was Joey that we just listen, uh, heard on the phone there. And then Sully from the 21st Amendment's with us. He's about to talk to you. Tasty's in the room over here. And uh, we've also got Scott, the producer, helping us out. I think Joey sort of sounds like Sully. Does it? Yeah, you guys all sound alike, you brewers. Do we? Is that, is that an insult or compliment? Well, it depends. Well, be the judge. Yeah, yeah, Are we'll you let you also it geriatric, Joey? Or? <laughs> it, it means you have an incredible radio voice. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Sully. No, I was just going to say that it always seems that uh, we opened up the 21st Amendment nine years ago, and I've talked to a lot of brewers. You were talking about Adam from Linen Street. It's another local brewery out here in the Bay Area. And everybody, and they had problems with you know getting their electrical or gas permit or what it was, and it always seems like you're held hostage by some public 
you know, agency that, you know, has you're waiting for some basically uh, beanhead to sort of pull the document off out of the basket and just sign it or do something with it. And they essentially just hold you hostage, like you said. Yeah, that uh, was very much our experience. And that was exactly I mean, that's exactly would sum up how I felt about it. Like I was held hostage by someone who just had no conception of, of what we were doing and what they were costing us. I mean, it's like a nine-to-five job, and they just don't—you know—they don't see the reality of, the, of your situation. You're like, you got to get your doors open. You got—you want to start bringing money in because you've been bleeding probably for a while. And uh, yeah, I completely understand you. In fact, I'm getting hives right now thinking about it. When we <laughs> up nine years ago. So, Joey, you're the owner, founder of the brewery. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. And then Wayne Wombles, who's also with us, is the, is your head brewer. Right. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Got it. And now, did you guys uh, conceptualize the brewery yourselves? Did did you come on later, Wayne? How did how did you guys come together? I came on a little bit later. Uh, Joey already had uh, a lot of things in mind before I came in, as far as um, just the format and the way that we would market ourselves um, using uh, local culture and uh, local ingredients as much as we can, and uh, and then basically. I brought in recipes, and we discussed them and decided on which things we felt would work best for the company and would you know, represent us well, and we just went from there. Were you a professional brewer somewhere else before, or is this your first pro job? This is my fifth or sixth commercial job. Um, uh, I was When I was hired, I was working at Foothills in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Okay. Beautiful. Jump ship, head on over to Florida. I don't blame you. <laughs> Beautiful place to be. Yeah, I was tired of, just tired of being an assistant brewer. It's time to get back to being the head brewer again. Now, Joey, Tampa, you guys are the only microbrewery there. Is that right? Uh, I guess if you if you go by the strict definition of of you know a production brewery and under sixty thousand barrels, yeah, there's there's three breweries in the city of li- limits of Tampa. Uh, one is Tampa Bay Brewing Company, which is an excellent brew pub. If you ever get a chance here in Tampa, definitely check it out. Okay. And then there's us, and there's also uh, uh, Yingling has uh, they bought the old Stroh's plant, and so so there's us Yingling and Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Interesting. Uh, you know, <laughs> however you think of Yingling, if you think of this craft beer or microbrewery, I mean they're obviously huge, but yeah, I don't know. How, yeah, aren't they owned by somebody else now too? Didn't, didn't no, Yingling is still family-owned, actually. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Haven't you seen Beer Wars, Justin? I did, but I thought that <laughs> since that movie, I guess it's just a rumor. Uh, yeah. I, I just heard I heard it on the internet. So I assumed, <laughs> it must be true, then, <laughs> I assumed it was true. Someone Twittered it to you? <laughs> yes. It was a tweet that I found. Uh, now, I, now I'm just going to say it to you. You know, a lot of people talk about Florida as a, as a, as a good beer wasteland. Um, so I'm curious about what you think about that, and, and how is the craft beer scene there? Are people excited about you? Um, I think, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to say that it's a good beer wasteland. I mean, it's definitely, you know, you, you have pockets of it that, that you know, really definitely fit that bill. But uh, especially Central Florida, Orlando, over in Tampa, there is a lot of good beer. But it is accurate that it's a, it's a good beer wasteland as far as uh, local breweries. But, I mean, that's rapidly changing. You've just been... Mm-hmm. Gosh, probably since we've gotten open and certainly before. I mean, you've had about six new breweries pop up, uh, Bolt City up in Jacksonville, uh, let's see, Tequesta, um, Lanyap, you know, and there's a bunch of breweries in the planning yet, St. Somewhere, that's doing really interesting stuff over in Tarpon Springs. So, uh, well, it definitely was true, you know, five years ago and, and definitely ten years ago. I don't, it's really not true anymore. And, you know, we get, I mean, 
it, I, you know, I go to my local beer store, and I mean, I'm just—it's it, shocking to me the, the the quality of beer that we can get now. I mean, it's it's really not accurate to say that it's a beer waste anymore, but it's still definitely far behind places like Colorado, Oregon, California, even North Carolina. Uh, but but we're definitely gaining ground quickly. Okay. Why, do you, why do you think it took so long? I'm just kind of curious. Was it because it's a warm uh, you know, state? The, or? the laws, the laws are hard. It's it's harder to start a brewery here. There's some things that are easier. Um, you know, you don't have an alcohol cap, but you do have. Um, you know, if you have a brew pub, you can't sell growlers, which is a nice you know bit of added income. You you can't if you have a brew pub, you can only sell your beer on premise, so you can't sort of be both and you know sell a little bit of your extra beer. You can't self distribute which takes out a lot of the profitability, a lot of the margins that some of the smaller guys have in other states. Um, yeah. You have a really screwed-up package size law, like you can't sell a 64-ounce growler. Um, so you, so we've had to sell either gallon growlers or, or little 32-ounce medicine bottle size growlers. Really? To get around that. Yeah. So wait, you, that's not a growler. That's a tall boy. I yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> I understand that. I have a real screwed-up package size, too. <laughs> It's <laughs> been plaguing JP. You, you can you can sell a gallon, but you can't sell a half. What did you say? Yeah, yeah you can't sell a half gallon. A, a, you know, the, the industry standard sixty four ounces. Yeah. But yes, a gallon is okay. That makes perfect huh. sense to me. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. I see no problem yeah. there. What's your problem? They're encouraging. They're encouraging people to drink. Sure, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. So there are just a lot of kooky laws that you've had to get around. Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, and one of the reasons that, that Florida was a beer wasteland up until about two thousand. In fact, until I think it was two thousand and one. They had a really, really draconian sort of bottle size limit. You could only sell beer uh, in packages of eight, eight ounce, ten ounce, twelve ounce, sixteen ounce, thirty two ounce, and nothing else until you got up into the keg size, which basically meant seven hundred and fifty milliliter size bottles, bombers, eleven point two ounce, the Belgian smaller ones, the five hundred milliliter like German tall boys, all verboten. Couldn't do that. So, so that got overturned in two thousand one, and that was a big reason that you know a, a flood of new beer started coming in. You know. I, up until you know, in 1999, if you tried to buy a bottle of beer and trimmage, you literally couldn't because the package size was illegal in the state. So. Well, it, uh, sorry, is it is it because the, there was a law actually that said you cannot do that, or it wasn't written into the law? Like some of these it laws, it was a law that literally said that you could not sell beer in any of but those wow. approved package sizes. And you know, I mean. It, 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 the joke is that you know it's 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 a big brewery protectionist law because yeah. you know if 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 they can't come into the market well you know then you're you're sort of forced to yeah, to buy right. what can and if you look at those package sizes they are the package sizes used by larger breweries. So why is it that opening up those other sizes makes beer more prevalent? Is it because it's cheaper to use the, that sort of packaging? Well, I think you know, especially with a lot of the import beers, you know, the uh, the seven fifties, you know, the, everything is in in milliliters, so to nothing really ever matches up to the same ounce size, you know. Um, the, the standard small, you know, six pack size bottle in most European countries is what eleven point two ounce bottle versus a twelve ounce bottle. Yeah. Um, so so that opened up a lot of the imports, and then a lot of the a lot of the microbreweries, and they they would do some stuff in twelve ounce, but but it's a lot. It's a lot less expensive to kind of go into the bomber format. You make a you make a better margin. So That's what I lots thought. of breweries, obviously, you know, that are smaller use bombers, and and those are illegal for you know. And like I said, it's it's only been this, uh, you know, since two thousand that, that you've been able to actually go and buy a bomber in Florida. Yeah, you you cut down on your caps, you cut down on your labels, you cut down on your six pack holders, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a lot of like the West Coast beers I know are distributed in bombers to the East Coast. Yeah, yeah we well, look like, like Elsmith. I stuff. mean, Elsmith, I don't even think does a twelve ounce package. I think they're what just bomber and just seven fifty. I, I think, think so. so yeah. 
Sully, are you guys in Florida yet? Uh, no, we've talked about going into Florida. We've talked to a distributor down there, and the name escapes me right now. But um, there's, they're gung-ho about it. They yeah. want it. So yeah. uh, I, I think it's really interesting to hit the nail right on the head of big brewery protection in a lot of ways because if you can't self-distribute, I mean, that just smells like they're just trying to keep you out of the marketplace, especially for a small uh, operator, brew pub, or something like that that's trying to get out of it. And also the growler sales. I mean, that's ridiculous. It is. That's the man holding you down. It is. It's keeping you down. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. Now, how about your constituents, so to speak? Do you find that you have an educated beer populace there, or are you having to do a lot well, of work? One thing, you know, and I think because the beer scene was so bad in Florida, you actually have a really experienced and vibrant homebrew scene. I mean, there's really some phenomenal homebrewers in the, in the Tampa yeah. Bay area and all through Central Florida. And I think that was a kind of a necessity thing. You know, you, you can't get anything else. You better learn how to, you know, if you want something good, you better learn how to make it. So uh, there's a lot of really good homebrewers. So you have a fairly educated, uh, um, uh, you know, beer community, uh, and, and they have been very, very supportive of us. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I like yeah. to see that. You know, we had our, uh, uh, what well, was my first National Homebrewers Conference was in Orlando uh, when it was in Florida a few years ago. So I did meet a lot of great homebrewers out there. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the, the, local, the Tampa Bay Club just won the Gambrinus Award. Their club yeah, that's right. did. Yeah. That's a national conference. That's the award where what uh, the club that enters the fewest number of entries and wins the most medals oh, in is the that second right? round. Yeah. That's was it the Tampa Bay Beers, the beers. Yeah. Uh, beer enthusiast enjoying real suds. Got it. Wayne, fear not. I have a heap of beer questions for you. <laughs> I just want to get through some of this business here, too. Um, That's fine. It's business time, Wayne. Joey answers questions about marketing and about yeah. state legislation and things like that much better anyway. Good. Yeah, basically, if, it, if it's a technical question, you ask Wayne. If it doesn't require any real skill, then yeah, <laughs> Then we go to Joey. <laughs> we go to the owner. It's just like talking to Sully. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have to defer to Joey on this one. What's a hop? <laughs> you guys add that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the triple or what? <laughs> now, tell me a little bit about Cigar City's theme. Now, I understand, and, and people can find this on the website, Just so for the sake of time, go to uh, CigarCityBeer.com, and you can find out why Tampa is known as Cigar City. It, it was the capital of hand-rolled cigars. But I want to know about how that's incorporated into your theme and your philosophy as a brewery. Well, uh, you know, a lot of it is is um, trying to use, sort of reflect Locally, I, I'm, I'm born and raised in Tampa. Lived here all my life. I'm, I'm a very rare uh, fourth-generation Floridian. Um, that is so rare. I wanted to incorporate, you know, some of what I experienced growing up, and and uh, you know, the whole idea of using uh, the Spanish cedar, the cigar box cedar, was uh, something that you know, just like every good idea, almost that that you see in commercial brewing, started in home brewing. Uh, it was a local uh, home brewer who who was he worked for a, actually for a beer distributor, and he would go you know to the, his different routes, and some of them were cigar shops, and they would let him take the cedar inserts, and he started letting me try some of his beers that had aged on this this uh, you know humidor cedar, the Spanish cedar, which is it's actually not a cedar, it's a mahogany, and it's not from Spain, it's from South America, but uh, it's, the trade name was Spanish cedar, so he started letting me try it, and I just thought the flavors were really amazing. I thought. It was unique, and, and there was nothing quite like it. So, you know, I was I, I kind of had the idea of opening a brewery back then, but it was still a, a long sort of, you know, in the future kind of a thing. And I always said that if, if, if uh, I basically told him, that, you know, hey, that's a great idea, I'm stealing it, you know. Yeah, good for you. Go ahead and steal <laughs> those ideas. That is nice. That's not stealing if you tell them. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. 
Now, are you a are, are you guys cigar lovers as well? Is that part of your? Uh, I don't think Wayne is so much. Uh, I I definitely do smoke cigars on occasion, and I, I definitely uh, when I do smoke a cigar, I like to get a, a higher end cigar. Um, but I'm I'm an occasional smoker. Got it. Now I will say this, especially the best we'll... ones to me, sorry, the Wayne? best ones to me are always the ones that are the best ones to me are the ones that are hand rolled. Um, we had like a third generation roller come out and roll for us at some of our events, and uh, I like it much better when it's rolled right in front of me. They're usually the quality is usually a lot better. Interesting. Otherwise, I have a hard time getting through a cigar. Yeah, you get the machine the machine rolled ones, and uh, yeah, they're... they're a little tight. Well, that's one thing I always saw a lot of parallel. You know, grow, we didn't obviously have a lot of breweries, you know, in Tampa growing up, but I, we had tons of what, what locals call wildcatters, which are just little, small, independent cigar rollers um, that, you know, are basically their craft cigar rollers, or micro cigar rollers. And, uh, and I saw a lot of parallel in sort of how they approach things and, and the traditional approach that they took, um, you know, the way that they, they were more about quality than quantity, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a heck of a lot easier to get a machine and just whip out, you know, a bunch of cigars and, and throw your label on it and say, hey, made in Tampa. But, you know, the, the tradition and, and, and the craft was as much a part of it as the, you know, as, as the profit. And so I saw a lot of that parallel, uh, and, and I wanted to carry that over into the brewery. I like that. I read that at the peak of Tampa's cigar production, uh, they did 500 million cigars in a year all by hand. Yep. Amazing. That's a huge amount of, uh, it's a lot of yeah. cigars. That's a big hand. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of underpaid yeah. Cubans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All in unair-conditioned warehouses uh, right. before radio, most of it. So they had uh, guys that they would call the lector, and his job was to basically uh, sit and read, um, you know, mm-hmm. it could be poetry, novels, magazines, newspapers, and he would literally read for 8 to 12-hour sessions a day. Wow. <laughs> my God. Man, my voice would die for that. <laughs> <laughs> be kind of fun though. You have to look at all those hot Cubans. <laughs> could you read? Could you read the porn chapter again, please? Yeah. <laughs> like sweaty Cubans? Yeah, like no, I meant really Cuban. hot. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're 120 degrees. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say this. I like the idea. We'll, we'll get into this with Wayne when we're talking about the flavors too. But you know, one of my favorite flavors in a in wine is when it has that. You you kind of describe it as like a tobacco, tobacco flavor. Wind. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think that having that in beer would be just as good, especially like a. Like a monk's blood type of beer, like a bigger beer, uh, a Belgian-y style. Um, you can get it in a lot of Belgians. Uh, I really like that. And I don't know that I've ever tasted tobacco in a beer, but I tasted it a lot in. And I, and I think that cedar, I've not had any of your beers, obviously, Joey. Uh, you guys don't have them in California yet, but I think that cedar would help add to that quality. To and me. level of complexity. I was excited when I when I heard that, uh, you know, Chad sent out the email. This is, hey, this is the guest. This is what they're about. And yeah. I heard that. I was like... That's fantastic. Right. I love that. Right. And I haven't even tried it. I want to try it. All right. Well, before we move on to, to the rest of it, I, I do – the other thing I want to talk about is how you're, you, you are so local-oriented, Joey. You, you know, you say you're fourth-generation Tampa, and you really seem to love your community. So how does that work in, in the rest of your philosophy in terms of in, ingredients and, and getting your beer out? And dodging alligators. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, unfortunately, you, you don't have – you don't really have local production as far as the raw ingredients uh, other than the water, obviously. <laughs> so, so we're pretty much uh, – you know, as far as malt and, and hops, we're getting. Although I did actually, we just did make a beer called Hopped Up Johnny that uh, was a real small batch thing that we did. Uh, that we actually used Cascade hops that were grown in Miami of all places. Hmm. Um, which is a, a, a local home brewer who provided them, but he actually got a really good yield out of them. Nice. And uh, but generally, obviously, you're not going to get the raw ingredients for brewing. 
uh, in Florida. It's just it's not conducive to growing them. So, well, and most places can't do that. So no. we try to use other things like you know, like the cedar, um, like guava, which neither actually are, are are made in any large quantities here, but but they are reflective of of the culture. It's traditionally, another nickname of of Tampa is the big guava. Okay. Um, even though there was never major guava production here, they did attempt to, to, to start guava production here, and it just sort of became a nickname. And, and a lot of traditional Cuban food, which you, you get a lot of authentic, good Cuban food in Tampa, um, uses guava uh, in lots of desserts and even in some, uh, um, you know, sort of first-course meals. So, so guava was something I started playing around with as a home brewer. Um, and we've, we've used things like black sapote, uh, uh, one thing we, we do get a lot of is produce. I mean, we, you know, Florida does grow a lot. I mean, just like California, you get lots of citrus, but we also get lots of tropical fruits that really don't grow anywhere else in the state. Okay. I'm sorry, in the country. So, mm-hmm. so we've, we've played around with a lot of that. Um, a lot of, a lot of fruits that are, that are sort of, you know, native to China tend to grow really well here, like dragon fruit and, uh, well, southern China anyway, and obviously the citrus. Um, so we do play around with a lot of that. And, uh, and it can be, you know, it can be really fun, but, you know, we're still, we're, we don't have a lot to build on because we're sort of feeling a lot of these things out as we go because a lot of these things have never really been brewed with. Right. Hmm. That's a good point, but that's what I like about it. And I think that there's, and I guess this is what I would ask you, to me it seems like there's room for that because the craft brew scene is, it's, it's getting crowded. It's getting busy. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be frank with you, uh, it it gets tiring doing these interviews when they're the same thing over and over again. So, so we have uh, an IPA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, really? What do you do? I turn around twice before I add the hops. <laughs> so I'm the fact Mike. that you've got these things to experiment with, it, to me, as a, not, not only an interviewer but a consumer, is exciting. Even if you are the first one to do it, well, you it's, know. it's kind of like the last frontier. Yeah. You know, it's, Florida. It's, it's just what you said. Florida, the last <laughs> frontier. No longer the sunshine state. It's the last frontier. Yeah. Uh, but, but really, like you were saying, it's it's it's. Uh, it's this produce. It's this local ingredient. Yeah. The local factor is kind of the last, um, maybe separation factor point ingredient in, in how you, uh, you know, uh, separate yourself from everybody else's yeah. pale ale or IPA or something like that. It's it's pretty cool. And Joey, help me help educate me a little bit about Florida because I know <laughs> Florida from uh, Miami Vice and, okay. and Dexter uh, and, and and Dexter. And yeah. Not okay, that's even actually that. pretty much. That's it. That's accurate. Oh, good. So, you really don't need to know anything else. You've got serial killers and cops that look <laughs> Moving that's pretty on. pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> I did the, watch far, it. the FARC tag for Florida is pretty much accurate. Yeah, all right. That's right. We're, we're dancing around that, but <laughs> well, you pretty much... We no, well, I guess what I mean is and alien you guys dollars. are kind of... You are sort of this mm-hmm. epitome of a melting pot state, and, and I think what I mean is you kind of had the luxury of... There's almost nothing native in Florida yeah. aside from maybe the alligators. So the, the, all the things that have been brought into you and and that are still being brought in and now have become part of Florida's culture, right. you can use in your in your beer and say that it's ours. It's our very true. Although I don't I don't think it's accurate to say that there isn't because there is native culture. It's just it's been exported very poorly, and that's something that that I really wanted to try to do. A lot of people don't know about Tampa's history. Uh, they don't know that, you know, that was a major cigar factory. They don't know about the really uh, rich tradition of Cuban food. That You know, there's a style of Cuban food that you can get in Tampa that you really, you go down to Miami, it's completely different. And you can't get it anywhere else in the world. You, you go to Cuba, it's a different style of food because, okay. you know, and it was because it was a melting pot when a lot, you know, it wasn't just Cubans that came to roll cigars. You had a lot of Sicilians, and so they brought a little bit, you know, and they, they have their own styles that they've sort of incorporated. And you go to a really good Cuban places, and you'll see a lot of sort of Sicilian influences on the menu. 
Um, so, so there is a native culture, but it, you are right that you know, in the last say, you know, fifty to, to sixty years, um, and people make fun of, of Florida. I'm always like, well, mm-hmm. you know, most of the people that are in Florida are from from everywhere in the country. So, mm-hmm. you're really making fun of the entire country. Um, because Which is it, fun. you're right, it is a melting pot. There are a lot of people that have come, and definitely from up north, you get a lot of Jersey, New York, uh, Michigan, and you, you know, you get your big influx of Canadians in the winter. Um, so that, that is very true, and there is a lot that you can draw from it. And that is actually one thing that I think has helped us a lot is you get a lot of people coming down from areas with much more mature craft beer markets, and, and they've been really supportive about sort of spreading the word. And so we're, we're, we're distributing up in Pennsylvania now and up in New York, mm. and I think a lot of that has to do with, with you know, a lot of the backflow of people that will come down to Florida, maybe just, maybe just for a vacation, but you know, become aware of us and sort of help spread the word about us. Well, every other old person I met in Connecticut, where I'm from, uh, either retires to or has their winter home in Florida as well. So you do have this this snowbird scene, right? Yeah, like people uh, God's waiting to- room, I think. Yeah, Tasty is going to be getting yeah, his yeah, place yeah, in yeah. Florida soon. I'm lighting one up. Next. I'm looking at a timeshare. <laughs> I mean, in, in many ways, you guys have pretty much the oldest kind of Spanish... Cuban um, thing going on in the country. I mean, that's where everyone came through originally sure, was yeah. Florida. So you have all the fruit, all the produce that that we know in America it came through there, and a lot of it didn't make it out because of different climate. So, uh, I mean, it, 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 it seems like a really rich uh, um, yeah, there is, base to like draw. Said, a, we, Florida has done, I think, a very poor job of exporting some of their, deep, their longer-running history. I mean, the oldest city in America is in Florida. Mm-hmm. Right, St. Augustine, and so we—I think, especially in the city of Tampa, too, have done a very poor job of exporting it. That was something that that I'm kind of a history buff that I felt like I could have fun with, um, and and sort of say, you know, yes, yes, we are palm trees and beaches, but also here's this and check this out. And did you know that? You know, yeah. and I really enjoyed that part of your uh, website and blog. By the way, we're going to talk a little more about your blog later on the show too. But I like that you're really taking to heart your I you know I don't care where it is I love it when people are proud of, of where they're from and really enjoy like like Joey really enjoys that he's fourth generation Tampa and he's proud of that place and I will say that I I'm not from Pacheco but I love my Pacheco and I like anybody who's proud of their you know where where they are and puts that into their business and their life I'm just saying it makes your story not only interesting. But believable. I appreciate your product more just because you believe in it. So I dig that part about it. I also think that you have a luxury that we don't have out here, and that is if you make a bad batch of beer, most of your constituents will be dead before they can remember the next. <laughs> you see, so yeah. you you you, can, you guys can fail. Or they 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 forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A third of the people who come into your place probably don't remember they've ever been there. Right, which is why we call it Alzheimer's ale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an Alzheimer's ale? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I have floor chains throughout, so when they shake and turn spill, your left, turn signal off. Oh, be great. Ah, uh, brewing with prunes. It's not. <laughs> it's not from here. We just love it here. <laughs> it's not just for great grandma anymore. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, let me do this. I'm going to get us to a quick break. I got to take care of some sponsors, and when we come back, I want to start talking about your Humidor series of beers and some use of these local ingredients. So, Wayne, it's your time to shine. If you'll hang in there for just a few <laughs> minutes. Sounds good. All right, guys, hang in there. We've got Cigar City Brewing on the line right now. I think I've got all of our technical difficulties fixed. The stream oh. seems to be working. The video's working. Bebo's got a microphone. Well, I'm glad I could help you out. All right, hang in there. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at NicoBrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Holly Tower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate chip and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and the most awarded homebrewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of The Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Every episode, Jamil Zanishev and Mike McDowell lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, Can You Brew It? The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. 
You will. What's your fuel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Went to the gun show on the weekend. We did go to that gun show. Came back with coolers. Yeah. I came back with a gun case, <laughs> a knife, a hop grenade knife. Yeah. Well, it's just a grenade. That's good. They had and, a hop grenade on it? What are you talking about? And an iceless cooler. If you're watching uh, justin.tv slash brewing network right now, you can see the iceless. It's military grade. It you was, said red network. It Whatever. Uh, it was made to uh, a carry military stuff. cold thing, kidneys and shit, I don't know. My, uh, <laughs> my niece came over the last night, and yeah. uh, I showed it to her, and she, you know, she's in the military, and she goes, wow, she, there's like a specific color for this. She's like, that is great. Really? I want one, so apparently it is like for desert Yes, know, desert dogs. Well, oh, Tasty has dibs on the extra one we bought, uh, so F your cousin, well, unless Tasty it, doesn't if, want if, it. Well, because you uh, haven't used it cousin needs it. Wait till you, wait till you no, see No, she doesn't it. need it, but well, I mean, she needs inside. it. She needs it. Looks like it'll hold, it'll hold a two and a half gallon keg, and I, that, that sounds like fun. That's, That's why we, exactly what I was thinking. We got it because uh, we, we had inspected. Doc was with us, and we decided it could hold at least one Scotty. And so that that was important. And one doc that, and the guys and, and the woman selling it said that it will keep things cold without ice for six days. <laughs> wow. So let me get this straight. You went to a gun show and you didn't buy guns. You bought a gun case uh, and yes. coolers. Yes, I bought a well, I bought a used pipe. And uh, <laughs> what? because yeah. Joey and Wayne, I'm sorry, just hang in there for one. Yeah, come on, <laughs> we gotta get past this, okay? Uh, well, what happens is, for one, guns are expensive. Okay, and. <laughs> And two, but but more importantly, no money. you got to see the freaks that go to this oh, gun show, man. and the, and the stuff that they put out on tables, and the things that they're 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 trying to sell you. It's a it's an event in its own. <laughs> I got a human necklace right here. Oh yeah, <laughs> you want the human necklace? Yeah, yeah, I, I want that in the cooler and the gun thing. They're, and they and they they are much. they have these illusions about what things are worth too. I picked up these goggles, <laughs> right? Yeah. That they they say were World War Two goggles. It was like plastic that was made last week, and anyway, Still warm. I, I wanted them for Burning Man, right? Yeah. I mean, they're all like yellow tint on them and stuff. World War Two, right? Yeah. And I go, so I'm thinking he's going to tell me five bucks for the goggles, a hundred and fifty dollars he wants for these things. And the gun show is just a great place to go, and people watch and mm-hmm. and buy coolers. People avoid. Now, you can go and buy guns there, though, right? You can buy oh, yeah. guns. And you don't even need a background check, apparently. That's the whole no, deal with these do. things. Not only that, check out how creepy how this is. that happen? JP was allowed to walk around with his yes. handgun in his... Just walk around with his handgun. Just out. Just wander around with it. Yeah. That, that's that's America. That's what that I, is. I go to a table because it was free appraisal day, and uh, he's like, <laughs> "It was free appraisal yeah, he, day." He go told ahead. me how much it was, and I'm like, "Oh, you, you know, four hundred bucks." Oh, okay. And he goes, "Well, what you should do really is walk around with it on your finger, and people will private collectors will come up and say how much you want for them." And guess what? I don't know. And then I was like, "You know what? 
fuck it. I'm a, I'm a man today. This is my birthday today. Yeah. And I took it out and I walked around and within 10 seconds, some guy's like, what are you selling that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you say, what are you looking at? <laughs> oh, it's creepy, man. I recommend anybody go to a gun, gun show. show. Go to it. Sully, oh, I'll take you man. next time. It's fantastic. Freaked out by it. Yeah. Meet a lot of guys that um, are like the military surplus store owner from The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You just meet a lot of guys. <laughs> In general, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is unfortunate. All right. I'm sorry, fellas. That was important business. You had to get past that. Brewing Network business. All right, guys. I want to talk about the Humidor series of beer. And listeners, by the way, just to remind you, go to CigarCityBeer.com, and you can uh, look up these beers that we're talking about and see. Uh, there's also a blog on there that I recommend reading. We're going to talk about that a little later, too, where uh, Joey really and Wayne also, they really write about uh, what's happening in the brewery. And I don't mean fluff pieces. I mean they're talking <laughs> about what's going on in the brewery. And, and failures and successes, and uh, it's it's pretty interesting reading. So tell me about the Humidor series, uh, Wayne, and where that came from. Um, that's any of our beers that are aged on uh, Spanish cedar. Um, and, well, Joey pretty much told you where it came from. Uh, he ran into a local home brewer who had the idea for taking the inserts and aging his beer on them, and that's pretty much what uh, how, how the idea came about. Okay. I'm being told by one of my listeners, uh, Crotchrot in Florida, that I actually tasted that homebrewer's beer in Orlando. I guess it was, not that I, I remember. Not out of your mind, it. probably. Like I was out of my mind, years and ago. it was five years ago. Yeah. But I guess I tasted his beer. I'm sure it was wonderful. Uh, so now that you, so it's any beer that you do on Cedar, and, and what else do you, how many of these beers do you have in the series? Right now, I think we've only done like, Three different ones, but I could be wrong. You can correct me, Joey. If you can think of any more. Uh, Maduro IPA Stout. Yeah, I think we're up to three. Ugh. Maduro IPA sounds real. Is good. that the IPA that won gold at GABF? Yes. At yes. What category yeah. was that? Um, wooden barrel aged. Um, not strong, but just wooden barrel aged. All right, now, Sully, you don't have to kill yourself. You know, it's funny. I judged that category. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, did you go all the way to I think I did. I think I did the metal round in that. Oh, so Sully I, might have oh. given you that gold, fellas. <laughs> you guys can send me a check to 5632nd Street. <laughs> we'll work something out. It's yeah. the closest Sully's going to get to gold is awarding it to Sully. Hey, oh! Hey, what's going on over there? Oh, geez, oh. Therapy only once a week now. <laughs> hey, he was, no, it's going to be two or three times. doing well. Taser therapy. <laughs> it helps. Uh, all right, so so tell us about those three beers then. Um, well, let me talk about the cedar. Actually, Great. Um, it's very it's a very pungent wood, um, and uh, it, it doesn't take very much wood to get the flavor in the beer. And the contact time is usually about two weeks, incredibly fast. Um, and at low levels, it comes across like rye almost. But as you increase the levels and the contact time. Um, it starts to take on notes of white grapefruit. Um, it also has notes of sandalwood and, and nutmeg and slight hints of cinnamon or clove. It's just a really unique wood, and it it does great with IPAs. It does great with everything we put it into. Um, we have uh, we have a, a, an oatmeal nut brown ale that we put it in, and it makes it taste sort of like a lower alcohol American brown ale. Um, when we put it into the Imperial Stout, it, it works great. It just it just for some reason, it just works with everything we've tried it with so far. How are you putting it in? What what, what method? <laughs> we have a uh, we have cedar spirals. Okay. Excuse me. And um, we just put them into into secondary basically, 
and let the beer get contact. And once it has the appropriate amount of contact, then we go to package. So give me an example here because, of course, our home brewers are going to want to you know, try to scale this down. Oh, yeah. What size batch are we talking, and then how, much of these, how many of these cedar spirals will go into that secondary? Uh, roughly for five gallons, you want to do about, um, about 12 to 15 inches of spiral, and you just drop them right into the secondary and let it sit there for a couple weeks, like I said, and if you have a wine thief, you can determine, you just steal a little bit every once in a while and determine what level you would like the wood to be at. Okay. Um, it doesn't take much, and it doesn't take very much contact time either, so that's the beautiful thing about the wood. I just I'd like to add. Uh, we originally had gotten our uh, our uh, the spirals that we were using from the barrel mill, which some people may be familiar with. Um, but we started actually using a local source. Actually, this this old Cuban guy he just has a lumber yard, and and uh, we just go down and he basically cuts them into planks and then cuts notches in them to give us more surface area. Oh, but wow. it's 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 not a hard to get wood. I mean, most specialty lumber yards will either have it on hand or can order it, and it's not terribly expensive. So. If people did want to get a hold of it, um, you could probably go and maybe even get some remnants and just you know have you know just shave off the outer layer to get any gunk that might be on there off and and uh, you know maybe cut some notches in for surface area. Uh, and like Wayne says, it does pick up incredibly fast. Did you have uh, something, Sully? No, I, no. I I have actually used the barrel mill people. They're up in uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier in Minnesota. So, oh, okay. Uh, those, those they're good guys up there. So then, and you just kind of touched on it there, Joey. I did have a question come through from the chat too about how to deal with that wood. And so, uh, I mean, the direct question was, can we just go to the hardware store and buy cedar? And if so, what do we have to do? Yeah, with you it? want to ask for Spanish cedar? It's a trade name. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's it's actually not a cedar, but it does smell like American cedar. Uh, it's a mahogany, and uh, um, it has natural sort of antimicrobial products. In fact, we're, we're planning uh, uh, sometime in the first quarter of next year to do a gruit, and, and, the, and mm. the only basically spice or anything that we're going to use in it is just the cedar. Mm. Okay. Wow. So it'll be a completely hopless beer. It'll be free of any sort of you know herb or spice or any, any, anything other wow. than cedar. That is interesting. Now, so what would I now? So if I went to the hardware store and I and I asked for the Spanish cedar, and I got say you know a, a, a length of it, a thirteen inch small length of it to, that would fit in my carboy. That's small. Do I just uh, <laughs> I just throw it in? I mean, do I have to treat it? Do I have to char it? Um, as long as um, it's just the regular wood, you shouldn't have to treat it. And and no, we don't char. Uh, you, we we've we've used some that's toasted, but we've actually I've actually found that I like the way it tastes. Completely untreated, better. All right. And yeah, Wayne might too. have something to add. Yeah. Wait, you feel the same about yeah. not charring it? Yeah. I, I agree. This, I agree. We um, the first stuff that we got from Bureau Mill Select, uh, we ended up having them lightly toast it, and um, that was actually the cedar that we used on the IPA that took gold this year. But actually, you know, it's it's a much I, I prefer it non-toasted. Um, it just it's much more pungent. And uh, you, you just get those, get more flavor. I feel like out of it. But you know, the people are feel, you know free. Feel free to try both and sure. see what you like. You know. Well, what I correct me if I'm wrong, JP, but I think I remember we had the same question with oak, and the answer yes. with oak was to not go to the hardware store and just buy oak. That it wasn't right. what we wanted. So I kind of like. Is that right? So right. I kind of like the fact that I can just go buy this wood. Well, I, I, yeah. th- I think because well, I'd be careful. Make sure it's not treated. That's one right. thing. It I has to be completely untreated. It can't about. be pressure treated or. Right. or, or well, the good thing about Spanish cedar is that seldom is treated because the, it, 
the reason that they wood was used historically is because it naturally is resistant to bugs and pesticides and things like that. So that's why they used it in the cigar boxes was to keep all that stuff out of there. I see. So it was before the era of treated woods, they would, this was a wood that was acceptable to use to, to keep things out of your cigars. Yeah, like they, and it's, you store your, your wool sweaters and with cedar around right. it. And, oh, that's what right. does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to be winter, folks, and don't forget to put your cedar. Yes. Now, have you, have you guys tried to use, like, actual, <laughs> tasty. actual inserts Thanks from, for waking up. from cigar boxes to get that kind of, uh, um, yeah, that tobacco dank on there. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, I honestly, we haven't yet, um, but I think it's really just been a factor of, you know, we do a lot of small batch stuff, so there's no, really no reason that we couldn't. But uh, but so far, no, we haven't. What size are your batches? Uh, we're we fifteen barrels. Standard is fifteen barrels. Yeah. Okay. But um, sometimes we'll do <clears throat> we'll do smaller amounts. Um, we sometimes we'll pull out five gallon corny kegs and we'll do like. 20 or, you know, 25 treatments um, and just corny kegs and put it out that way. Wow. <clears throat> Whatever we're trying to go for. And it also yeah. gives us an opportunity to experiment and see more possibilities in, you know, like shorter period of time without taking as much risk. Yeah. Sully, help me out with a comparison so I can put that 15 barrels <laughs> into my small noggin. What size is your brewery at the 2NA? It's 12 barrels. That's 12 barrels. Yeah. All right, so right there. Okay. That's a good size batch to be doing, especially, but it, it allows you to experiment a whole bunch. I like that. Is it true, if that's your real name, uh, that that you guys only have two regular beers? In, in other words, two standards that you brew all the time, and the rest are uh, you're just kind of experimenting and trying new beers. That, that's what I read. Uh, well, it, yeah, I would say that it's just that we're experimenting, but we do have just two year-round beers, and the rest are either one, you know one-offs, limiteds, or seasonals. So, Wayne, is that a wonderful thing to you or a big, fat pain in the ass? It's, uh, it's really an awesome thing, and okay. I think it's been integral in us keeping our head above water because if we had to scramble and make a bunch of different core brands, it would take away from our creative freedom, and we wouldn't be able to do as many uh, seasonal things as we're, we're actually able to do. And uh, we've, we've increased our tank capacity, too, so we're actually able to... Uh, to get more out there um it's the demand for the ipa especially is i mean we just keep tanks full of ipa because the demand is just ridiculous i like that and wayne says that he's actually at the brewery and just got off work on a sunday <laughs> oh, is that right are you working today wayne did you brew? Yeah, setting up for setting up no setting up for tomorrow we're brewing monday through friday okay they sound a little we're haggard doing, uh, right now <laughs> so yeah i got doing, a, uh, we're doing Go ahead. No, that's all right. I want to know what you're doing. This, go for it. So we're doing um, we're doing Punapu Imperial Stout, which is our Mayan chocolate Imperial Stout, um, and it'll be released in March. Um, so we're brewing uh, 30 barrels of that this week and uh, a couple other batches. How do you use chocolate in that stout? Where in the process are you doing that, or is it just in the grain? Um, so far, we've been using. Uh, Proving cacao nibs, um, and they've been mainly raw, and uh, they're put into secondary. Um, and the beer also has um, ancho pasilla chilies, Madagascar vanilla beans, and it also has threshold levels of cinnamon. And uh, it's it's real interesting. It sort of drinks like a dessert mole. Wow. Yum. Hey, do you find down there, because uh, you're kind of in a warm climate state, uh, how are people accepting of, like, big beers like that or your IPAs? Uh, you know, in some 
areas still in warmer climates people prefer the lighter beers and mm. that's a good question i think that was the i think that was the uh the the main fallacy of a lot of the uh commercial producers in the state of florida in the past they think that just because the climate's the way it is that they have to make a bunch of light beers to suit the populace but i don't believe that's true at all <clears throat> they really um people have been really receptive i mean we have a lot of people that are beer geeks down here and um they they love our beers and it doesn't matter if we put out uh an imperial stout in the middle of summer or, or what i mean it still ends up working out well for us so they drink stronger beer than some sort of like watermelon wheat shit or something like that right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey i like i like watermelon wheat <laughs> i find that i Actually, drink i really like that beer thank you there you go so that's a great beer i remember having it um at the jbf i don't know 2001 or something Thinking it was the best fruit beer at the at the competition. Wow, thank wow. you. It's always the best fruit beer. That is true. Unless, and I will, I'll just unless there's a sour beer with fruit in it, and then I'm uh, sorry, Sully, but yeah. you know where my allegiance lies with sour beers. Now, the watermelon funk, if that were on tap, oh. then you could be back in yeah. with the best fruit beer. Well, some people probably thought we made watermelon funk when we first started making it out of cold spring. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's right. In that in that chocolate beer and then the Mayan chocolate beer, um, do you guys put a bunch of cedar in there, Spanish cedar, to dominate like the Spanish dominated the Mayans or, or, or <laughs> like historically accurate beer? I, think, guys... I think you just I think you just pitched a new beer. Conquistador Mayan chocolate. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have JP sign the release right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You That's yours. That's what you get. <laughs> we haven't done that yet, but we actually we actually have done. Um, we're we're in the process of uh, releasing a uh, bourbon barrel version of the Mayan Chocolate Imperial Stout, which is absolutely decadent. Wow. Um, it, it really is tasting great. More importantly, what breed of guard dog do you have in the background? I'm, I'm curious. It's a dog actually, fighting ring. I actually have a Mastiff, but oh, it's actually the little Boston Terriers next door, so I, I guess I better step inside. I can tell by its timber. And it wasn't a large <laughs> dog. Timber. <laughs> yeah. I just threw its bowl at it. All right, Hemingway. <laughs> Shut easy. Up. I got to step inside. He's a little excited. I think he hears you guys on the phone, and, and he hears you all laughing, so he thinks it's playtime. <laughs> what, is he pulling out the pots and pans and throwing them at you? <laughs> yeah. It's a good dog you got there. <laughs> now, dog, Wayne, I've got, I got a lot cigar. of people uh, writing in and posting on our forum, uh, big fans of your brewery out there, and one of the things that people really mentioned is how friendly you seem to be to, to people to come in and talk about beer with you. I don't ask this so that you get bombarded with BN listeners, uh, but which might which might happen. But you seem to be a very open brewery and, and willing to talk to home brewers. I think that a lot of people in the industry are like that anyway. <clears throat> and um, I don't know. I think a lot of the ideas for um, commercial beers ended up on a home brewing level. I, I just really don't see why you know we can't be a community and, and share things and be open about. Um, what kind of progress we've made and how we've done that. So, yeah, we're pretty open and friendly towards our clientele and home brewers and whoever else is an enthusiast. How many times a week are you brewing? Because it could get annoying if every fat guy who homebrews <laughs> comes in every day. Uh, Tasty's here. You. Every guy wearing a triple well, XL hoodie. Yeah. Now, how many days a week are you brewing? Um, well, this week, me. five days. Uh, usually anywhere from like two to four days a week. But Wednesday through Friday, when our tasting room is actually open, we have more staff. So um, we have one person that can actually focus on, you know, filling growlers or selling glass or whatever needs to be done, and we that allows us the freedom to be able to focus on production. Okay. 
And Joey, what's the deal with the tasting room hours? I read on your blog that you guys are trying. Maybe it already happened. You were trying to get wet zoning so that you could you could be open and serve at hours that normal people drink beer instead right, of from yeah. like ten to two. Or sounds whatever. like a <laughs> sounds like a porno or a Snoop Dogg. They do. They need to get wet zoned. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's Wet Zoning Volume Twelve. Yes. With Erica Badger. What's what? that about? Um, we act, well, we have wet zoning, um, oh, okay. which I'll never What's think of like? the same way again. Yeah. Uh, but we You're currently welcome. have wet zoning, and but it's wet zoning, player. <laughs> we uh, the, the the property itself wasn't wet zoned. I can't. I'm not even going to get through this now. Do it, <laughs> come on, it's itself, fun. Yeah, the property itself wasn't wet zoned. So, and we have houses right across the street. So we went in. Oh, we basically okay. said we understand that you know you'd have concerns that there might be a bar operating. So we'll, these are the op- hours that we'll operate if you give us wet zoning. They agreed, uh, and that was a year ago, so we basically operated conditional for a year, and we've gone back to ask that they allow us to, to sort of expand that. You know, we, we've operated with no complaints, no problems, and so we went back, um, and basically in a 4-2 vote, they've agreed to allow us to do it, uh, and then we go back again on the 17th, and if they do, we'll be able to be open until 9 p.m. on weekdays, uh, well, basically Sunday through Thursday, and then until 11, um, uh, Friday and Saturday. Oh, which great. Yeah, which you know may not sounds like it does may not sound like you know all that late, but for people, you know, we close at five now. So I mean, literally, most of the people that come come on their lunch break uh, to be able to buy beer from us, and we That's can't great. serve beer on premise. We can only give out free samples right now. Well, we can, but for a very limited uh, period, that makes it almost not even worth doing it. So, oh, no kidding. So if we, yeah. if I come to the tasting room, all I can do is get free beer. Yeah, hmm. isn't that awful? During lunch. For us? <laughs> <laughs> During lunch break. Wow. <laughs> that is awful. You know, I predict much like um, there are, you know, hey, by my house, it's right next to a school district and it's, you know, two blocks from BART. Uh, there will be, by my house, it's right across the street from a gold medal winning brewery. <laughs> so I think uh, you guys have risen the property value. I appreciate that. Yeah. Is there anything that my listeners can do to help that vote, or is it pretty much a done deal at this point? Um, you know, they, they, if, if you want to look up the uh, the city council, just type in Tampa City Council on a Google search, okay. and all their emails will come up. And anything in relation to say, look, you know, I travel to Tampa every once in a while. I'd love to be able to go there and drink a beer. Um, you know, really support this. Maybe I think I think most people they do understand, but you know, it's kind of it kind of goes back to the fact that there aren't a lot of breweries here, so they kind of don't have a concept of the whole beer tourism thing. Right. Um, they don't really understand that there really is a, a, a you know, a, a huge group of people out there that, you know, if they're going into an area that they haven't been or, or that they have, but they're going to check out whatever the beer scene is locally. Uh, I don't think they really understand that. So, so feel free to, to, to shoot all uh, their seven council members. Feel free to shoot them an email and just kind of inform them about, uh, about you know, beer travel and your intentions like in that. Tampa. What's the Google search again? Uh, Tampa City Council. There you go. All right, BN Army. There you <laughs> Unleash go. Unleash the wrath. Uh, <laughs> get to work. Shoot them an email or just shoot them. Flood the server. Yeah. And now, did I hear? I was just you. I you kind of you lost my attention at free beer. So, <laughs> just if, if, look, if they if this passes and you're open to eleven, you'll actually be able to sell beer. Also, right. Okay. People Good. can come okay. in. Uh, we'll still have a day where we'll we'll do you know basically tours, free samples. Cool. And the way we do it now is we basically have a five ounce cup and. You can get a free pour of whatever we happen to have on, so that can be anywhere from one beer to six beers. Mm. Uh, so it could be anywhere from five ounces to what thirty ounces of free beer. Uh, so we'll continue to have one day where we do that, just because it's fun. You know, maybe a limited amount, and then. But in the future, when you come in, you know, you still eat your growler, but you can actually just buy a pint of beer and sit down and enjoy your beer. Okay. 
A free beer is good. I, I hope you still give some away. Sully's getting tired. Every other phone call I make to Sully is for some sort of free beer. He would appreciate other establishments giving free beer to me. I always get the uh, phone call from the staff saying, yeah, your buddy Justin was in last night. Don't worry. We took care of him. I'm like, please stop, stop taking, taking care, care of him. Stop taking care of him. <laughs> I love it. Don't they learn it? Haven't they learned it just to not mention to you if I've been taken care of? It's, uh, I see the video. I like it. They're trying to get him good with you, and really, they're like working their way to get fired. Exactly. Don't worry. Justin and his 10-person posse got taken we care, care of. In fact, we gave, they gave them money at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. We gave him camera. We gave him camera. Because we wanted to take care of them. Oh, the last thing, thing Sully's doing is worrying about how your alcohol habit is being <laughs> right. fixed or not. Don't right. worry, we tipped him. <laughs> yeah. I write a check for the show, and now you're getting money from my restaurant directly. Yeah. Don't worry, all the girls stripped for him and made out with him. I it's like fine. That. Again. On the table. All right. So tell me about, uh, uh, Wayne, are there any other unique uh, ingredients and processes that you're doing? Because Chad was really fired up about how you're brewing over there. So anything that makes you guys different, uh, interesting to talk about with me? Well, um, our when Premier Steamless designed our uh, brew house, um, I had them add a Herm's Coil to the hot liquor tank, um, which I've only used a handful of times. I want to... When we start doing more, um, like, uh, Belgian production or when we get into, like, Kefeweizen or, you know, something along those lines or German lagers, I'll start incorporating that a lot more in the process. Um, it's effective, but I've had to figure out different ways to run it because <clears throat> when you're running Vorloff with it, it has a tendency to to make the, the mash get a little bit too dry, and it worries me about compressing the bed. Um, so we found a new way to do it, or we've discussed a new way to do it, and I think it'll be much more effective now. So I've also noticed that the mash has to be thinner when I do that as another precaution. Um, so we that's do a lot detection? of uh, secondary. Um, well, we, the, the mash gun is actually has steam jackets on it. Um, so, I mean, we could heat, it up, heat up the mash in several different ways. Sometimes, I actually, in the past, I have turned the steam jackets on in the mash gun to get some sort of slightly pseudo-decocted sort of flavor. You're not going to get a whole lot but I feel like it adds a little bit more than, than what you would normally get if you didn't turn the jackets on. Um, we do a lot of treatments and secondary with um, fruit, different fruits, um, different spices, of course, uh, cacao nibs. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple of other ideas, but they they require having a hop back, which we're supposed to be hopefully getting sometime in the near future. Um was that a jab at Joey to put out cash for a hot pack? Yeah, <laughs> cough. It's only a thousand dollars. Carry on. I've got your back, Wayne. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything more specific? Can you think of? Uh, well, like well as the, far as, you know, props. Well, you're saying the Herms coil. Now, you, do you guys do step mashes and stuff like that? Um, well, that's that, what I was talking about earlier. Not, not yet, because mm-hmm. I want to. I want to implement. <clears throat> I want to implement it on beers that I think it'll best suit. Like I feel like it will be really good for hefeweizen, so we can do a protein rest. Ah, okay. Um, Sorry, I feel I like it'll that. be really good for like any sort of beers that um, have like a high rye or wheat content. I feel like it'll be really good for um, Belgian beers like saison. Um, but uh, we haven't really done anything like that, so <clears throat> I'm waiting till we get to that point before I start implementing full usage of it. Because a lot of commercial brews don't. They're mainly single infusion. I think there's a handful that, that even do step mash or something. So um, just curious. Curious about that. Yeah. I've got notes well, we here. To, Go ahead. In the past, I've um, 
when I've done step mashes on a commercial level, <clears throat> I'd mash in really thick um, for like capovites and I'd come in about 122, and then I have to to get it to come back up because in other situations I haven't had jackets on my mash ton either. So mm. I've had to add really hot water and end up with a thinner mash to be able to raise the temperature from 122 to, you know, like 150, 152. And by the time I get there, it's just uh, it's just too dilute. <clears throat> so this will be a better way to be able to implement it without having to worry about having such or quite as thin of a mash, I think. Right. Or thick, yeah. You can start out the same. Great. Chat seemed to be fired up about your peppercorn guava saison. I'd be interested in this one. You did talk that about using, good, uh, yeah. You talk about uh, Joey was talking about using guava in beer. So I like to cook with that. Actually, that sounds like a good cooking beer. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about your peppercorn guava saison. Um, we used uh, <clears throat> we used a saison yeast from a local brewery. Uh, they're actually in Tarpon Springs, and um, fermented oh, at uh, eighty five degrees. Wow. Um, 85 to 87 That's hot. for yeah. rough, roughly about four or five weeks. And then we took um, aseptic seedless guava puree and dumped it into the top of the fermenter and went through a secondary fermentation. Um, and then <clears throat> after that, we moved it, moved a portion of it off onto uh, green peppercorns and white peppercorns and um, ended up getting a little bit of pickup, but we had to we had increase the peppercorn level because we didn't quite have enough as much pickup as we wanted to have with it. Which is much luckier than having too much peppercorn because then there's not not much you can do, right? So kind of went yeah. on the safe well, side. Blend it. You can always blend it with yeah. something else. Yeah. You so you just, you just did the peppercorn but, on a portion, so you knew you were going to blend it back anyway. Is that it? Okay. One of the things that sounds really the most interesting thing. We go ahead, Joey. Yeah, go, go ahead, Wayne, because I think you're going to talk about the Britannomyces thing, right? Oh, no, not yet. Um, okay. One of the interesting yeah. things that, that I think we've list. done is uh, we take we took the guava saison and we blended it with our cedar-aged IPA, and uh, it ended up being mm-hmm. phenomenal. Oh, that sounds you good, get, too. You get the tartness from the fruit, and you get the white grapefruit from the from the spirals, and then you end up having, like, these American hop varietals mixed all in with it, and then the Belgian yeast strain, the phenols from that, and that was just an exceptional beer. Go ahead, Joey. Sorry. Yeah, Sim, Sim, I was going to say Simcoe and Guava are good friends. They, they they work well together. Where does the Guava go in your brewing process? Secondary <laughs> uh, fermentation. Yeah. During fermentation. Yeah. Yeah. Primary. Yeah, right during primary, huh? I wouldn't even pill well, people I mean, that. <laughs> well, it's in the primary fermenter, and then after uh, activity slows down, we climb up on top of the tank and dump guava puree in and goes through a secondary fermentation. Okay. Yeah, one thing I want to say is uh, the yeast strain that we use uh, from the Brewery Saint somewhere, which is in Tarpon Springs, and they do mostly, everything they do, they add bread to. They, they, they ferment primarily with the with a house yeast that they sort of develop, but, but they add bread to it. And, and what's interesting is, is, is that it, the guava adds flavors that, you know, the tartness and, and then the yeast, it almost seems like it has Britannomyces in it. And, and that was actually a fear that we had uh, when it started fermenting, I mean, we were literally sampling this, going, "This freaking beer has bread in it," you know. But it didn't. It just it was it just gave off those flavors, and I think it was a, really a mixture of the guava and the, and the yeast strain itself. Interesting. Um, and that was you know that's a comment we've gotten from a lot of people um, is just how tart and you know and how funky and wild it is, but really it's not, you know. I think I any kind of citrus hop 
with citrus fruit, and I don't know why more people aren't aren't doing that. Uh, it sounds like a, just an awesome combination. You know, there's a brewery actually up in Minnesota, uh, Town Hall Brewery, that uses mango. Oh, yeah. uh, and it, 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 and it, I think it's in a hoppier IPA, and it, it sort of elicits sort of it has a sort of same hop kind of characteristics that you'd get out of hops. Uh, and so I totally see that yeah. um, guava could probably be along those lines. So they're using local fruit too, then. <laughs> using local fruit from yeah. Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Minnesota mangoes. Sounds like an awesome Get it right down there in Mall of America. What about <laughs> chai tea spices? Are you using that? You have an imperial brown with chai spices and coconut tea? Wow. Yeah, we've done that before, too. Yeah. You guys are just going for it. That's one of the great things about doing like this smaller volumes because it allows us to experiment and see what kind of combinations work and which ones don't. Unfortunately, we haven't had a whole lot of things that, that haven't worked. Um, we've had a couple of situations, but not in any, like, volume. So it's it's been good. Yeah, that's lucky. Actually, what is uh, Chai tea Saint-Saëns sounds pretty good. Yeah, that does sound good, too. Any tips about using things like chai spices? Is, is, are they a strong one, like uh, like peppercorn or, uh, you know, star anise? you got to be very careful with chai. Chai can go over the top really fast. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, we had to be really careful with it, try to just feather it, um, and it, it picks up pretty quick, too. It's a short time. And what about coconut tea? How and where are you using that? Um, we actually, <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a, we've had a chai tea that we, we purchased, and then okay. we got, a we got flaked coconut, and then we put it into basically a secondary and um, and then got picked up through alcohol that way and uh, it worked out pretty well. That um, sounds great. The yeah. coconut worked really well too with, uh, we did, what did we do? We did coconut and well, there was chocolate. There Coco Loco and, and the uh, East India Trader. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the if, Coco Loco was the one I really liked. So if you're making, if you're going to use a tea, how about a tea of any kind, chai, spice, tea, any of these teas, do you make the tea and add it, or are you no. steeping the... I mean, no. How? No, really? No, I, I won't do that. Um, the reason I won't <laughs> do that is because I don't I don't want to dilute the beer. Like all these people talking uh, about how to make coffee beers, Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to dilute my beer down with water. So everything that we do a lot of times is... Um, added to secondary and it picks up through alcohol extraction yeah. um i really don't like to put water in my beer i like wayne do you ever, <laughs> wayne's a good uh, good guy <laughs> yes I think. do you ever do uh, t- uh tai chi while drinking chai tea <laughs> sorry the joke wrote itself <laughs> not yet <laughs> You should try it. it. Really was. I'm sorry. Pivo just chimed in. Yeah, Pivo didn't even like that joke, and she likes all jokes. I know, she's you know while going PP. <laughs> Thank you so for making it worse, episode. JP. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> you sound like my dad right now. Uh, how about uh, you guys put some chili pepper in beer too? Which now I've heard of this in a different kind of chili in beer, and I've had with some good experience and some. I would never do it. Not so good because yeah, I don't think you, I could do it well. The Imperial Stout that we do, the one I was talking about earlier, we're going to be producing this week, the Hunapu's Imperial Stout, the yeah. Ryan Chocolate Imperial Stout. Um, uses ancho and pasilla chilies, and I thought it's really interesting how you guys were talking about tobacco notes earlier in beer, yeah. and we yeah. found that we could get that through the use of chilies. Really? So, um, yeah, and the, and the chilies that we use are lower on the scoville level, so we get a little bit of heat from them, but we don't get uh, so much heat that it's just it's, it's not pleasant. 
Um, another thing that we've noticed we've been able to pick up tobacco notes with um, is actually using goji berries. It has a chili-like note to it, and um, it almost comes across as tobacco uh, as well. A goji but berry? The main thing is, yeah, go- goji. They're yeah. also called wolf berries. Also referred to as wolf berries. Okay. All right. Yeah. They both sound like uh, emo band, like uh, alt rock band names. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to see Wolfberry and, uh, <laughs> and the opening Gochi's for them opening. is Gochi. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Cold Hot. Cr- oh wait. Yeah. Now are those? Uh, do you do you put those in secondary as well, or is that a primary fruit vegetable? Yeah. Just about everything that that we use as a treatment goes into secondary. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I've noticed something. I've like noticed in general though. Uh, well, just things that things that are that you know that have a, a, a decent sugar content that you dot that you dry, you can tend it because even uh, sun dried tomatoes will give you light tobacco notes if you know if you just eat one raw. Yeah. So okay. I, I think that's where a lot of that comes from is just the drying process. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, oh. see now I'd be interested in trying that because for one, <laughs> it's easy. And I'm lazy. So and for two, so, so finding these things, and Chad could do it. And two, I could just ask Chad to do it. Yeah, yeah. Those are two good reasons. But now I've got myself all fired up about tobacco notes and a beer. I would, I would like to experiment with some of these chilies. I'm just going to put an ashtray in my secondary. <laughs> Another fine idea, JP. Thank you. Uh, all right, let me do this, guys. If you can hang out for just a little more, I know it's late on the East Coast. Um, I have to take a break. There's one more topic I want to talk about, and that is. Your 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 openness, your blogging, and a little bit of the social networking yeah. part of this. Could you guys hang out for a few minutes for that? Sure. All right. Yeah. No I, problem. I will. I, I appreciate. I will make it as as quick as I can. I just let me get us to a quick break here. We're talking to uh, Cigar City, everybody. You can go to cigarcitybeer.com and check it out. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more uh, uh, about their process. I want to talk to them about their blog because they seem to be very open about it. And I've got a a specific example for you uh, where they really came clean about an infected beer that I think is interesting. And more info from Cigar City to come to. Get your questions over to Bevo in the chat room. Hit the chat now button and watch the webcam, justin.tv slash brewing network. Be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Now let me see. I got my box, styrofoam peanuts, bubble wrap tape. Okay, now I can get started. What are you doing? I'm just packing my bottles for the big competition next month. What's the problem? You are wasting all that packing material. Think about it. The competition coordinator has to unpack and unwrap each and every one of those entries and then dispose of it. Not to mention all that material takes thousands of years to biodegrade. Well, how else do I get my bottles to the competition? Do you have a better solution? Now, available from Clark Brewing Innovation, the new bottle shipping system. It has been re-engineered to accommodate the weight of six full bombers. That's right, product. This redesigned system can ship six long neck 12-ounce bottles or six standard 22-ounce bottles. You heard me! You now have the option of shipping either long neck 12-ounce or 22-ounce bottles. Wow, that innovative solution sounds much easier than wrapping with bubble wrap and all that cumbersome tape and filling the box with all those little peanuts. Where can I get the bottle shipping system? Pay attention, product. You go to clarkbrewing.com to place your order. That's right, www.clarkbrewing.com. You got it? Good. Now just ship it! This holiday season is one of gratitude, giving, and winning. More Beer says thank you to all their wonderful customers with deals from Thanksgiving through New Year's, in addition to low prices, free shipping, and the More Beer deal of the day every day. And one lucky customer is going to win Regan's Big Fat Package.
Package, the very first more beer pressurizable conical fermenter. Rolling out just in time for the holidays, it's their brand new redesigned stainless conical line with a new threadless racking port, new stand options, and a new pressurizable lid. They're giving away one of these new pressurizable conicals on December 31st. For every order you place with more beer between November 1st and December 31st, use the coupon code CONICAL up to once every day to enter yourself into the drawing. Go to morebeer.com for more details. The 2009 More Beer season of winning. Win yourself some great deals and maybe even a brand new conical fermenter. Enter today only at morebeer.com. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Let's drink, let's drink till we fall down. Let's drink. I'll see you on the ground. Let's drink. Let's drink till we fall down. There's nothing else to do here in this town. I try to talk to you. There's nothing right that I can say. There's nothing good that I can do. My stupid mouth gets in the way. The only thing that I can think to say is let's drink. Let's drink till we fall down. Let's drink.
Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. JP's wearing a rainbow scarf today. I can't believe we haven't mentioned yet. How'd you get that? Was that sent to Yes, it was made for me Yeah, by uh, the lovely Kim Wood. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I like the uh, idea that I get made fun of with my my bed. bed. And then this guy's wearing like a... Well, you paid for that. And we can expect this of JP, too. I think it's it's the more important side of it. I guess it was startling for me. I just want to give uh, props to my brother also. He's still in town, and he's out there chefing, doing chef-like things. and food being brought in. Getting all kinds of good food at the breaks, which is very nice. It's very rare. I don't mean to tease you with that, Joey and Wayne, sitting over there on the phone while we eat gourmet food. I apologize. (laughs) But I'm glad you've stuck with us. Yeah. Well, Rice Krispie Treats are gourmet right here. Yes, that's true. So you're not missing too much. (laughs) So one thing I wanted to talk about with you guys... um, and and is the openness of of your blog uh, because you know I think that a lot of people are getting into the social networking aspect of things and and posting about you know personal things that happen within the business and but a lot of them are kind of fluff pieces you know you can look around at people's and they just oh today was wonderful and what another wonderful beer we made and, and uh, <laughs> kind of like Sully stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all be, fluffy it's above board it's just super. <laughs> But the I'm st- tired of making money, going around making money. <laughs> Everywhere I go, it's I so make money. Exhausting. I can't sleep because I'm can't counting sleep. the money. First class <laughs> upgrade yeah. again. Uh, Mrs. Wang wouldn't make a mattress out of money for me. <laughs> the Sullivan collect the O'Sullivan collection. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, but you see what I'm saying. It, what I like about the Cigar City blog, if you read through it, is it does talk about some of the trials and tribulations going on. And I've got a case in point. I hope you don't mind me bringing it up because I didn't ask ahead of time. But that's the way no, we roll no, around no. here. It's, it's, it happens, and it's part of our history. Yeah, it's on the blog. It's not private. <laughs> right, right. But you had a you had a beer go sour. Uh, in fact, it was I believe it was called your Bolita. Do I have that right? Yes. And which, you- is, which is one of one of my personal favorites. It's that's a, a recipe that Wayne had brought with him, uh, and that you know he convinced me that this would be a great beer, and he brewed it, and I fell in love with it. It's actually one of my personal favorites. So that beer's kind of become a baby of mine, even though it's Wayne's. Okay. Well, I like that. So you're behind it. And, yes. and so here's, from what I read, you know, here's what happened is you, you put out this beer, and the beer was fine when you bottled it and you sent it out of the brewery. And then later on, you had consumers come back to you and say, well, my, my bottle, you know, uh, tastes funny. And it looks like you narrowed it down to, to possibly being a Britannomyces infection. Uh, well, we since we sense kind of think that maybe that wasn't the case. Uh, and Wayne, I'm, I'm pretty confident Wayne's pinpointed where the infection came from. Uh, when he was actually out of town at, at when this all happened, he was we're doing a collaboration beer with uh, the brewery in Placentia, California. Oh, yeah. nice! So he was out there freaking out, uh, thinking, <laughs> you know, you know, the entire brewery was just infected with some Andromeda strain. 
and uh, <laughs> right. but he got Each back. Minute. We kind of went through. We we basically pulled all of you know the inventory of beer that we had and started checking everything. You know, obviously just terrified that we had some you know uh, just systemic problem, uh, and we kind of narrowed it down. We ha- uh, and I'll let Wayne kind of talk about uh, what we think actually happened. What happened, Wayne? <clears throat> Come clean. What the hell did you do in there? <laughs> we um we have a. <clears throat> The way we used to fill bottles is we have a forehead um, wine filler, basically, and um, and the fill heads uh, started getting particulate in them. And uh, so, even though we we did uh, parasitic soak and uh, and you know cleaned everything, it still had a potential for a harboring point. And uh, I don't feel like it's it's Britannomyces. And I agree. Um, with I don't that. know it's exactly. Be, really. what, I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly what it is, but I've tasted it in other commercial beers that have been infected as well. Um, but that the point of contamination happened on our packaging, our, our filler, and it, I believe it was in the fill heads. And uh, we're now using a, a five head filler, and it's uh, it's much more automated, so it's much more easier for us to clean it as well. Um, I, the, with the with the older one, I always felt like I had to baby it because it just doesn't look like it's put together all that well. It looks like if I put too hot of something into it or try to be too aggressive with cleaning it, uh, I'm just afraid it's going to fall apart or something. <laughs> but uh, so your draft beer yeah, was the fine. Contamination. So your draft beer was, was not contaminated. No, the draft beer was no, fine. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. So in fact, the draft beer was used to make a lot of those beers we discussed already, like Coco Loco oh. and the East India Trader, the Chai beer. That was actually the base. Belia was the base for those beers, and it was oh. from the same batch as the bottle. Oh, sure. Well, and we had draft still left over that you know I checked that was still that was okay. So here's what I like about this, and and I don't mean to 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 pat your back like like this is some extraordinary thing. I think every brewery should be like this, and I think many are. So I'm not saying this is some amazing exception that you guys are. But what I'm saying is the fact that you that you got on, you talked about it, and you're open, I think a couple of things happened. For one, a little bit of beer education. So a lot of uh, people might not know, a lot of uh, consumers uh, who don't know about the brewing process and the yeast used and things like that might not know that a, that a beer can leave a brewery and taste just as it was intended to be. And sometime later, after sitting in a, in a warm warehouse or w- whatever might have happened to it, uh, if, there was an, if there was some other kind of yeast in there, it can grow up and infect the beer. And they might taste this beer and go, well, I'm never going to drink from that brewery again. That's an awful sour beer, right? And so by talking about it on your blog, uh, you, you're actually I – th- and, and by talking to your consumers about it, I think you're educating them about something that happened. You're not putting out infected beer. The fact is beer is a living thing and, and these things happen. So I, I love the fact that you're, you're providing a platform for beer education by going ahead and just put it on your blog yeah. and talk about <laughs> what you think happened. And this is relevant to home brewing because you know, a lot of times you send your beer off to a competition and they get results back and they get like your beer is like something's wrong with it. Right. Because it can go bad in the two or three weeks between the time you send it and the time they actually judge your beer. Mm-hmm. Right. But this was something very interesting. You talk about heat. We, we have a, our cooler is segmented. We have a back half of it um, that, we use, that we keep at cellar temperature, 55 degrees. And it's, you know, we, we keep our barrel-aged stuff in there. Anything that, we, that we're, you know, as far as cask ale that we're storing, we'll keep back there. Dead and hookers. then the front part is 32, <laughs> 33 degrees. So when I heard that the beer was infected, I, I immediately went into the front part of the cooler where we have the 33, 32 beer, and I pulled it out and, you know, tasted it. I was like, you know, there's something maybe a little off there. But I, I couldn't really tell anything was wrong. Now, this beer had been kept cold since it was bottled, or since, you know, since it had, it had, had gone through its, its fermentation because we bottle conditioned, so we see still warm for two weeks, and then when it's, it's done, we'll move them cold. 
so so I, I really didn't get it. But just on a whim, I walked back and pulled the beer out of the 55-degree um, cellar, and it was infected. And, I, and it, what it was is it was because it was kept cold, it ne- the infection didn't really have a chance sure. to reach its full potential. Right. Um, so we, we, so the, the heat was definitely a trigger for it. Yeah, yeah. And it's since I found it's universal. I mean, I've had you know I've, I've had bottles you know basically from that entire run, and that infection is universal in in it. So what did you end up uh, telling people who who called you about this infected beer? Did they get? Well, uh... some people really like what it's become. Uh, right. I don't because you know I, I want the beer I want the beer to be believed, and if we want to do a sour beer, we'll do a sour beer. Uh, but some people really liked it. But what we did is we basically. If someone comes into the tasting room, you know, we'd love to be able to, to you know, to, to ship your beer back, but we, we can't ship beer out, and so it's difficult to, to really do any, any sort of uh, reimbursement any other way. But for anyone that has a problem with it, and fortunately most of that batch was, was local to us, so for anyone that has a problem, we just said just come in and, you, and you'll get credit for anything, you know, that, that we have in the tasting room, uh, and dollar for dollar what you paid for it. Got it. And did I read correctly that you're taking the 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 beer that people are bringing back to you, and then you're going to blend it and do other things with it? Uh, we're going to try to make a more sour beer out of it. <laughs> now that I like too, and yeah, I think it's that's just kind of making uh, making lemonade out of lemons, you know. I do have a question from one of our listeners, uh, Brandon. He wants to know: uh, Did you did you or did you feel the need to send your that beer out for testing to see if it was Brett to help you narrow down the problem? We've we we thought about it, but it's it's one of those things that like we're pretty sure what it is, uh, and we may still we've got a few bottles of it, so we may still. But as of this time, we haven't yet. Okay. Uh, another listener question. Everything in house. Oh, go ahead, Wayne. <clears throat> Everything in house has, has been fine. Um, we replaced our yeast strain about a month ago, and everything's coming out clean. Um, we don't have any problems in house. I mean, I'm positive it was a filler. So, and like I said, we don't even use that filler anymore. When we when we do start to use that filler again, it'll be used to fill sour beer anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, it's not that big of a deal. Everything in house is fine now. All right, I've got some more listener questions for you. Uh, uh, some location questions from maybe some Florida folks. So, what part of the city are they in? Uh, in Tampa, you mean? In Tampa, yes. We're um, we're about a quarter mile south of the Buccaneer Stadium, uh, right on Del Mabry. If you live in Tampa, Del Mabry, uh, or sorry, if you don't uh. live in Tampa, Del Mabry is sort of the main road that runs through uh, uh, Tampa. And we're about a quarter mile south of of, of the Buck Stadium, a block off of Del Mabry on Del Mabry and Spruce. Um, kind of uh, West Tampa area. And the listener is asking, is it Ebor? No, what? we're not in Ebor City, and that's sort of a common misconception because anytime you use the word cigar, people will just assume you're in Ebor. Ebor is, is sort of where the cigar factories um, sort of started sprouting up. But we're interestingly enough, we're actually in West Tampa, which which in its heyday had more cigar factories in it than Ebor did. Okay, and we're actually we're we're right down the street from uh, the old Optimo cigar factory. It's uh, it's on Spruce Street in Armenia. And we're down the street from it. And Optimo Cigar Factory was—they uh, made really high-end cigars uh, for years and years and years. How far are you away from the Lightning Stadium? Uh, the Lightning, the Lightning <laughs> plays downtown. Uh, uh-huh. So we're, uh, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're pretty centrally located. We're literally, I mean, five minutes from the airport. 
Uh, we're probably about maybe 12 minutes from, from Norla Lightning playing downtown, and that's, you know, if you hit a little bit of traffic. You mean where they J- lose. JP, I thought yeah, exactly. we agreed to <laughs> exactly. note, because it always brings the show to a screeching halt, I thought we agreed to not incorporate <laughs> hockey questions into any of we our didn't programs anymore. You just told hey, me by to. agree, I mean, I told you Stanley not to ask Cup. hockey a, questions. A Stanley Cup was run by a team Damn in Tampa, it. so that, honestly, we can rest on those laurels for years. <laughs> <laughs> years and years. He liked the question. I thought it was good. <laughs> All right. Right. It was it was you know timely. <laughs> I think it was very. Well, asking for half a second. Asking if they have any uh, beer at the at the at the uh, hockey game. See? You can ask. See them. now that's a way That'd to incorporate your shitty sport with our with our. <laughs> so with the lightning, what are they serving the lightning these days? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, another question from the listeners: What kind of clients uh, are you getting there? College students, adults, old hockey folks, players. business people. Oh god! I mean, it really runs the gambit. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, that's good for you. I, I, I you know, we we get a lot of homebrewers. We get a lot of older professional people. We like get a lot me. of younger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really runs the gambit. And and I, I, there, honestly, there really is no typical customer. I'd say some of the real hardcore, you know, beer geek supporters tend to be in the in the probably late twenties to to mid to late thirties range. But yeah. I mean, we've you know, we get people just of all walks of life. Okay. Uh, what beer uh, is your biggest seller? You're asking. Oh, the IPA. I mean, it's nice. not even close. The, the next second is a distant second. Okay. And then a question for both of you: uh, What beer are you most proud of, Wayne? You want to take that first? Um, well, probably the IPA because I drink so much of it. But um, yeah, boy, The way that the uh, the way that the the Humidor Series IPA came out is really wonderful as well um just just the way that the all the american hops that we use in it the citrusy character that it has uh, we really layer our hops when we when we do our ipa and it just blends really well with the white grapefruit notes that the wood tends to give um but you know then again i'm really happy with all our beers overall um except for the minor problems that we've had um the, the mayan chocolate is is a phenomenal beer it's it just has so many layers and so much stuff, and it's the type of beer that when you sit down with it, you don't want to drink it fast. You want to sit there and, and let it warm up. I mean, you want, to, you want to sit there and nurse it for about an hour or so because as it continues to warm up, more flavors come out, more things come out of the beer. Um, this is a really complex, nice beer. All right. Do you want to talk, Joey, about... Uh, yeah, you know... Can you talk, Joey, about what you like? As far as most proud, I, I'd probably the Humidor Series IPA... Um, and I'm actually not a huge, huge hophead. I mean, obviously, I, I, I drink a lot more hops than the average beer drinker, but I tend to be much more sort of uh, kind of a malt head. Uh, so I really love the Maduro Brown Ale, which is our other year-round beer, and that's kind of my go-to beer uh, if I'm out and, and, and they, you know, at a place that has us on draft, I'm going to order Maduro. But, but as far as proud, I'm really proud of, of the Humidor Series IPA. I mean, you know, not so much that it won a gold medal, but also that it just that it turned out well, that that hunch was right. Um, the home brewer, actually, that, that I got the idea from, Mike Fouch, I'd like to credit him, but just to, to say, you know, hey, here's this really weird wood, and, and it actually is a really cool and interesting thing, and to have people say, I agree, it is a cool and interesting thing, and kind of see it get out there sort of more than just, you know, some some backwater of home brewing to actually kind of get out there in a, in a big way. So yeah. I'm proud of it for that. Now, you say you layer the hops in the in the IPA. What 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 are, What is the hop bill in the IPA? Um, we first worked with Autonom and Columbus, and then uh, then we used Columbus, Amarillo, and Autonom for 60 minutes, 
at different IBU levels. And then we use Centennial Cascade and Amarillo at 15 minutes at different IBUs. And then we use uh, Cascade, Amarillo, and Autonom at knockout at different, uh, well, not IBUs there, just different volumes. And then we dry up with Simcoe. So Simcoe mm-hmm. never sees the kettle. And it ends up creating a really nice uh, layer of, of hop character. Then you add the the white grapefruit flavor of the, of, from the wood, and then that seems it would marry really well with those hops because they're all citrusy. Yeah, well, yeah. Ca- Cascade, Centennial, and uh, Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Sounds and great about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Sounds like vagina. Yeah, yeah Cas- well, the, the overall hops for the beer are Autonom, Amarillo, Cascade, Centennial, Columbus, and Simcoe, but Simcoe never sees the cattle. Just hmm. a dry Nor should it. <laughs> Sully the Simcoe Nazi. And it should not ever. In fact, we will breed Simcoe with Amarillo. I hope you guys got a little time because now the questions from the listeners are really pouring in, too. They've got uh, good questions for you. How tall are you? Uh, let, let me throw this out there for you just so in case you need time for it. So just to, to sit on it until maybe we're done with the interview. But folks really want a recipe. Um, we try to get recipes from our guests that we can brew at home. And, of course, you don't have to scale it down for us. Just percentages. You can give it directly as you use it. If there's any of the beers that you make. Um, you know some of the ones we've talked about, anything like that. I think this IPA people would be interested in uh, that you'd be willing to give a recipe for. Um, that would be sweet. I don't know if you could work on that for us, Wayne. If you guys would be willing to do that, or a recipe for a lightning win, huh? Was that timely? Was that pretty timely? Crickets. Are the lightning doing worse than the Bucks? Because I think that's actually who you should be making fun of. <laughs> I think they're doing even worse than the lightning. Part. I don't know about football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but in the meantime, while you guys are thinking about that, and if we could get a recipe from uh, one of the beers, um, here's another question. Uh, in starting up, Joey, uh, one of our listeners wants to know what you did to promote the brewery and what worked best. Uh, you know, the blog was a big thing, um, and, you know, that you had mentioned that. And I think the blog became, you know, when it got really frustrating, I mean, uh, when I started, I was by myself, and then Wayne came on board. And I think for both of, it, it was, for both of us, it was very cathartic. Uh, you know, to be able to kind of just say, God, this is frustrating and this is why. Um, and, you know, it, Wayne used to actually contribute just as much as I did in the blog in the early days, and now he's, you know, he's brewing full-time, so he tends not to, to to do as many blog updates as he did in the beginning. But he was basically acting, you know, not only as as a brewer and trying to formulate recipes and sort of look at how we had to, you know, make things happen to go commercial, but he was also sort of acting as a as a general contractor. He was... He was dealing with, uh, you know, plumbers and electricians and, and, you know, stuff way outside of his, his area of expertise. Uh, and so I think, you know, for both of us, it was very frustrating. And so, so being able to kind of go to the blog and say, God, this really sucks, and, and, and talk about it helped yeah. you get it out. Like and I think, and, and that was one of the reasons that I started doing it was because, you know, there's some good resources out there if you want to start a brewery. Probrewer.com uh, is a good resource, but... But, you know, it's still just snippets. There's nothing that's really in-depth that sort of walks you through the process. So that's one of the reasons I started doing the blog, thinking, wouldn't it be great if if this already existed? I'll do it, you know? Okay. Um, and and so the blog has been, it's been amazing. I mean, many people have, have come to me saying, hey, I read about you on your blog. I read about you on your blog. I read about you on your blog. Probably more than anything else uh, that we've done. And then... Uh, the next thing, as far as, 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 far as you know, a, a sort of a coup in promotion was, uh, you know, we entered our first contest uh, 
the Atlanta Cascale Fest. It's a fest that goes on uh, every year in Atlanta, and it's all Cascales. And there were some, you know, pretty well-respected breweries there. You had Left Hand was there, Terrapin, Sweetwater, uh, Foothills, which, you know, has won gobs of medals. So there was, there's some really good breweries there. And we went, I mean, we weren't even really a commercial entity yet. We were licensed, but we didn't have everything up and running. And Wayne brings his Hunapu Imperial Stout there, and, you know, most of the people there had never even heard of Cigar City, and we took first place at that. And that, you really saw the attention really ratchet up after that. That's great. Um, to go in and, 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 and you know, we're, 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 we're like, we're not just outsiders, we're unknowns. You know, no one had ever heard of us. Nothing like because a medal to really fire people up, eh, Sully? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like well, a gold medal. Well, okay, listen, I'm okay with that. You know, the therapy's helping. But honestly, I think you, you hit the nail right on the head with the blog when being honest about what you're doing because uh, people want to – you have to be authentic. Uh, you know, I come on here warts and all and, you know, big head and all that stuff. Yeah. And and I think that – take it easy, JP. Uh, and I think that, you know, you ha- you uh, when you talk about that stuff, you endear yourself to the community. And uh, I think that's awesome. Um, not a lot of people do it. A lot of people like to – they like to sort of sweep the uh, – the uh, the dust or the dirt underneath the carpet uh, is probably a better analogy about an hour ago. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you uh, I, I commend you for that. Um, do you guys Twitter or Facebook or anything like that? We we do. Um, I kind of I, I uh, the blog I kind of did on my own, but I've since had a buddy who who I don't even know how he does it. But you know, if I update the blog, it automatically updates to Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know how he does it. It's magic to me. But it's magic. Uh, so we do do it. Uh, I'm not, Dwarfs. you know, from what I've heard on Twitter, like I'm, I don't update nearly enough. I mean, we might do one Twitter update a week, and I think most people do a thirty, uh, you know, a day. Yeah, that's what yeah. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. So. Well, well, it's I did something have a, that we I had definitely want to do through. more of. But it's, it's. Uh, you know, I once had the idea. I was like, Hey, Wayne, uh, you know, would you mind if I just kept the computer out and every once in a while when you're doing something, would you mind, you know, just run over there and just Twitter what you're doing, and he basically looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, you know, it, he, he said uh, that would be difficult, but as I said, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so here's so, an yeah, that never really that never really came about, and, and, and it's, it is hard because, you, you know, you you're running all these processes and you're doing all these things. We we try yeah. to do more of it, but it's just some of it's not tenable. Yeah, Joey, what do you want? You want a, you want a, a, a million Twitter followers or you want a gold medal? Huh? Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, like Wayne can just continue doing what he's doing. That's good Here, for me. Here's Wayne. Again with the medal. Just <laughs> he just added the sixty minute going to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Left foot goes in front of right foot. Repeat. Be, be right back. Yeah, you know, and some Wayne. of it, it's funny. Some of that kind of it seems that way to me. Like, do they, you know, do people is, really dude. want to know yeah. what we're doing at every yeah, moment? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do, and I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, to a degree that sort of mystifies me. You know, but they do. Now we are. It's all, like a minor extension of your blog. We're a world of voyeurs, and this is our, this is the way we can watch you. The other thing you can do yeah. is put a, a webcam into. Well, uh, Wayne's you know, that's bathroom. what actually I thought. <laughs> I, it would be easier to do a webcam, you know, because it's it's passive. You know, it's just right. there. Yeah. As, as, see, I would never put a webcam in my brewery. Every time I pick my nose, I need some jerk uh, <laughs> writing to me about it. Yeah. Like, hey, the health department will be on your <laughs> ass. And, you know. I used to love your beer until I saw you picking your nose in high def. <laughs> you came back from the bathroom, didn't wash your hands, and just added a hop edition. What the hell is going on out yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, it's the last thing I would ever do is put a, a webcam. Why on is the there brewery. a goat in your brewery? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wayne, I had a question come what through that, um, about Florida water. Uh, is there? Do you guys have good brewing water, or are you doing water treatments? Um, we we get this question actually a lot. Yeah, that's a really, really, really common question. 
Yeah, and I'm really minimalistic as far as the way that we treat our water. Um, all I really use is just calcium chloride for, like, pH adjustment. Um, I This is my second time brewing in Florida. I used to brew in Tallahassee, and the water up there was great. Um, we don't filter our water. The only We have one filter, actually, that we use, and we filter the water, the cold-cut water that goes to the mix box on the mash tun. Um, but other than that, we don't filter anything out. And then, like I said, I just rehydrate calcium chloride um, to adjust pH a little bit and also enhance malt character in the mash. And uh, I'm really just sort of like stress-free, don't really worry about the water too much, and everything seems to turn out fine. So um, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just something I don't, I don't concern myself with too much. Okay. All right, and I'm being reminded to ask about your collaboration with our friend Patrick over at the brewery uh, because you mm. did come out, and, and you guys mentioned it earlier just briefly, that, yeah. Wayne, you came out to do a collaboration beer with Patrick uh, at the brewery. How did that go? Uh, how did it come about, and what did you brew? Um, the way it came about was um, Patrick came down here to meet with their distributor in Florida. They're going to be moving into Florida, hopefully by the beginning of this this year coming up. And um, I was uh, was in here trying to get ready to bottle beer and um, and was able to actually get away and talk to him for a little while. Joey talked to him much more than I did. I just basically walked back there, and he was standing by the taps, and I said, whatever you want, drink it, take it, I don't care. <laughs> and um, and then later on, after, uh, after, after, of course, I didn't get to talk to him anymore after that, and Joey spent time talking to him, and he told me that they were interested in doing a collaboration, and um, I sort of tried to figure out, uh, okay, well, what would work well? You know, what do both breweries do? And we do a lot of brown ales. So I started thinking, well, hmm. that'd be a good idea. And then they do, you know, sour beers and Belgian beers. So I was thinking, well, maybe we should do something along the lines of a of a sour brown ale. Aha. And um, they liked the idea. And uh, so I went out there, on, and we brewed it on the 9th and the 10th of November, and everything turned out great. Um, it ended up being 16.5 degrees, uh, original <clears throat> um, gravity, and um, it was fermented with lacto and PDO, and I think they're going to be adding uh, bread to it as well, but um, there were no other yeast strains in it besides it was all sour. Um, and... Um, and I think they're going to also be blending uh, another sour mash version of that into the 30 barrels that we already brewed. And then it's going to be aged on wood. And it'll also have um, California dates, which will be added uh, for secondary fermentation in the wood. And we're also going to be adding Miami Black Sapote, um, which will also go through secondary fermentation in the wood. So let me get this straight. You guys just brewed the best beer in the world. Pretty much. I mean, that's uh, that is the most (laughs) mouth-watering beer I've heard of in a long time. That sounds amazing. Yeah. What is that last ingredient? Sapota. Black sapota is um it it sort of looks like an avocado. It has the same seed sort of thing in the center, but when it's when it's not super ripe, and you cut it open, the the look of the fruit sort of looks like chocolate cake layers. And um, it's kind of has it's kind of thready, and it has the texture of like sweet potato, cooked sweet potato, and uh, and then as it starts to ripen, it starts to take on uh, like a, a chocolate pudding sort of texture, 
and it starts to take on um, more like chocolate cake-like to whiter chocolate pudding-like notes. It's when it's younger, is, it's, it's much... Its nickname is the chocolate pudding fruit. That's what it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's often known by. You know, it's weird that that fruit kind of does it. There's a fruit called the durian, which is the king of fruits. And... Uh, uh, it has. What? It has. Is you this never in heard the of World it? of Warcraft? Or this no, is real? this, this is, is a real portion? fruit. Oh. They serve it at Anheuser Busch. <laughs> I'm serious. It's called fruits. the King of Fruits. All right. It's banned in like taxi cabs and you know uh, in like uh, <laughs> the the Pacific Islands okay. because it smells as it's ripening. Okay. But you cut it open and it, it, it taxi cabs. Yeah. God, I'm sorry. People actually die every year from because they fall and they, they're big and spiny. Anyway, look it up on the internet. <laughs> and uh, but it sounds like what you guys are talking about. It's very like pudding, thready kind of weirdness. But it has like butterscotch and like rose petals and garlic. Um, I just think it's weird that um, there's like uh, fruits everywhere that great. whatever. Now Wayne's going to brew with it and kill somebody. He should. <laughs> no, no, Wayne's back there going like, what the hell is going out there in California? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Durian, king of fruits. No, I'm, Do I'm it. Th- I'm actually, I'm thinking I need to make a sour beer with durian in it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. And call it JP's durian It's got that stinky sock sort of aroma. Yeah. I think it'd go great in a sour beer. Oh, That's good. Or the I shark yeah. suck or something like We're that. Oh, why do you have to talk about hockey? So, I, I, Bring it to a grinding halt. <laughs> it kind of did there, didn't it? <laughs> Every time we talk about hockey. Note to self. Uh, all right. Uh, here's another good question. Uh, I guess due to the uh, extreme, extreme temperatures in Florida, someone asked if you guys have any problem with temperature control. Do you have to oh. do anything out of the ordinary to keep your beer cool in the fermenter? Everything's fine um, until, like, the chiller fails. Uh, we had a mechanical <laughs> seal on the pump on the chiller fail, and that was awful. We lost an entire day just working on it and fixing it. Um, but other than that, everything is it works great. Uh, we don't have a problem with temperature control. The only bad thing is, you know, since it, it's so humid down here, uh, the cooler will sweat and it black mold thrives down here, and it's really hard. We have to keep beating it back the best we can. I'm really enjoying the fact that it's cooler right now because it's less humid. There's less water standing around, and it's it's much more tolerable as far as like trying to deal with black mold but as far as the temperature is concerned everything everything works great okay all right now joey i'm going to apologize in advance but it's what we have to get to the root of things around here and the questions come up in the chat room quite a bit uh folks want to know if you are the same redner of strip club fame in the florida area uh, I am his son, actually, yes. Wait, wait, yes! Wait, 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 I was hoping wait, it was a yes. I, I, I just nodded off there. What did he say? That's right. Now, and just in case you don't know, Joey, here at the Brewing Network, we consider ourselves strip club connoisseurs. In fact, exactly. there, we have a strip cl- a stripper pole in our studio. So, uh, and, and it's been people have been injured on it as well oh, as, yes. uh, as as Probably as well from the falling fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't call Doc a fruit, but so it, so then the 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 natural uh, progression of the question is: it, are, are are we drinking beer from stripper money? Um, I, I guess, yeah, you could technically look at it that way, because God my life is investor. Yeah. Salute yeah. you, standing up your, right your now. Tips, lot... your, your tips ultimately went to make beer. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> oh, I, Great. That's I, a lot of $1 bills. How many $1 bills can fit in a fermenter? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the question. I, I, The only thing I'm disappointed about, Joey, is that you didn't incorporate the stripper theme somehow into, like, the, like the well, labels or yeah, the... Yeah, well, the labels know. are going to have glitter and a lot of perfume on <laughs> <mode. laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, g-string pale. I don't know. I'm not a creative oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Single, think, single mother. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Porter. Yes, 
Yeah. The next beer's name is Candice. <laughs> Mercedes. Tiffany. Now, I don't know anything Dakota. about this, Joey. It just was it literally was, uh, sent in by my minions who uh, do Ooh. all of our research for us. Um, are we talking about like a big uh, – it sounds like your dad's kind of famous. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like a well-known, colorful up. character in the area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can never run for uh, for office? I assume. Well, he has run for office many times. I think that's what makes him so colorful. Oh, is that, that right? That was, you know, one of the issues with uh, with. Uh, it, it's hard to say, you know, exactly what people's reasonings are. Yeah. But that was one of the issues with our wet zoning. Is is really you know, uh, one of the women that was very vociferous against. Uh, allowing us wet zoning was a woman that that uh, <laughs> Used to work ran against you. my father for um, for a, a city council seat, and uh, they he actually was he he ran well enough to actually force a runoff, oh. and he lost in the runoff, and she oh. hasn't been, she hasn't viewed him kindly. Since right. Then. So she voted no from the very seat he was after. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. kind of gives a whole new meaning to the term wet zoning. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it does. I think it is. It's an interesting situation because. Now, all of a sudden, opening a business, opening a brewery is even more political than ever, all right? I mean, here you have, sure. here you have a man who's run for office uh, from, from a background that uh, I don't know why, from the rest of the uh, uh, Protestant America is all concerned about where he comes from, strip clubs and strippers. Justin, they were, they were in med school. They were trying to make some money to go to med school. Why are you building them like that? Did I tell you how many times I fell for that? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and threw down the extra 20 because they were going to med school? I, I've actually heard that, too. Oh, of I've course got two kids this at home. This is not a myth. It's not a rumor. I'll tell you my real name. It's Candace. Yeah. Wow. All right. I opened so a strip read. club called Baby Mama. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I don't want to dwell on it, Joey. I appreciate your honesty. I just wanted to ask the question. It, it really came up quite a few times from our Florida listeners. They wanted to know if you were the same Redner. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, good man. I, I, good. Good. I, please, man. Uh, do me a well, favor. Well, I'm actually. I'm not the same. I'm. I'm the right. son of, of. Yes. Well, shake son his, of Redner. Shake his <laughs> exactly. hand for me. And then <laughs> and then use hand sanitizer like I would do because I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. But uh, do shake your dad's hand for me. I appreciate appreciate his work. Uh, <laughs> and get us access to the uh, champagne room. Oh, <laughs> there actually is no champagne room. It's uh, it's just a one room establishment. Is it a, is it called the beer room? Oh, it's only one place, Joey. Yeah, it's only one place. Yeah. Oh, folks oh. were making it sound like he was some like, like uh, sort of like like you had thirty five. Like, uh, he was like the no, Walmart no. of well, yeah. He's owned, he's owned others at times. Nice. What, what he's really become most well known for is uh, he's actually taken. Uh, Cases to the state supreme court and oh. won. He, he's actually most well known for for a lot of very uh, you know uh, publicized legal battles, and he's always been very successful. He's sued the city multiple times and won, and and you know and 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 and, and has actually made a lot of money doing that. Actually suing the city for. for for, yeah, so his kind of taking on City Hall is, is just as much as the strip clubs is one of the reasons that he's become very well known. Okay. Wow. Sounds like I want to have a beer with him. Yeah, I like this guy already. Yeah. I'm coming to Florida to see the brewery and meet your dad, if that's possible. There you go. Okay. And we actually, the brewery, it, it, well, people that live in Tampa, as far as landmarks, you know, when I say the Buck Stadium, most people know that. But we're we're probably about a block and a half away from the Mons Venus, which is the... Uh, the strip club that, that he still owns. Monzina.com. So, so, so as landmarks go, we're very close to the Mons. Thank you, Joe. The Mons. Uh, okay, uh, more it. importantly, another wonderful question. Uh, one, another one of our Florida listeners wants to know about getting your beers in bottles locally there in Florida. He says he can only find it on tap. Uh, are you distributing bottles at all? We uh, we are. Um, uh, Wayne mentioned that we just kind of upgraded to... Uh, 
a uh, automated. Um, we went from a forehead manual wine filler. We're now using a a, um, a, a five head automated inline uh, uh, filler for our 750s, and we just ordered and actually it just shipped a six head um, Mahine bottler. I don't know if anyone's familiar with yeah. that? To start doing 12 ounce bottles. High quality so, stuff there. So that should be coming in. Uh, actually, it's shipped, so it, it should be coming in pretty soon. And then uh, we've got to fly out to Washington to sort of train on it and get up to get up to speed on it. But uh, the the bottler that we're using for the uh, the 750, we just got it working. So we basic. I mean, we literally increased our our output 150 percent. We could, you know what what took us you know nine hours to do maybe 150 cases. We can now do 300 cases in less time. Mm. So, um, so you'll see a lot more bottles coming out. In fact, our, our latest release is uh, "Warmer Winter, Winter Warmer," mm-hmm. and it's kind of an homage to the fact that we don't really have the uh, coldest of winters here in Florida. <laughs> right. So uh, it's a, it's a it's a English style old ale, but it uses American hops, but at English levels. So it, uh, it's we kind of describe it almost as like a like a citrus fruit cake, lots of sweet malt, uh, and then big citrus uh, hop notes in there. Uh, so that's going to be coming out soon, and uh, should be hitting bottles. Uh, bottles should be hitting the shelves uh, in the coming week. Um, but as far as like the past entries, you know, we, we really are a fairly small brewery, and we're probably eighty cent, eighty percent draft. Do you have any specific stores though that you do you know these folks uh, can find bottles now? Yeah, let's see. Uh, in Tampa, I know that Total Wine and More still has has our bottles. Whole Foods, uh, Lucan's Liquors, out uh, towards. Uh, uh, Dunedin, Clearwater area, uh, Beer World of Largo, um, let's see, in Orlando, Nightly Spirits probably still has, uh, they actually probably already have the warmer winter, winter warmer, because our distributor over there already picked it up, and they probably still have some of our, our Zukov's uh, Imperial Stout, which is actually a beer I should mention as, as one of my personal favorites that we do. Okay. Um, Chico's Alligator Shack, you can find it there. Yeah, we're not in South Florida yet. That's that oh. just sounds like something that would be in South Florida. <laughs> South Florida. Damn it! I, I was hoping he had expanded by now. No, actually, you know what? I, I'm wrong. We actually are in South Florida. We just sent a, oh. We just sent a, Actually, we just sent a shipment down to South Florida, and that's we've been getting a lot of uh, requests for beer uh, down in Miami, Florida area. So anyone who listens to you down there will be pleased to know that we actually are shipping beer down there now. Great. All right. I know it's late, guys. I want to let you go. Can I go back to the question I put on hold, and, and is it possible to get a recipe uh, for, for our home brewers? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, we're sure. going to leave that to Wayne, because if you, any recipe I gave your home brewers, they would probably not be very happy with it. <laughs> Wayne, I'm not you got a very one process, for us? I'm not a very process-oriented guy. Me neither. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is for the Highlight IPA. Um, so you just want me to read percentages? And yeah, IBUs? that's fine. We'll we'll either convert it for our listeners or let those lazy bastards do it themselves. <laughs> okay. Well, it, the grist bill is ninety uh, percent Canadian Turo. It's four point eight percent caramel sixty. It's four point eight percent Munich one, and it's point four percent Victory. And then. Uh, for first word, I can't really give you IBU, so I'm going to guess like half an ounce of a tonum for first word and half an ounce of, of uh, Columbus for first word. And then the 60-minute addition is um, Amarillo at 18 IBUs, a tonum at 10.6 IBUs, Columbus at 10.7 IBUs. And then for the flavor addition, it's this which is 15 minutes, is Cascade at 5.5 IBUs, Columbus at 5.7 IBUs, Centennial at 5 IBUs, 
And then for the aroma addition, this is the way I do it. I calculate my my aroma addition at six minutes on pro um, pro mash in order to get an IBU level. So um, for Cascade, it's three IBUs. For Amarillo, it's one point eight IBUs, and for Atanum, it's two point two IBUs. And then it's dry hopped with about two to three ounces of Simcoe after primary fermentation. And then we use Tim's Valley, which is, uh, that's our house strain. It's a white yeast product. It's a classic bitter yeast. Okay. Good. That sounds tasty. And uh, fermentation temp? Um, we generally run about 65, 66 on primary. All right. And uh, target IBU, or target uh, original gravity is between 17 and 18 Play-Doh. All right. 1718. And you mash this at what uh, temp? Um, we usually shoot for 150. 150. Okay. Finishing gravity or Play-Doh? Usually about uh, three to three point five. All right. And then for the dry hopping, how long are you doing that for? Two weeks contact time. Okay. And preferably cold. Oh, okay. I, I like to pick up better cold than I do when it's warm. So how cold are we talking here? Like 32, 40? 34. 34, all right. 34 degrees. And uh, do you rouse it during the process, during that two weeks? No. I just it, Actually, it's in the tank, and we usually have some pressure on top of it. Once we dry hop, um, we'll close the tank, and then uh, through, you know, like, the nucleation sites, it'll start to generate pressure, and um, and then we'll bring it down 10 degrees per day after we dry hop it until we achieve 34 degrees, and then we hold it there for the continue, uh, continuation of the uh, two weeks. Okay. Sounds like a good recipe, huh, Tasty? Yeah, sounds great. I like, I like that. the hop layering. That's great. Yeah. Actually, if you want real quick, I can give you two recipes really fast. Do it. If you want to make the Humidor Series IPA, just add the cedar when you add the dry hops. Uh, to the same recipe? Same recipe. Got it. And let me go back to that. Uh, Wayne, you had said how much for a five-gallon batch? How much, Like a 13-inch rod of cedar? Is that what you said? Um, yeah, generally about 15 inches. And okay. Break, we break them up into like six inches, six to seven-inch pieces and throw them in there. That's about average. There you go. That's about average for a guy. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know. It's actually four to five. It's <laughs> average in Concord. Yeah. It's average. Guys with rainbow scarves average four to five. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. well, there you go. That's two recipes right there. I nice. like it. Yeah. All right. And then maybe just throw some, like, chilies and guava in there. You got a third recipe. <laughs> uh, and uh, and for a fourth, blend an alligator into the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a half a gram of Coke. Joey, it, get this man a hop back already, will you? Tastes like chicken. <laughs> he needs it. I think he could do some good yeah. stuff with it. I like. I think, I think we're still waiting on getting a lab, and then maybe we'll go for the hot back. No, you got your priorities backwards. Jimmy. Well, you can call it a guava back, and you'll be fine. Here, here, let me make your list for you. Stripper pole in the tasting room, Stripper priority pole. number one. Hot okay. back, priority number two. Then go ahead with that yeah. stupid lab idea of yours as number three. <laughs> and then maybe a panini machine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something else. Espresso or something. Yeah, something. Uh, hot. Uh, tasting room staff that should be up there. Oh yeah! By the way, once your zoning goes through and you can serve to the your wet zoning. Yeah, I don't want to see. Uh, Sorry, good I don't. Help. I don't want to see Wayne's sweaty mug pouring me beer behind that <laughs> tasting room bar. All right, I want, I want some cute staff. Some college girls. Just trying to help. 
Maybe Wayne's a handsome man. You he don't know that. Be. That's true. I didn't say ugly. I said sweaty. Oh, okay. He could be very handsome, but he's Florida. He's sweaty. <laughs> Obviously sweaty. Let's face it. I think the ground sweats in Florida. Yeah, I think so, too. Guys, you've been awesome. I appreciate uh, a lot of fun. all of your openness and uh, really good information. I think homebrewers are going to take away some new ingredients to work with from you yeah, guys. So Spanish cedar. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, I did. Let me do this uh, because I have it in my notes. I'm supposed to mention your Tuesday tastings. Did I miss that? Or uh, <laughs> we'll say it again. Uh, wow! How did you get? Who gave you that question? <laughs> uh, oh, that was my producer. So did uh, I screw that up? I don't know. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm assuming that that what, what whoever asked it, what they want to mention is man piles, and I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Good, I like leaving it there. That's <laughs> man piles. Man piles. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sounds like a sausage oh, fest to me. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. All right, guys. Really, again, thanks for your time. Check out uh, Cigar City Brew- CigarCityBeer.com. It's Cigar City Brewing. And go say hello to Joey and Wayne. They're, they're nice dudes. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, take awesome. It Thank you. Thanks. Take care. All right. Good night. There you go. I hope I didn't keep saying cedar. For some reason, I'm so stoked no, on the didn't. cedar. Uh, You're obsessed with the cedar. I am. Cigar City Brewing. You're fine. Don't and go to CigarCityBeer.com. Check it out. Nice dudes, huh? Very Super cool good. dudes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to uh, check out their beer at the next GABF if we don't make it to Florida. Let's go to Florida. So, Really? You're ready to go Let's right now? Let's do it right now. Sully's Actually, ready. you know what? Virgin America flies to... Uh, Fort Lauderdale right now, so we go. Well, oh, and we can drink uh, oh. brew free oh. or die IPA <laughs> on the plane. So my old yeah. man, my old man flew out for Thanksgiving, yeah. and he flew out on Virgin first time. He loves the airline, by the way. He got off the plane. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up about Virgin for like fifteen well, minutes. Real fan. Yeah, they got the the inlay lighting and all that. But he got himself some brew free or die IPA, and he was all excited because he knew the brewer. He's like, I know oh. Sully. I went to I went to see the boss with the brewer of this. I think he told the whole plane. <laughs> Me and the brewer, we went to the boss together. Well, it's it's funny because they always they have these kind of cool, hip, kind of trendy people that you know, good looking staff basically on the mm-hmm. plane. Is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And so you're they're probably looking like, uh, who's the guy who's making these comments to me? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> they're all concerned about my creepy yeah. dad. No, actually, my dad pulls some ass, so he probably. No, your dad. I bet you he joined I the your dad. High Club I, based on knowing you on that yeah, airplane. Been, you know, I've met your dad. I've hung out with your dad. I've been to a Bruce Springsteen concert with your dad. Yeah, I, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, did he pull you? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, JP, not yet. That's did you think about come it? on. He's not I'm that not easy. Jesus Christ! It was one concert. Yeah. I require at two. least two with me. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he's already a member of the Mile High Club? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's only recently started traveling a lot, so I'm thinking maybe not. Maybe you were conceived in the lavatory uh, of the bathroom. It could be. In the plane. There is rumor about uh, who my dad is and whether or not I was a mistake. So, oh, really? sweetheart, sweetheart, give me a cup of coffee and meet me back in the fall. Oh, there's elder. no question as to whether or not you were a mistake. Oh, <laughs> oh, who woke up there? Wow. Wow. Look, look who's got a microphone again. Be- yeah. look who, Can look we who, break that again? Look who figured out the on-off switch on her microphone. Shut up. Nobody told me there was an on-off look who switch. who stopped twittering. <laughs> yeah. I only tweeted once. Well, you did it, though. All right. Yeah. Well, I liked having Cigar City. I, I want to give it. kudos to Chad. Those guys were Chad. good. Yeah, they're good, good guys, guys, actually. And they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Innovative things down there in Florida. That's right. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our last break of the evening. When we come back, we still have a lot to do. i got to pee real bit. We're going to taste what I've been told is the sourest beer in the world. Really? (laughs) It's a homebrew from Bug Eater. Oh, even better. From Boog. And he had brought it to me to GABF, and we just never got the chance to try it, so he sent it here for us. And I've got it. 
chilled and ready to go. It's supposed to be oh. the, sour, the sourest sour in the world. It's balsamic vinegar. So hang in for that. Drunk of the week. We'll give away some Bel- Belgian candy, sugar, and blah, blah, blah. We'll be right back. Still your joke. Yeah. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Baby gone. I 
complaints of a fool's wasting my time. Don't give me no advice or rhymes. Hey, give me just one more puff of that worry be gone. Worry be gone. Smoking all day and I can't get lit. Don't give me no guff. Give me a puff. You know how I love that stuff. Oh, give me just one more puff of that worry be gone. Worry be gone. Yeah, give me just one more puff of that worry be gone. Worry be gone. Hey. Give me just one more puff of that worry be gone. Worry be gone. What's funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. You know? The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer... Radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program, everybody. I thought that was Bebo. La, la, like, what la, the la. freak is going on? All right, we got a couple things left to do here with you so we can get out of here. <coughs> Been enjoying the monk's blood. How well did the iceless cooler do keeping that last can of monk's blood, blood cold the whole show? Pretty I think well. it did pretty well. I think it did yeah, it was pretty great. well myself. Well, here, I'll tell you what. I, yeah, I think it was the same temperature as when it came here <laughs> as it was three well, hours well, yes. later. Here, the- here's another beer that I had in there. That's been there the whole show. That's pretty cold. That's pretty cold. And it was, but it was three only, hours, no ice in a cooler. And it was only in my fridge for an hour and a half. Mm. So it's it's been it's great. I, I think we didn't get swindled, is what I think. I think oh. it's actually the real deal. Best uh, twenty five dollars I ever spent. So maybe you can be a little more excited, Tasty, about how we got you one too. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, son I'll of be a excited bitch. when I show up with you know beer with and, a uh, with a Scotty in it. And then on day six, it's cold. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, try it. Yeah. I'm you, try your it. brother's. Food Food out there, he's cooking well. Yeah, he's coming back in there. Storm. My God, it's crazy out there. It's like the old days here when there was food. He's a good chef. I mean, you like really how I, you like how I put my family. Every family member who comes to my house, I put to work. They put to work. <laughs> it's no wonder they haven't visited me in ten years. Every time they come, my mom's now in the shipping department. Receiving. By the way, that lazy bitch broke her wrist. <laughs> and uh, don't say that about oh, no, your mom. That's, that's not too funny. bad. I didn't hear that. Too She's bad. an employee in this conversation, okay, so okay. it's all it's all okay, context. Then it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, she broke her wrist on Thanksgiving morning. 
What? Shipping know. stuff? It's like she's 75 years old or something. Well, she she's she's not, by the way. Well, she should have got the turkey in the oven sooner. Yeah, I wouldn't you have had, had to do that. You had to teach her a lesson? I, I guess she slipped and fell in her kitchen <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> morning. Fell. And she busted her, like, it's a pretty bad break, actually. Like, the whole end of her, uh, whatever this bone, their, your forearm bone. The tibia or the oh. fibia yeah. or the libia? That thing. She broke her labia. She broke yes, her labia. She, she broke her labia. <laughs> so now you have to do all the shipping yourself. Is that what you're saying? Well, Wait, or... Uh, Bevo's trying to find her labia. Hold on a second. Bevo did that last year on the stripper pole, I think. I'll show you where it's at. <laughs> he walked right into it, sweetheart. Everybody wants to help. You've got your own microphone, you yeah. know. You can come up here. Yeah, if you but want I want her next to me. Oh, this is getting comfortable. Share Crazy JP. JP. Actually, I really yeah. do just want to share it again. <laughs> yeah, so she broke her wrist. and uh, What's happening now? Who's handling the shipping then? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, it's just, yeah, no, she, I still had her shipping, actually. Put that, the goddamn cast on and get uh, out there. She was. She was still shipping. Uh, a little slower. A little slower. But, but you, still had her, you had to beat her harder. And I made, and my, I made my brother help her, that poor oh. bastard. And uh, and now I got him cooking. I'm a, kind of a slave driver. His son's out in the uh, street there selling yeah. T-shirts like uh, outside. Yeah, my little nephew's like dollars. They're ten dollars inside. Five dollars out here. I got him out there peddling lemonade. <laughs> BN lemonade. BN hop grenade lemonade. <laughs> well, they are a little darker than you. Yeah, sorry, right. that's true. What? <laughs> what is that, JP? That's uh, over the line. Hey, whoa. well, that's my job. It's what you pay me to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I come here for. Oh, we'll edit it out. Don't worry. Yeah, so the food is good out there right now. He's cooking up. It's, he's taking all of the... We got uh, brought to us a lot of homegrown vegetables and fruits. And then, of course, we had leftovers from our family Thanksgiving. And and my brother's just making uh, gourmet snacks out of it out there. It's, uh, it's, it's really work, good. It's working out well. All right. Speaking of gourmet... Uh, and by the way, uh, go ahead, Drunks of the Week. We'll start uh, getting those rolling. Oh, that's what I have already is a Drunk of the Week? Yeah, and I'm just holding this in case somebody else calls. Well, why don't I do the Drunk of the Week first before we get into the beer since we got them on hold already. Uh, did you take a name? And, and It's Ryan from Illinois. Thank and you. I spelled it wrong for you. Uh, Ryan from Illinois. What's happening, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, still a little drinking. What's going on with you? Uh, working on Drunk of the Week and, and multitasking. Nice. What do you? What else are you doing? I'm, uh, Watching porn? I'm, I'm trying to. No, I'm trying to four table poker stars and watch football and listen to you guys all at the same time and work on drunk of the week. You're going to lose some money tonight. I'm going to tell you right now. That's four <laughs> things you're so. doing at once. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's your drunk of the week resume? What have you been drinking? Yeah. What have you been drinking? <clears throat> I'm, I, it's collected right next to me. Yeah. Echo. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Doing it all night I long. Got, Go ahead. Uh, two surly furious. Good. Uh, it's an IPA in can. Yeah, there you go. I like that uh, beer. Oh, yeah. Did you say uh, can beer? Your, yours, yeah, in fact. Sierra Nevada Celebration. Sierra Nevada Celebration. Go ahead. Um, Sam Adams Winter Lager. Winter Lager from Sierra <laughs> Stone <laughs> Levitation. Oh, good one. Jesus. And Sam Adams Holiday Porter. Holiday Pack to the Holiday. And oh. about three homebrew... Uh, Homebrew? Clones of uh, Clone? Green Flash West Coast IPA. Sorry, oh. I'm getting raised on this other table here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, Double down. The, double uh, down. <laughs> that's the can you brew it recipe. I'll take your IPA and raise oh, you a barley wine, oh, man, fucker. I got four uh, not, not cloned. I need to change that recipe. <laughs> cloned. Uh, what was the oh, what, what, what was the difference? What are you going to change? Uh, mine's a little sweeter, but sweeter? It, I, uh, I brewed it. 
Yeah, I brewed an extract, and so, I finished at 1017. And, which uh, beer? Yeah. The, the Green Flash. Uh, ah, can green you brew it? Uh, green green Flash. Yeah. Hold on. JP's yeah, yeah. Just get a better attenuation. That'll get you in the ballpark. Tasty's my, Tasty's my idol. I love that guy. Tasty's oh, yeah. everybody's idol except for JP. That's because JP's a jerk. I just want to be grow up to be a little nicer, that's all. It'll never happen. Okay, Ryan. Well, that's a nice resume. Yeah. Yeah. Have you also been taking Vicodin or something? You're a little on the low side. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I just got a lot going on with the, these four tables. Got it. Okay. So are you losing? Winning? Are you losing? I'm What's losing my kids' college fund, Justin. <laughs> no, no, fuck I'm, off. I'm, I'm up tonight. <laughs> yeah. Were you bow dogging it or something like that? No, uh, uh, poker stars. You playing with real with real money? Uh, yeah, w- one dollar sitting goes. Nothing. I know better than to uh, to to play while I'm drinking. Except that you're playing Except while you're, you're doing drinking. it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, nah, for serious yeah. money. But a buck at a time, I see. Yeah, yeah it's like, fun. you know. Yeah. I like, think even yeah. I can afford that. It's like bus fare. Maybe. All yeah. right, Ryan. I you don't are... more than a month to the end, so. Okay. Right. Oh, well, thank you for that. All right, well, yeah. you're in the running, and uh, you got a couple things going for you there. One is that you've had uh, Sully's IPA in a can tonight. And the other is that you had a green flash. Did he flash, say he had a, did he uh, say? Ace, No, he said you really, surly. Surly, no, surly. Oh, it wasn't surly. No, we're, not in, we're not in Helen, oh, Illinois yet. Scratch that. I don't out. know if we'll ever be yeah. in Illinois, actually, this rate. But <laughs> anyway. Oh, damn it. All right, Ryan. Thanks, brother. Yeah, later, man. Later. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Jesus, man. Gambling. Ryan. Drinking. Drinking. Watching his watching, baby. What else was he doing? Watching a baby. Raising Hello. a child at home. <laughs> yeah. Scoping out local strip clubs. Sounded like he could care less. It did. It's it not like we were bothering him from his game. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a minute. I got to raise this table. So did oh, you guys try? Did you guys try? No. This, what's right. this? Is that oh, what's in front of us? Hang on. Oh, you just, try it first. First of all, just smell it. Oh, it yeah. smells like nail it's, polish. It's bug eaters. Hey, be advanced with the phone. It's bug eaters. <laughs> uh, uh, sourest beer in the world. And it already burned my nose hairs just taking a. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Something isn't it? Right? It's salad dressing. Yeah, it is salad dressing. I, I don't know, man. Oh. It's also got a uh, like a uh, a paint tarnish. Yeah, uh, literally thinner, paint thinner. Paint thinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's not even a bit. You literally cannot put your nose in there and inhale deeply like you would in normal. You, you cannot do Don't get it. Close to it. Now listen, uh. Bug Eater announced this. This is what he. This is how he planned this beer. Let me Holy let me read something fuck. to you about. Brain well, is my plan in terms of drinking. This thing better. started off on a I brew day in March of '06. It was a uh, it was a simple Belgian pale ale. <laughs> At the end of fermentation, is pretty unremarkable. Um, well, that changed, and then things went south from there. Not knowing any better, I added a can of uh, Oregon fruit apricot puree, which uh, restarted fermentation. Um, when everything settled back down, the beer had only improved a little. Uh, so I added a vial of White Labs Lambic blend and set it in the closet for a year. <laughs> After a year, oh. after a year, I tasted it. Not bad. Nice lactic sour, but uh, pretty one-dimensional. No Brett character. So I racked it to a keg and put it back in the closet where I completely forgot about its existence until August. <laughs> and now uh, this is where it's at. He says, this has turned out to be the benchmark of how sour a beer can get. He measured the pH at less than three. <laughs> Blew the meter up. He says, don't swish it around in your mouth yeah, or, or, it will, or you will dissolve your teeth. Can we get Schumann in here to describe this for us? Because uh, If you can get past the sourness, the Brett and Pedio have really taken hold. <laughs> but you can still taste the apricot in the background. No, you can't. The sourness is such <laughs> that you can hold the glass at arm's length and feel your neck muscles tighten up. <laughs> Drink this with caution. Yeah. 
Or don't. Did you finish it, or that's not it? <laughs> I, I haven't. I'm not going to even taste it. I can't it. even taste Come it. Come on, taste it. Don't be such a pussy. No, I love it. it. I actually really like it. <laughs> yeah, Bebo loves it. All right, I'm going for it. He made this with me in mind, I think, because okay. he knew. Yeah. Can I forewarn you? I'm a big balsamic vinegar fan. Whoa. You're a big balsamic fan. Actually, a balsamic vinegar. That is be just awesome. what it tastes like. Yeah. It's like batter, yes. Okay, I'm going to try it right now. Uh... Do you taste the balsamic though? Boog, I wish you could oh, yeah. be here. You, know, you could actually make a great salad dressing. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish you could be here to see this because it's exactly what he had hoped for. He said it would be more because like I always say, oh, "Oh my god!" I have said on the show that a beer cannot be too sour, and he yeah. came up to me and said, "I've well, got so. a beer for you." And yeah, well, is well, this is this sour or is it tart vinegar? I mean, there's a difference, right? <laughs> I will say this. Oh, man. It's like smelling Where's a bag throat? of salt and vinegar. It, it was probably sour and then it turned to vinegar. It, kind of, mm. you know, it went through a complexity yeah, process. If it didn't have the the the, uh, mm. the paint thinner thing going. And cheese mixed in. I'm serious. You could make it, a, add also, olive oil to this. Throw a little dash of garlic and salt and pepper in it and be fine. Good to go. And it, it burns. Is. Look at Bebo over there. Dude, like, she's I like, really like it. I can't believe this. It's so good. I really like it. Oh, my God. Uh, I bathed it. Oh. Uh, like I, I'm, oh. I'm holding it here, and I can actually smell it. Yeah, well, and it burns. should take care of your yeast infection. <laughs> right, I've got two. I've got <laughs> two. If you have <laughs> one, <laughs> that you haven't talked about Damn. yet. She used to have them all the time when she first got married. <laughs> all, all, the time. all the time. Okay, hey, like, like every week she had a new one. Did, actually, especially after you got married. Remember I that? Say that kidney infections and yeast infections are two different things. Oh, Whatever. Okay. We well, don't one can happen after the, the, the other. <laughs> Don't blame us. Yeah, either way, we can't bang you when you have one of them. That's what we know. You can't bang me when I don't have one of them. <laughs> I meant the proverbial you. No, yeah. Yeah. The royal yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. I got a couple phone calls here. I've got Josh Can on somebody Skype. give me some rinse beer for this? Yeah, Josh, what's happening? I need a Tums. JP, anything? Any Tums? Josh, you there? Uh, when, when Sally's done talking. What? Sally's done talking or what? You want to listen to me or what? Blimey, you better calm down there, Limey. What? Hello, how's it going? Hey, Hi. how are Josh? Who ate all the pies? Josh, what's happening, brother? Who ate all the pies? Oh, are you in the bathroom? Yeah. Hello, I, um, are you talking to me now or what? What'd you do, borrow Blobberglop's uh, microphone <laughs> this week? Passing, we're on Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, boy. What do you mean talking about, Blobber? What did Blobber do? You sound like shit. Yeah, your your mic is. Uh, I'm on Skype. What like, do you expect? I'm on Skype. It sounds like you bought Don't it from so Canada. Don't be so angry. I love well, it. Skype has to, it's to travel up. It's at the bottom of the world. <laughs> of callers that are angry than I am. Would you rather me call? I can call in on the on the number if you want me to call in on the number. But I'd rather do Skype because it costs me nothing. <laughs> I can save nothing. Guess I can save my money for fucking beer. <laughs> calls me nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Skype's fine. We'll deal with it. Yeah. What, it's more fun this way. What's happening? It's all right. Yeah. Kaipai kind of what? I could barely hear you. <laughs> what did you have to drink? Yeah. You made all the pies. Yeah. What's your What's your drinking resume? All right. Well, I have three and a half liters of American pale ale. Three and a half liters. Of African pale ale? African yes. pale ale. Three and a half liters. That's a good beer. Sorry, I can't do the math. So I can't do the math for... That's all right. Don't worry about it. Or whatever you got. We have the interns it's out. three and a half liters, okay? Okay. Is that all right? You, you can handle that? Yep, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Carry on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And then, and then I've got... We went in this swap case, uh, this case swap uh, with some guys from um, just around Sydney. And we've... I 
So I've had three pale ales from those guys, and um, they're all American pale ales, so I thought I'll throw them in the fridge and I'm the same time as my own. And so it's uh, three three long necks, so it's 750 mils. If someone tells me it's 25 ounces, is that, does you guys even know what that means? Or? Whatever, an enough with the measurements already. Just tell us what you drank. 25 25, that's fine, go ahead. Right. Well, I, well, I, had, I had three and a half liters and I had three long necks of American Pale Ale. I don't know if you guys, you guys might think, oh, that's fucking, that's, that's, Two shots of beer, yeah. Oh yeah, but you, go you got to tell me if you know what what a fucking. Seven, I'll, I'll tell you, I have three. This guy's at eleven right now. Bottles of beer. I have three seven hundred and fifty mil bottles of beer. Three seventy five. If you guys know what seven hundred fifty mil bottle means, you got it. Go nuts. Yeah, go ahead. All right, it's like it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But more importantly, what hockey team do you watch? Fucking JPs. Don't worry. I watch hockey right on Foxtel. Fuck. Then I they fucked us. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> how much of dingo blood have you had? How many? Okay. How many quarts of dingo blood have you drank today? No, no dingo blood. They're too busy eating babies in Central Australia. Okay, so you're angry. Go it's JP's soundtrack today. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, so keep right. going. Sorry, guys. I'm like, you no, you're doing great. It's apparently fun. my no, 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 fault. We're making fun of JP. Yeah, everything yeah, is my fault. We're not making fun of you at all. No, it's my JP. fault. That, that, you, you sound great. Yeah. Well, you're doing fine. <laughs> you sound marvelous. Do you want your own show, as a matter of fact? <laughs> yeah. Just Skype it in. I can listen to an hour of this. Got him. Now, now, you, now we have a spot for a co-host who ate all the pies. <laughs> all right, is that it? Is that all you drank? What was his name again? Uh, uh, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm just sort of hanging around, listening to you guys, and seeing what's going on. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's all I've drunk tonight. I'll, I'll talk to you guys about turning up in San Francisco next year later on. That's all right. We won't we'll bother the listeners now. That's all right. I can't tell if hanging I'm coming, out. I'm out. I'm, shut up I'm for coming. a second. I can't tell if hanging out with who ate all the pies would either be like the time of your life or like watching paint dry. <laughs> You know, he's either like a riot or he's the most annoying person on earth. I well, can't. Now you know why when American men do so well down in Australia with the women down there. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. Uh, how many? Do you have a lot of friends who ate all the pies? Thousands. <laughs> thousands. God damn thousands. They're all buried in my front yard. Yeah. I'm drinking one of them right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got a few. I've got, yeah, maybe... 10 or 20. Yeah, most of them are invisible, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're there. Sounds like who ate all the pies well, now. Get along swimmingly. And you're friends with Bevo. We're friends. I see. Okay. Well, where are you guys friends? Yeah, where is that happening? We call each other on the... We Skype each other on the weekends. What? Really? You guys weekend Skype? Does Sam know about this? That's not appropriate. I don't think that's right at all. Are you just, are you just jealous because I talk to him and I don't talk to you? Yeah. What? What? I don't weekend Skype, Bevo. I'm joking. God, play along with it. Just trying to make you sound cool. It was a bit. Sorry, sorry I'm too drunk to understand but when you're joking and when you're not. I'm sorry. All I hear when you talk is vagina, 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 vagina. Apparently my joke voice can, and my real voice are the same. Can you just say this phrase, put the lotion in the basket or else it gets the hose again? Can you say that for us? Just 
Sorry, Sally. You mumbled too much. Say it again. <laughs> you mumbled too much. All right, who ate all the pies? So put him in the running. Okay. Thank who you, my brother. I've got other calls to get to. He's That's all running. I had to drink. Well, that and the semen from 12 men. <laughs> again. <laughs> For breakfast. All right, I believe I have... Uh, Brandon. Uh, Brandon from Brandon. Nashville on the line. Oh, Brandon. Hey, Nashville. What's Nashville? Oh, he's, he's uh, smoke of the week. Oh, shit. He's yeah, chat of the week. Because fucking... You guys were on. Oh, hang on. Okay. <laughs> I took a sip and I tried to say something. Oh, thought you were taking a bong That did not work. <laughs> All right. Yeah, if I was hanging out with the woods, I would. All right. Um, so, um... I just want to call back and say hey to you guys. And I, I got a couple things to say. I got a good suggestion for the BN store, and I think it was a hit in the brewing in the chat room tonight. Was I'm wearing a I'm wearing a snuggie tonight? Oh. We should have really? we should have we should have BN snuggies. Oh God, that, that love would it! Be fucking greatest thing. Yeah. Or like the other show snuggies, lunch meat snuggies. Lunch meat oh snuggies would be more appropriate. Than than have I have to admit that's a really good idea. I would only approve of lunch meat snuggies if uh, if, with, if every time you bought one, you promised to wear it out to our public events where we all meet up. <laughs> like, for example, the Great American Beer Festival. <laughs> That Absolutely. would be the greatest thing ever. I mean, could you imagine, like, all of us walking around, like, the true believers <laughs> in, in following the rainbow and the unicorn with lunch meat snug? I think that would be the greatest fucking thing on the planet. That would be great, be Better than the T-shirts and better than the calendar idea. If you and I were walking around and they were all following behind us. Yes. I, I agree. King, King and Prince. You got snuggies for two? Like you got two people in one snuggie? Oh, would you share a snuggie? Oh. No, I meant two dudes. Yeah. And yeah, you. <laughs> she also meant on the I, other I, side I, of the room from you. Uh, I, I would share a snuggie with, with McDowell, but not, <laughs> you know, there's very few. Sully doesn't even talk to me on Facebook. I you, make funny comments with all of his Twitter stuff. And Brandon, he won't even respond. What a jerk. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like to make more What a yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> Brandon, I am the funniest man on Twitter. He doesn't even acknowledge it. Oh First of all, God. you sound like me now. Second of all, do you think there's enough room for you in, in McDonald's? <laughs> they make large snuggies. Yeah, yeah they make. Look at Justin chime in. They make snuggies for dogs. <laughs> Thank you, Bevo. I just found what that are you out. The snuggie queen, dude. I totally want a snuggie. Like I wanted to buy one for a long time. And you Sam's are like, you are an, an idiot. <laughs> They're like twenty bucks. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He's like, it's a row backwards. But I want it. Brandon, what have you had to drink no, they're, tonight? They're, Do you want to be not, in the running? They're not $20. They're on sale for fourteen ninety five at Walgreens. Okay. Nice. All right. Brandon, do you want to be in the running for Drug of the Week? I would love to be in the running for Drug of the Week. We started this morning at 11.30. There's a local brewery that just opened up this week. And it was a guy that left the brewery here in Nashville. Start up his own his own place. Hey, Brandon, they, without uh, telling us your how, life story, how tall could is you he? give me your drinking resume for the day? Does he like hockey? It, Here's yeah, hockey. You had me at queers. Okay. That's not what I hear. We had we had we started off at eleven thirty. We drank their beers. We had some other beers. I came home. I drank some homebrew. And the last beer. thing I'm here drinking was the Santa Claus from two thousand six. Right. So let me write this down. And Brandon, a bunch of beer. Another beer. <laughs> yeah, a bunch Another of beer. beer. But it was craft beer. It was local beer, which everybody should be supporting in this time anyway. I agree so, with you. You're right. Yeah. You know, local and, beer and, and supporting San the Francisco. homebrew beers that we're for supporting the local homebrew shops. So. 
That's why I think I should be in the running because it was all craft brew. And because I'm a, dr- I'm a drunk with a message, and so I should be in the running. You've got a good purpose here, Brandon. I'm always a drunk with a message. I like I it, I've got things to say. <laughs> and that message is beware. Apparently not good enough on Facebook, but go ahead. Um. <laughs> all right, Brandon, I, I like it, brother. You are now in the running, my friend. Hey, yeah. thank you, guys. Have a good have a Have good a night, good one. Okay? You too. Later. Don't run too fast. Bye. Love you. All right, Evan's on Skype. What's happening, Evan? <laughs> not on Skype. Mm. No, I thought I had answered mm. his call, but no, he's not there. All right. Uh, okay. We got so updates we have, to do. Well, that was our word. We have three people in the running, more people calling in. Oh, wait, here's Evan. Evan, what's happening, hey. brother? Hi. Drunk of the week? Another guy in the bathroom. Yeah. Why is everybody? <laughs> how come no one can use Skype from their home office? It all has to yeah. be from the bathroom. Hey, how's my microphone sounding? I'm across the room. Hello. It just sounded better if I do this. <laughs> I can move my arms more. Yeah. Hey, Evan. What, what's happening, brother? Drinking. You're unemployed, aren't you? There. Yeah. Way to rub it in. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that one up. Well, yeah. Just... Why do you think I'm drunk of the week, <laughs> Dick? Well, that's what I meant. So you're an alcoholic. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm unemployed. Well, I just meant that you can your, really go for your, it. He's got to turn his thing down. Turn right. your radio up, please, <laughs> as high as it can, and then put the microphone next to the speaker, yeah. and then talk. It'll help. So, Evan, uh, what have you had to drink today? Well, I've had uh, I've had four beers. Two of them uh, were in these green bottles. They were very nice bottles. They were about 15 inches high. I un- I uncapped them with a cap that I uh, uncapper that I got from my wife from uh, from Easter. Actually, it was very good. It's all a uh, burr wood, uh, like driftwood kind of a thing. It was hand carved by this guy, this roving midget. Okay, um, and, uh, and and Evan. Uh, all right, no, all right. And, uh, and and was there any alcohol consumed in this story? Well, I'm getting there if you let me talk. And then, uh, so the midget said, hey, you want to open... I don't know. <laughs> you were going good uh, there. All right, now, now you now had the- a hiccup there, but you, you could have worked it uh, out. Yeah. Sorry, Evan. Are you still there? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. What have you had to drink? What color's the toilet? Uh, uh, had a bottle of uh, Hales Ales uh, barley wine. Oh, you're from up north. Oh, good start. The old, he's a Seattleite. Oh, I like Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Have a more yeah. sister. Is that how you say it? A Seattleite? Yeah. Okay, good. No, I was your tour guide in Seattle. Oh, no, I know. Oh, I yeah. just didn't know if I said Seattleite right. And, in fact, uh, I was at Hales Ales. Uh, Great place. Uh, All right. I'm a Red, Redmondite, actually. Okay, oh. that's right. All right, go on. What else? A uh, couple bottles of Jubilee. Nice. Just from Deschutes. Okay. Great. A uh, couple bottles of uh, Session Black from uh, Full Sail. Okay. And uh, Puffin Cereal. Mm. And you've been huffing cereal. <laughs> uh, is that a new? No, uh, I, I got a new Seattle thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the new street drug. Huffing you really have to right nail hard. To yeah. the, Lucky Charms <laughs> is the best. Spin <laughs> it right over your pot, and you go to nuts. Make sure you shake the box. Yeah, yeah. shit's hardcore. Yeah, yeah green is. clovers. They'll give you blue clovers. <laughs> That's right. right. We're going to start a new trend here in the session: huffing cereal. Okay, well, I, rec- I recommend it. I recommend it. How drunk are you, Evan? Let's I'm be up there. let's be honest here. Are you? Could you yeah. drive? <clears throat> no, you? absolutely not. Prove it. Could you <laughs> go drive? I'll, I'll go. I'll go drive through the woods in your okay, car. Good, yeah. Could you drive? Yeah. Uh, would you? Are, are you drunk enough to give your wife a black eye? <laughs> uh, she's in the shower, but I can go ask. Oh her. really? Oh. Oh well. Hold on a second. Let's slow down here for a second. Her. Sweetheart, can I punch you in the face? <laughs> can I give you a black eye? It's no? for the radio. We should How about give a, a black guy. We should give him. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should give him Drunk of the Week right now. Right, little about, but I'm gonna, yeah. drunk, I sound like Doc right now. Yeah. Drunk of the Week right now. <laughs> he can walk into the shower right now and get a response from her. All right, go walk and in. hand her the I, phone. Hand her the oh, phone. I, can we do that, I, Evan? I'm, I'm on headphones. I, I have to. Oh, the headphones. Headphones. He's on Skype. No, he's on headphones. He's on Skype. Yeah. Oh, the old headphone excuse. <laughs> exactly. I'm sitting on a dildo. I can't move. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the midgets are too tired to carry me. I peanut butter jar. I just fell down and it, was, it just went up there. Yeah. All right, Evan. You're in the running, my brother. Yay. <laughs> Catch you later, man. Uh, Evan's a good dude. He uh, actually he took my friend Yan uh, to uh, the tattoo shop up there and the fr- uh, French guy and, oh, really? and got him uh, got him uh, one of his tattoos while he was here. Very nice. Uh, let's see. What Slowhead from Florida <laughs> is on the line. Sounds like I like I would Slowhead. name my kid. Hey, Slowhead. I didn't even get. Th- you know, I'm such the like. He Retard. said, "Huh? Yeah, you know, I'm that girl. It. I didn't even get that. No, mm, apparently not." All right, slow head. What's happening? I will punch oh, you in the man. head. Oh, man. It's like, uh, you know, we're just trying to represent here because uh, Cigar City was on the phone. and uh, Yeah. You know, their, their beers are just goddamn amazing. So okay. Drinking a lot of their beers. and We're wearing Snuggies, dude. We're not the <laughs> only ones. I mean, Is that <laughs> the Snuggie <laughs> army? We're drinking oh. Cigar City and wearing Snuggies, nigga. What do you think's happening? <laughs> it's the jump off, bro. Oh, man. We went through the Russian River uh, Ishin mission. We drank sanctification, consecration, uh, menstruation. Uh, oh, you drank menstruation. You are drunk. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh, man. That one will give you cramps. Chocolate and menstruation. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pulling smoke up your ass, dude. Ooh, <laughs> tickle. Naked. <laughs> we are drinking uh, Tasty's uh, APA, or not APA, uh, is uh, Jan's Brown Ale. The- oh, yeah, yeah. great lucky guy. Shout out. Okay. Tasty's You're a lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. Tasty's looking at his mail right now. I'm pretty sure Tasty's paying his bills right now. PG&E, $225. Oh, you're yeah. drinking my beer, lucky well, dude. I'll right up to this Farson Walker. Oh, yeah, we do have to open that. Did you drink it already? Yeah, we drank it. I got this glass. Well, drink that sour beer. Sour. Chug that sour beer. You want to chug this? Salad dressing. No, oh, no, do no, no, no. Yeah, dude. No, chug no, no, it. Put it in this glass. Chug no, 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 no. Chug it. No, chug the other one. Chug it. I can't. I will die. Please I do it. I will die. You know how good I will die, and we have one show left to do. Sully, pour the beer. So, uh, what, <laughs> what's the uh, ABV on your Janet's Brown? How'd that turn out? Turned out about uh, six and a half percent, man. What is that? Your Siamese twin? You had to hand the phone to your other head? <laughs> it's like the, it's like his spot. <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask Brady. Well, it was the <laughs> yeah. He's like right yeah. next to you. Tourette's. Fuck you. Maybe they're wearing one snuggie. You guys are holding the phone up together. I gotta take a shit, slowhead. Not again. I gotta pee. <laughs> I hate it when you do that. <laughs> you know we can't poop. We can't kill that girl again. <laughs> you can't poop. We're joined at the anus. Come on. More beer and snuggies. We've had some cigar city stuff tonight. All right, Dexter. Oh, really? Okay. All right. How about more beer, less snuggy? I give you points for having uh, for getting drunk on our guest's beer. That and sharing counts. the phone. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Oh man. And for, for saving the earth. The 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 uh, cedar. It's awesome, man. Okay. Which one are you drunker, lefty or righty? <laughs> I, I pretty much tend to go with the right side myself. So. <laughs> right side. I'm mean, ambidextrous, but I like... Uh, right yeah, side's like the one with the liver. Lefty, yeah. he gets fucked every time. He's ambidextrous. 
but not a linguist. Sit on the left, have it go numb, and call it the stranger. <laughs> All right, two heads. Uh, you're well, in the running. Uh, we had a little Allagash Courier tonight. Oh, then uh, I'm done. Oh, this is good. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a good we, beer. Uh, That's a great beer. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, uh, a little Hefeweizen from a place called Lan- Lanyap here, a local brewery here in Orlando, near Orlando. Okay. Yeah, had a little oh. bit of that. Uh, some Kenyon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cantillon. Cantillon. Uh, all beer earlier this afternoon. We had a goose. club meeting this afternoon, man. We were partying at our uh, Such Florida Homebrewers Club meeting earlier this afternoon, so we started there. What time was that? Yeah, it started about 4 o'clock this afternoon, and it's about, uh, what is it, about 11 now or something? It's like 12 Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. 12 12 I got you guys like in the running. Twelve. Uh, you in the running? You're in the running. It sounds good. That's, that's a hell of a resume. Yeah. And, uh... Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Good. You're in the running. You're there. I think, hey, one, I, I think uh, one half just died. Brown Ale rocks, man. You like it? That's great. It's good beer. Oh, it's awesome, man. Love yeah. it. Lucky you. Yeah. Lefty doesn't like it, but righty's all about it. <laughs> yeah. I love it too. Yeah, I, love it. I love it too, but I just hate righty. Oh, I'm taking my pants off. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> nice. Pants right, guys. and snuggies. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Wow, really a lot of Drunk of the Week calls coming in. I got Ryan on Skype. Ryan, what's happening? It's Ryan from Illinois again. Oh, it's oh, the same Ryan. Okay. Are you twice. are you reiterating your uh, running? It's really clear, though. Uh, I'm just calling. Oh, I'm on Skype now. Uh, last time I was on my, my landline. You're, like, perfectly uh, modulated. I was Do I sound drunker on Skype? What's that? You have your Snuggie? Oh yeah, I was hoping the video would start on Skype so you could see my snuggie. I I have to. I can't allow video. I wish I could, but uh, it'll kill everything. There's been a lot here. of talk about snuggies tonight, and why is and you're wearing I, yours? Why don't you post a picture? Yeah, yeah, post post it up. Can you get a camo snuggie? Oh, I wonder. If we could get those, we could sell those on the store. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you? Oh, I, hey, I wanted to give you an update on my poker. I, oh, oh, you're that guy. That's right. Oh, I great. won three out of the four tables, and I got one still going. So okay, that's interesting. Congratulations. And I drank another can of Surly. All right, oh, good. That's good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that. and my wife's out of town, so I, that, oh. you know, it's my first live show, so. That's all. So I'm jerking off. Exactly. <laughs> I just wanted you to know. Uh, yeah, no, that was last night. So you're doing the real out loud jerk off when she's not around. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we call that the Sully around here. Yeah, yeah, that was last night. Sorry about those hotel so rooms. I'm, I'm spent, so I'm I'm working on the. Uh, the once a weekend's all you do. All right. Anyway. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Ryan's still in the running. And uh, follow up though, good follow up. Uh, we should take him out of the running for that. Big vote. nasty brew from Arizona <laughs> calling in. Uh, nasty. Big nasty. nasty, what's happening? I don't know, man. There's a fucking delay. I can hear you guys on the phone, and then I can hear you on the fucking computer. Well, turn well, the computer. We're yeah. two places at once, brother. Turn the turn the phone off and turn the computer up. <laughs> right. What turn. do you want me to do? That's fucking weird, man. It's like, it is Hold on. L- okay, listen no, to me. This, guy. this is what I want you to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking to don't you. Don't tell me what to do. You're, no, you're, no, no, no. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. This is what's going to happen right now. I just ate a whole shitload hey, of mushrooms, man. Hey, last time somebody told me I was going to be okay, I got an anthrax shot. Well, that's okay too. But listen, you, you're, pro- you're probably hearing me now, and then you're hearing me like eight seconds later. But this is what I want you to do. <laughs> I gotta turn this shit down. Yeah, turn that <laughs> shit down. Turn it down. Oh Come back God. to me. Come back to me. You're gonna be fine. Come back to pop. You're gonna be fine. Okay. This is gonna, eight hours. You're gonna be fine. Dad, is that you? Okay. You okay what? now? All right. Everything good? Am I okay? Fuck no, I'm not. Well, I'm okay, kinda. 
Because fu- Arizona's beating the fucking Vikings. Right. Yeah. This isn't, listen, this isn't ESPN. I'm okay, kind of. Yeah, we're getting the scores already. Have you got, have you, are you okay. got a, you got a drunk of the week Stacey, resume? That's the first time I heard your voice all night. What's yeah. up, oh, man? Well, I'm just we, here waiting to see what beers people we've are We've been saying the same thing mine. in the studio, too, but go ahead. <laughs> what are you drinking of mine? Are <laughs> 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 you Got the Tasty AP rock in there? Janet's <laughs> yeah. Brown, Tasty AP. I don't know. Oh. What have you I had, don't know. What have you had you to drink? <laughs> okay. Here's my problem with that question, okay? <laughs> because, oh, okay. Because I can't count. Everything and, and I had tonight, I, I injected. And I'm, and I'm cognizant enough to know that people have been calling in and counting their shit, and I don't think if they were drunk of the week, He's they could drunk. count their shit. I mean, maybe they could count their shit. Game. Well, they can count the football game. I There's one he... on right now that I know of. One. <laughs> okay. I think he attempted to say cognitive. Yeah. But it was like, I take, no, cognizant. I cognizant, cognizant, cognizant. Cognizant. That's it. How do you say cognizant sober? Is it different than drunk? No, no, no it sounds the same way. <laughs> yeah. Can you say anti-constitutionalistically? Oh, that's it. Anti- anti-constitutionalistically. He's, yeah. He might be our drunk of the week. Hammered. Yeah, he's pretty okay. good. He, he, makes, a good, on the he makes a good point. If you can count your beers, you're not drunk. Mm-hmm. Right, and these guys sound weird because I can hear them. And if, <laughs> if you don't sound, if you don't sound, oh, wait, 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 if Let you sound coherent, right. you're not drunk of the week, you're counter of the fucking week. Okay. <laughs> you're a math guy of the week. You got a I degree shit. I because I have a, I have a problem drinking before 9 a.m. It's just That's too early in the morning, from 9 a.m. But okay. 9.01 is the witching hour. Turn the shit on. Yeah. 9.01 is the witching hour, and I made, okay, Several weeks ago, I made... Them. All right. Big Nasty's in the running for uh, Drunk of the Week also. That's going to be it for Drunk of the Week calls. Jay, Thank you. You don't want to know what he made last week? No. I, that was, he almost had his own show there for a second. Oh, good Why Lord. Why do you want to hear that story? Everybody's got a story. <laughs> Let me give a little advice right now. Nobody cares about your story. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm, I don't mean you on the show. My story. I don't. Yeah, mean, yeah, I yeah. like it when you guys call. But me we're, story. we're doing I'm the sure, drunk of the it's week. Funny. But I mean, in life, like when you guys are going through your day, and, and someone asks how you're doing, and you go into the long story, they don't care. <laughs> All right, just answer. You're fine or not fine, and leave it at that. Nobody really cares anymore. Twitter your story. That's how we like to hear it. 140 nowadays. characters. We'll keep it sweet. <laughs> if you can't tell us your story in 140 characters, keep it to yourself. You know, fax me your story. <laughs> JP still likes to be faxed. Yeah. Oh, old I like, school. I like getting faxed. Bebo, you're, you're freaking out. Anything I need to know? No. You okay? All right. She pulled the curtain. So what we have in front of us here, and uh, Firestone Walker was nice enough to uh, send us a bottle. Their 13th anniversary ale. Special limited release. And uh, we've been drinking it here during this segment while listening to drunken <laughs> <clears throat> listeners. It's a blend of barrel-aged beers. It's really incredible. It's a pretty interesting blend, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, and it was... The blend was voted on by winemakers. What right. they do is they bring winemakers in, and they do several different blends, because uh, since, since blending really came from the winemakers, and they let them decide how this beer blend is going to be, which is a really interesting process. I think they just started that with last year's release. That sounds like yeah, I didn't hear about that. Uh, I know they did it on last year's. Whether or not they did it before that, I don't know. Um... Here's the components of this beer. It's 39% Parabola, which is one of the Firestone beers. That's a Russian Imperial Oatmeal Stout. <clears throat> 15% of the Velvet Merkin, <laughs> another one of Sean Paxton's uh, love childs. 
children's. That's your traditional oatmeal sour. Uh, 6% Rufus, which is a continental imperial amber ale. 4% saucer full of secrets. Uh, That's the one that's uh, That's a Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Four percent uh, of that, which is a Belgian strong ale. I think the Merkin et cetera, has the et cetera. saucer. Oh, it. uh, it's blended with it. Yeah. That's right. Yep, yep. You're right. Twenty-four uh, percent Bravo, which is an Imperial Brown ale. Six percent Opal. Uh, we, that, we had a keg of Opal at our third anniversary party that Firestone uh, donated to us. That's a wheat wine. Nice. And six percent of the double double barrel ale. Oh, the double double. Oh, which is a four? double English. Palo. That's the blend. Animal style. What'd you guys think of the beer? This is incredible. I mean, it's probably, honestly, I mean, it's probably one of the best beers I've ever had. I mean, it's got so much complexity going on. It's imperial stout, oak, wood, malt, hops. I mean, raise your hand if you would blow Matt Brennelson. I mean, if you have or you had, you would. would. (laughs) Hand down, if you would. (laughs) You would. It's very um, this guy's beer. Swallow? It's Every very time. cocoa powder and uh, oh, pill- yeah. pillowy marshmallow are the two things that I really really get. And then there's uh, some brandy qualities to it. Uh, phenomenal, absolutely yeah, really phenomenal. nice. I think I have Andy Blobberglop and Kim Wood. Holy fuck! Calling in oh, all at once. This is going to be good. They give them their own show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Well, well uh, here's the news. Uh, Justin put us on hold. Uh-huh. That's okay. So it is? <laughs> yeah. All right, then hang in there for a second. So let's get back to this beer. <laughs> here's the bad news. I got to say, their anniversary beers every time are unbelievable. Dude, this is unbelievable. Great, right? And does anybody else blend... What is it? That many beers. Seven different beers. Well, it's interesting because it's commonplace uh, down in that area. I mean, Paso Robles, you've got the wine, the whole wine thing happening down there, and they do a lot of blending. But you don't really hear a lot about – you hear a little bit about breweries doing it. I mean, I think uh, Lost Abbey, uh, Tommy Arthur does it down there. There's certainly other breweries that have talked about it. But, I mean, they really kind of like – they come out and they embrace it. I mean, the sheet, that piece of paper that you have in front of you that came with the bottle and the that nice box and all that. Yeah, the new bottle about what the, it just it tells you exactly what they did. It's yeah. it's, it's right there. It's in black and white, and uh, and that's really with incredible. Every bottle, I think, if you pick up the Firestone Thirteen, yeah. it's yeah. worth the price of admission just to be able to read all about well, it. I think even wineries. I mean, they only have you know even for like uh, I'm not big. But I want to say like Mybex. Mybex are like uh, blends of you know what four or five different varietals. There's not a whole lot. Uh, but for a brewery to have, I think, more than four or five is yeah. unheard of. But seven, eight, whatever the hell it is. No, it's awesome. It's cra- it seems like it's really hard to control. And, and, and you know, it's kind of one of those things where if I heard about it first, how many was I? That's just going to be a mess. Yeah, yeah. And then you drink it, and it's amazing. Plus, I'm half cocked, and like anything would taste really it tastes good right really now. Good. I know. love Matt too, so you know what? <laughs> I'm full. Co- oh wait. Now this. Uh, so Firestone 13, Sir Anniversary Ale, a blend of barrel aged beers. Seven different beers blended in there. You can read all about it if you pick up a bottle. Tasty, and, what do you think? Uh, I recommend it. I like it. It's very complex. Very, uh, very warming. Yeah, it's nice. It is warm. It's cold here in California. It's like 13 percent or whatever. What is it? What does it say? Yeah, it's cold here. It's like 40 degrees here right now, 45. It's uh, 12%. Freezing on the tasty scale. Is that what they ended up saying? Oh, you have the bottle over there. Yeah, the bottle. The box is signed by Adam Firestone and David Walker. You think it's a real signature? It's worth worth something. But the letter is signed by Matt. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. 
I gotta say, what's with the packaging lately, Sully? I'm into it. I think I like that beer guys are putting together that there nice right packaging along yeah. with. Uh, I, and I will tell you this, Sully, they your can't. monk's blood stands right up to that Firestone 13. Thank yeah. you. Those are two nice pieces yeah, of packaging nice right there. The you know, on the lucky. webcam, it looks like a two gray pixel thing. Those are two big, nice packages. Ooh. Well, you know, uh, no, we've got the webcam in high def, man. Okay, it looks like four gray pixels. Yeah. Looks like, now we're playing Jenga with our... <laughs> we're playing package Jenga. Jenga. Oh, dear. Jenga. Now, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. That was fun. It was Don't fun. Don't spill that sour beer. All right, Dad. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy, Dad. Uh, Blobber. Oh, you there? <laughs> Blobber's like calling everybody in the BN Army and putting them on Skype. <laughs> you know, Blobber. we need to talk to him about... Right, everybody's here. We need to talk to him about uh, being the lunch meat uh, man now. Yeah, we already did that on What's the weather report? No, we never did, though. Always trying no, to work did. it in, aren't you, JP? We have an accept- he has an acceptance speech. Go ahead, Blobber. <laughs> All right, Blobber. Hello. Jake, you have to wear the scarf while I'm on the line. Oh, yeah. All right. I just, okay, so I've got, I've got Milo. I've got Andy and Kim. I've got me Hello. and Milo. Milo, you there? This is I'm like Justin's talk. nightmare right Milo. now. This is like the worst driving me now. <laughs> He's looking we're, at us like, what the fuck? Who is like taking over my show right now? <laughs> we are going to ruin it right now. We are taking over the brewing network. Ba, 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 ba. JP's got a gun. His whole world's come undone. Beard is almost done. Therapy's on the run. Disneyland, he came undone. This, this was unplanned, but I would like to sing Baby Got Back with my friends here. Right. Okay, do I have to find the backing track? Oh, you guys you? got that. Of course you do. All right, give me a second. You should breathe a little harder into the microphone. Pa- Paxton's on the air with you guys, too? <laughs> is Paxton on here? Is Sean Paxton Why not? Uh, uh, otherwise known as Breathy. Special request from a jogging friend. What the fuck no, does that, that mean? mean? Gay friend or? No, someone who jogs. There's somebody that runs I'll away with song, They sound like Oompa Loompas. Who did uh, who, Sir Mix a lot? Yep. Right? Sir Mix yeah. a lot. Is that one word? No, it's three. <laughs> mix or four. I'll a I think it's like hyphen. You're like a secretary so right sir, now. Sir, hyphen, mix, hyphen, a. Can I book that lot. ticket for you today? I think you're today? right. And JP, I'm yeah. disappointed in you that you're so accurate with that. Uh, dude, it's for mix a lot. Come on. Who knows how to spell it other than you, though? I'm, well, I'll correct you. Don't every worry. Every urban kid in Oakland. I think it's S-I-R. All right. Sir. Here you go, guys. It's uh, No shit. Is that how you spell it, sir? Just search baby got back. I got it. It's we got playing. It. We're ready. It's ready? playing. Stand by. Here you go. Who understands those rap guys? Okay. Is this they only well, that was racist. She looks like a total prostitute. Hey, okay. I mean, her right. butt. Pretty. It's just so big. Bebo, come shake that thing. Bebo, get up so here. Brown. Bebo, yeah. Like come on, Bebo. I mean, just don't know. Right. Look. She's just so. Wow. I like big butts and I can't. No, they're a bunch of sissies. Oh, turn them off. That's awesome. Goodbye, everybody. It was a good effort, and I think Blobber Glop's heart was in the right place. Yeah, his pants. 
Tacey's so funny. He like leaned back when that was going on in the cam because it was like, you know, my six pack's been on the Sam Adams thing. I can't be associated with this. <laughs> oh, you're like, I'll fool yourself over I there. Really I'm like, full of myself. Yeah, you oh, are, on. man. Come on. Oh, yeah. Well, Get up there. Let's I see am. your butt. Come on. Shake it, Tacey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you shake it. All right. We have to vote on Drunk of the Week. Oh. We have updates. <sighs> Don't forget about me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Let's do that. Well, here we go. Oh, uh, chats. Well, hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. I got to connect. Well, then what are you telling me we got to do it for? Uh, after this. God, you know what? It's only right. 845. This oh, show usually goes to 930 anyway, doesn't it? Oh, man. We're all getting old. We are getting old. All right. I have one more call. It's a high of the week. Oh. oh. All right. We'll take that. Bong hit noise, please. Who is it? Who are we talking to? Not my Sam. Oh. No. Uh, Sam, Sam from is... where? Sam, where are you calling from? Sam from Austin. Austin. And you're calling in as high of the week? Uh, high in the week and fleshlight of the week. Oh! <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't know what that is. Are you high with your fleshlight? Uh, yeah, I hit it four times today. Four different ones, too. Oh, are you oh. being serious right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh. Are you out of work? How do you... You guys know, no. you guys know what a flashlight is. I don't know what a flashlight is. A flashlight is a false vagina. On a flashlight handle. A flashlight handle. is the best thing ever. Fuck you. <laughs> and you, well, you, you buy on. it, and, and then you... Uh, okay, I know. You don't have to talk anymore. No, keep telling her. Keep telling her. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> you know, you... Okay, so hey, you, you're calling in for high of the week and flashlight user of the week. That's how to do Well, work. I was trying... I, w- I was trying to go for Drunk of the Week, but apparently I can't, so i got to go for uh, High of the Week since I spoke, like, three bowls of Hydro and, <laughs> and my flashlight hit all four of them. In how many uh, hours have you have you smoked the three bowls? Uh, about six. Six hours. Do you have the bong next to you right now? Uh, no, I, I don't smoke bongs. I only smoke uh, pipes. Oh. 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 I don't do bones. <laughs> I'm above that. I, I do. only do pipes. You were a joint man. I would have said otherwise. I but, agree. Uh, then, then you're at least you're, you're really cool but, for it. But in be, but in between, I had my I had to hit my flashlight. So what does that mean? Oh. Okay, so how do you, okay? So you have the flashlight. He sounds like he's talking about it like as, as as a smoking device, not as a boning. device. No, it's a boning device. I know. No, I'm is. talking about yeah. a boning I'm, device. Oh. So. Tell so me, how do you clean it out? That's what I want to know. Do you put it like? Is it like no, 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 no. I don't care. Is it, is it like like a carboy washer where like you put it on like a jet of water <laughs> yeah. cleans it Can, out or will what? The tasty McDoll I'll, carboy. I'll come up wa- with one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like you, you you fold the labia uh, a little bit outside and you flush it out. Please, you got a hand. No, you, you have sex just, with toys. The labia. Just use your goddamn hand. You what happened to a good old-fashioned recliner Don't you cushion? feel kind of awkward when you're done with it? <laughs> hey, you, you've never had a great experience until you had a flashlight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, got, he's got vibro. Vibro. Oh. <laughs> oh, and don't get me started on the anal one. It's oh. Oh. Right. Okay, he wins. He's high flashlight guy of the week. Thank you for the call. Yeah, yeah we don't have a medal. I don't know if he's... Let's he's not make this actually. a habit. Please do not call in next week for high flesh thingy. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Fleshlight man of the gonna week. throw up in the cooler in front of me. You will not throw up in the cooler. <sighs> Sully, I'll give you your check back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like every other podcast. Like, why are they so popular? I mean, why, do everybody, why does everybody want to go on that show? I know. 
because this is what people want to hear, believe it or not. <laughs> this is what Bevo really wants to hear. You're What's out there like we are going, we don't want to hear this is awful, but you do. You just turned yeah. your radio up is and what the, And I'll be at the end of the show be like, hey, Fleshlight, so what's the, like uh, what's the web address on that? Where do you get those? We, <laughs> just, <laughs> we just made Fleshlight the most popular <laughs> Monday morning Google. Exactly. Google trends way up. <laughs> that was the most embarrassing like thing I've heard in a long time on the show. Like My face feels like it's purple. What should embarrass you is that Sam Where has Where does Sammy Heidi is? Yeah, he's got <laughs> Sammy ain't gonna. He has a. He don't need one. Sammy has a oh, black. He has one. all this. Yeah. <laughs> he has all this. He has his own flashlight. Called Bevo. You got a light in there? <laughs> it wasn't the light part. I don't She's understand that at all. Because it, it has a. It looks like a flashlight, but instead of a light on the head, it's a vagina on the head. How many do you? If you'll excuse the. I don't have. I don't. I have a special edition one, but I don't, you have. One, I don't, don't need you, it. No, actually, I don't have one. Yeah. All right, we're gonna vote on drunk of the week. We have Ryan from Illinois who is multitasking, and also oh. drinking a oh. green flash clone. Yeah, he was a Kenny okay. Brewett fan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he had a nice resume. Didn't do too bad. Uh, we had who ate all the pies? <laughs> yeah. Who was very? He was. He was eleven. As <laughs> JP that guy. Uh, he was. He was excited and uh, and loud. Uh, and probably drunk. We had Brandon uh, w- wearing a Snuggie, and he had been drinking since 1130. It was a Snuggie made of his roommate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a flesh Snuggie. <laughs> and his resume was a bunch of beer. Was you, that the dude that, that was all uh, weird about, like, not knowing what he was drinking? No, no, no. no okay. That's a- okay, that's okay. Brandon no, was uh, overexcited. Okay. Then we had Evan in Seattle, um, who was also drinking a bunch of beer, and, and his wife was in the shower. He would have gone, but he was on a dildo, <laughs> if you remember yeah, how that was, all went. Right, yeah. Around his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why he was shaking kind of a little bit in his voice. Then we had the Siamese twins, slow head and... <laughs> and lefty. Dildo head. And oh, lefty, no. yes. Uh, who also like were wearing Snuggies <laughs> and drinking Tasty's Janet's Brown and had been drinking from four to uh, till now, which is like 11 or 12. Okay. All right. And then finally, we had Big Nasty Brew from Arizona who could not count and, uh, and, and claimed that any of the other posers should not be able to talk about what beers they drank if they were truly drunk. Right. So those are your uh, one, two, three, four, six candidates. Should we go around Robin or what? Uh, we we will yes we'll do that. Uh, starting with JP, I vote for Big Nasty Schlong or whatever the fuck his name was. All right, from Arizona, yeah. guy who. Uh, oh, he's from Arizona. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, still. Okay. I'll still go with that. Even then. Huh. Yeah. Even that's right. Even then. <laughs> Beavis the Great. I also vote for Big Nasty Brewer. Big Nasty Brew from Arizona. Uh, Sully. So that's the guy that could not count what he, he was like bagging he everybody. He yes. had a hard time noticing what what was the live show and what was the tape show. Correct. Okay, that's my guy. That's your guy. Absolutely, hundred percent. Three votes, uh, which which pretty much means uh, there's only two of us well, left. It's going to be unanimous. But let's see. I, I, yeah, I was going to go with big nasty. Big nasty. But I'm going to give honorable mention to uh, you know the snow, slow head to the oh. to the twins. That's yeah, weird. Twins. I wonder why. Oh, right, we'll give honorable. <laughs> Okay, and I also, it is unanimous. I had to go with oh! yeah. from Arizona. It's the first time, I think. A true drunk of the week, yeah. 
Yeah. I ruled. Good job. He will also win himself some Belgian candy sugar, oh. courtesy of Dark Candy hey. Inc. That's right. I'll send him a sample of each of the three yeah, kinds oh, well, of candy sugar, well, and he'll get to brew. I use that product. It's an awesome product. It's, it, you, it's in the month. That's, that's a commercial endorsement right there. There you go. Good stuff. And he can... Uh, send Brian the invoice. Future drunks of the week, uh, I'm sure, could come out of his... Uh, Belgian candy yeah. sugar samples. So, courtesy of Dark Candy Inc., go to darkcandyinc.com. Or it might just be darkcandy.com. Dark Candy. Dark dark candy. There you go. Thank you. All right. Um, I think that's it. Are we done here? Let's see. Announcement. <laughs> yeah, JP is all sitting there in the wings. He Don't produced this whole segment. Shat's announcements are uh, brought to you by. The 21st Amendment! Hey! 563 2nd Street. It's not what it says on my sheet. Just two blocks from that ballpark. Just yeah. work in with like a name. 218. What do you got? Yeah. The gay club? All right. Well, um, 10th Annual Big Beers, Belgians, and Barley Wines Festival in Vail, Colorado, uh, January 7th through the 9th, 2010. So that's next year. Uh, they invite you to imagine a world-class winter wonderland of fun activities in the beautiful Rocky Mountains of Colorado. Colorado, <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So go there. Um, it should be a good uh, a good event. Um, <laughs> the Boston Red Sox signed free agent shortstop Marco Sutaro <laughs> to a two-year contract Friday, the team announced. Sutaro, who played for the Toronto Blue Jays last season, apparently satisfied Boston's concerns about his health. After he worked out for the club Tuesday, and the team examined his medical records, he, he is expected to sign after passing a physical. Good job, next in Boston. <clears throat> it's time for the 2010 Upper Mississippi Mashout. The 2010 Upper Upper Mississippi Mashout will be held on January 29th and 30th. The ninth annual Umo will be featuring the beers and food of England and Scotland. Uh, go to uh, mashout.org to enter that one. I hear Nate Smith might be uh, judging that. Or oh, not. he's a good dude. <clears throat> there is a Bowflex Extreme 2 for sale in Connecticut for uh, $750 or Wait, best offer. Go to ConnecticutSuperAds.com. After my Vera Wang, um, I need one of those. I'm just saying, uh, Bowflex uh, 310 pounds of resistance, which includes 100 pounds in addition to the original equipment. Okay. If purchased new, it would cost over $1,500, and there are photos. Great. Um, Christmas party English style, 2009 Christmas party announcement, Central Florida Homebrewers. Please join us downtown Historic Sanford for the annual Central Florida Homebrewers Christmas party done English style. This year's event will be held on Sunday, December 13th. Oh. Well, I hope that was fun for you guys <laughs> to go to that. Um, quit smoking weed now. If you're looking for a way to quit smoking weed, you've come to the right place. What? Uh, smoking weed reduces your learning ability, and it clearly limits the ability to absorb and retain information. Tasty? Your verbal skills suffer as well. Regular weed smokers are more glad to get chest colds. And then last but not least, there is a poster signed by everybody, including on the World of Warcraft new expansion, on eBay until tonight. Or the seventh, or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, World of Warcraft Classicism poster signed by Blizzard designers and other members of WoW Team. Go check it out. <laughs> and on that note, don't forget to pay your taxes in Alameda County for your property. Cause, like, <laughs> it's coming up, and it's a fucking huge hit there in about four days. I see. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Great job, uh, Interim Shat. Thank you. Nice work. Where's uh, the food? We'll keep uh, feedback for next week. There's very little feedback in there. Anyway, but... Uh, really? Nothing at all? If there was feedback, it would have been brought to you by morebeer.com. 
Oh. Your place for holiday brewing surprises. Fun things. Fun stuff. Yes. All you need in brewing. You like how we just make up everybody's catchphrases on the fly here? It's really great news for you. Yeah. The 21st Amendment, Wait, where, where you can go get for things. For your <laughs> fleshlight purchases. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be carrying this? <laughs> if, yeah. You know, if we had that in the store, people would buy it. Holiday what? kids toy drive. Bring in a fleshlight, and we'll give a toy to a needy child. Is that just like... A slang term, or are they actually like we? Here, I'll show they're you. They're actually right. like right, shut it down. Go in and you buy totally a fleshlight, like one. it's actually what it's called. You're Please into not this. Buy- no, you I'm not. Are. I'm she just, is I'm just, like, it's like this size. I'm just so Christmas. confused by yeah. it. It's like this size, like a beer bottle size, and it has a handle. And instead of here, it's a vagina. It's a vagina. And you it's insert like your a penis. Little weird pumpy thing. You insert your penis into the. Th- oh, hey guys. You want just back What would I do with one? You wouldn't. You'd, you'd get rid of Sam, is what you'd give yeah, it to Sam, and Sam. and say, you know, on those on those six and a half nights a week that you uh, don't want to be touched, you'd give <laughs> it to Sam. Half nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'd do with it. I'm just so confused she by it. Sour like oh, she, we're giving Shuey the sour. It's uh, yeah. it's this. It's a. Uh, it's made by Bug Eater. It's You've met him, Schumann, and it's the sourest beer in the world. Yeah. Go ahead and give it a try. We've all, I'll try it with you. I'm not. We're not uh, effing with you. We've all tried it. Like as you smell it, it use a microphone though. Burns your nostrils. <clears throat> Solly, will you switch to the middle and give uh, so we can get his reaction? Yeah. Well, first the the smell of it like kind of burns your nostrils as you're smelling it. It does burn. It's intense. It burns. A lot like chlamydia. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. I know a lot about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gave it to girls. ten people. I think it's good, man. <laughs> you and Vivo. Uh, I like high five, it. Schumann. Wow. Yep. Hey, hey, Schumann, do you know what a fleshlight is, by the way? Just off the record. That's when a, a man loves a woman very much, <laughs> or an object very much. Yeah, that's when a man loves a woman's parts very much enough to cast them in silicone <laughs> and put a, a handle on them. I have the idea, but I'm, I'm not sure I know exactly what it is. Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm being totally serious. Vivo doesn't know either. You want well, to no, look it up I mean, and show them? You gave me enough information. It's not I don't, radio. I don't, show them. Yeah. I don't really want... To know Google Fleshlight. Why do you keep asking about it? Well, I, well I it's a, I'm a little bit. Cu- Christmas. I don't want to talk about it. She's bi curious. I was curious. You're bi curious. Remember what I did? The, the first time Bevo ever watched porn was with us. The first really? and only time she, she bought it for my birthday. On, no, she didn't. Did she, she? she sat down on our couch and watched. Ouch, my ass is on fire. <laughs> no, it, was stop, it was actually it was called Stop, stop My Ass is on Fire. Sorry. She she bought it for me in this whole gift basket. She bought me this gift basket with that porno and like a bunch of condoms and lubes and shit. And, and a and bottle of Cravassier. And a bottle of Cravassier. <laughs> and boy, did we have a fun night then. Yeah. Maybe she was hoping to get lucky. So she's like, can we watch the porno? I'm like, yeah, you could watch I've my porno anytime. I've never seen porn before. She's I was like, curious. what? She's like, now. Really? <laughs> and you're saying that's the last time you watched porn? Yes. I mean, I've walked in on you guys watching some freaky crap, but like... <laughs> I mean, I watched, you, you know, got some crazy train. partners here. <laughs> yeah, they're flashlights. Like, I've unfortunately had the privilege of watching that Two Girls, One Cup video, which uh, was yeah, that's foul. A cra- that's a favorite. Because you know that Sam watches the nastiest porn of all of us. Like, that kid's got a... He's a freak. Whatever. Does he really? Oh, Does yeah. Well, I'm talking no about idea, man. animals and... Oh, I know he's seen the horse one. He's Not just about seen it. it. He, Is I that weird? He, I think he was the executive he producer. <laughs> he was cinematographer on that <laughs> photo shoot. Too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the man behind I don't, this. You know, the creative whatever, director. whatever he wants to watch. Are we I talking just about don't want to watch video? it. 
Uh, we're talking about the video where the man actually dies the next day. You can see the killing shot. Yeah, I saw that too. And I thought it would be a funny thing, like on a farm that was a, you know, panned out view, like a hundred yards away, but it's not, it's up close and personal. And after I watched it, I'm like, I wish I had never seen that ever burned into your executive producer, Sam Moore. (laughs) Producer Sam Moore. Just letting you know. I just like to learn things. Like, remember what when did I did this? Do? Yeah. Remember well, how I didn't, I didn't know like what a pearl necklace was? Works. I didn't know what a pearl necklace was, and then right. I had and then the privilege of you telling me that. Yeah. You like know, to learn that was things. good radio. Right I learn there. a lot on this show that I would never, ever know. That's that was true. good radio. Ever, ever. So a lot of other people, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Like a flashlight. <laughs> Fleshlight.com. I hope they're sponsoring the wrap up show here at the Brewing Network. I hope they're a sponsor next week. Uh, type in discount code BNR. Exactly. <laughs> 15% off. 25% off cleaning inserts. <laughs> Get the anal feature, too. Oh. <laughs> Batteries not included. Oh, oh man. We use Whoa. yeast. It has yeast. Uh, it works. It's all the same. Let me look at my outline and make sure we're done with business. <laughs> oh, it's been business time for long before this. Let's see. Yeah, we did our tastings. I gave away Belgian candy sugar. We had a drunk of the week. All right. Next week, it's our uh, final show of the year. It's our Christmas show. So we'll all dress up like gay Santas. And, uh, well, we'll all dress like JP is what I mean. Oh, great. Let me Bring my personal flashlights in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be. That's our secret Santa gift. You're so getting a flashlight. Those come in like large size, right? For the, for the well end. Hey, he made better. Why you got a big friend? Hey, hey settle down, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Tasty. I don't think black people need flashlights. Yeah, no, but okay. people with oh, big that. penises don't need to hump a piece of plastic. Is Which is right? why hey, I don't have. What, what, what are you talking about, Bevo? Saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> so Bevo says size Which does is, matter. Yeah, which is why Sam has one. Oh, that's why Sam has a black Sammy the bull for a reason. Does Sammy have a big uh, longer? <laughs> what are we talking about here? How many? What are we? Give me a range. Where's she going? Are we talking like four to six or six to nine? Come on, you've seen it, Justin. Let's I don't. Bebo, I don't know. Bebo, the, the national average is four to five inches. He's got so a big sack. Is he average or is he bigger than average? I really don't. I. I He's below average. Don't, isn't I know. I really He's don't have average. anything no, to compare. So I don't. You had a black boyfriend before him. You I was s- fifteen and not a whore. Well, yeah, that's really. debatable. The story's full of holes. <laughs> like Bebo. Yeah. Apparently she wasn't, though. You know? Okay, I've seen Schumann's penis before, and okay. it's a... Uh, on par? Probably on par. Well, Schumann, what do you think? larger? No, I'd say on par. All right, I mean, and Schu, would you consider yourself average? You're an honest guy. Yeah. Would you consider yourself average or above average? I we know abo- your brother's the horse cock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm above average by uh, wow. five inches. Wow, look at standards. Sammy the Bull. He's a short guy, well, me too. Hey, high five. Yeah. Hey, let, let's just all pull him out right now. You We're know, all friends. <laughs> all right, you here know, we go. Sully's got a new wang. Really? <laughs> yeah, you can lay on it too. So and tell or what? Yeah, I have a I have a new bed. It's actually called uh, Vera Wang. It's a Vera Wang. It's kind of like the flashlight, but better. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can sleep in it. Yeah, yeah. It's a ten thousand dollar flashlight. Exactly. I'm sure you can fall asleep inside a flashlight too. Is that what you buy when you have a bajillion dollars? <laughs> no, no. It's what you buy when you're forty six. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. There's a difference. By the way, you can go for like the Tempur Pedic and have a brittle I hate hip. The Tempur Pedic. We've been through this. We have. I didn't know. All right. Uh, on that note, <laughs> where did that show go? It just went right into lunch meat there for a second. Yeah, it there. did. We need to have like the wrap up show. Huh, Tasty? Uh huh. Tasty. <laughs> tasty. <laughs> That's like the 85th word that he said tonight. Uh huh. 
Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Janet's brown. Okay, so we're done, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going right, to go bye. eat some gourmet hey, food from my brother. Uh, good job, everybody, and thanks to Cigar yeah, City Brewing yeah, Company. Those guys, guys rocked. Even me, did I do good? You did good, too. Oh. <laughs> JP has to get honored affirmation. I do. I need it. Oh. I need it. Go to CigarCityBeer.com. Check them out. Uh, don't forget, next week's our last show of the year. <laughs> So check us out, and check out our new sponsors, uh, BrewPal, the iPhone app. Clark Brewing's back with us. They've got a way to ship your homebrew in a safe and sound way. And uh, Blickman Engineering, all signed up this week, and we really, big round of applause for their support. Welcome aboard, Uh, boys. Yes. uh, Welcome aboard. As well as our uh, continuing sponsors like the 2-1-A and More Beer and uh, Nico Brew. All those guys really stick with us and make this all possible. And Fermatap. And And Northern Brew. And or the bird. All right, everybody. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Homebrew, don't you really love that a homebrew can't get enough of it? Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all of the time. Yeah, I think I'll have it. Well, I'll have it one right now. Love of that home crew can't get no